to the Pulp MX Show. Presented by Motosport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show. Coming at you. It's Monday, July 24th, 5.01 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for watching. Thank you for listening. Lots to get into tonight. Washugal has happened. I thought he would lose. He did not. Another 1-1 for Jet Lords. An epic day on Sunday riding the HRC factory bikes. Can't believe it. Uh, we're going to have Chris Kiefer on and Lars Lindstrom from Honda to talk about that. Kiefer and I got to do it. Uh, we got Levi Kitchen calling in, friend of the show. Colt Nichols as well. We will call Colt Nichols. We will call Levi Kitchen. I want to get that straight. Uh, Jason Thomas, of course, coming in. Sean Murdoch from Decal Works is going to drop by later in the show as well. So, yeah, lots to get into, man. And the 250 class, it is tightened up. Uh, Hayden Deegan, three points back now of Hunter Lawrence. What a ride by the kid at Washugal to go 1-1. So there's plenty to get into tonight. 702-586-7857 is the call. Uh, call in. Let's talk some moto. Maybe we'll talk some MotoGP. Silly season motocross donations all on the um, uh, docket tonight. So thank you for uh, for watching and listening again. Uh, Race Tech Rant coming up. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. Motorsport.com tweet at Talon as well. Uh, thank you, Motorsport.com. Uh, Carson Brown uh, winning the two-stroke uh, race this weekend in Washugo. The most predictable race result, I think, all season long. Although he barely did it. But um, uh, good job to uh, Carson Brown. Uh, Motorsport.com. Fly Racing. Decal Works. X-Brand Goggles. Race Tech. Renthal. Michelin Motorcycle Tires. At Cherubis. Firepower Batteries and Chains. Maxima USA, Renegade Racing Fuels, Pro Filter, ORW, OGO Power Sports, Atlas Neck Brace, Dylan Wright wearing the Atlas Brace, Chiz as well, Wright just swept another Canadian national. He's approaching Jet Lawrence level right now for uh, for his undefeated streak. Guts Racing, FMF, Works Connection, Pulpamex 20, the code to save with Works Connection, MotorcycleNutryJobs.com, WUSA, Get Data, Intense Cycles, Wisco Piston, EVS, MTX Braking, all on board with us as are you people. And again, thank you. Appreciate it, man. The numbers for the show, we added them up for the second quarter. And between the YouTube and the downloads, uh, the, the, the listens of the audio, and then the YouTube watching, it's almost 70,000 a week. So, Jesus, that's a lot of people. Thanks, man. Appreciate everybody. Uh, use the codes on com. Sponsor deals. Uh, use the codes. That would be great. Uh, and also, um, yeah, let's talk about tonight. In studio, from Vital MX. Uh, this man once owned a race team. It was a really bad idea, but he once owned a race team. Uh, now he's back at Vital MX. <clears throat> Michael Lindsay, what's up, man? How are you? I'm just glad the the image when I'm on the show is no longer me from running a race team because whenever I'd come on the show, I'd have instant yeah. PTSD seeing uh-huh. that. Um, okay. Uh, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Tough show to follow up, as you mentioned. Uh, last week, DV in studio, Sexton, uh, McGrath, and Stewart, and it, Will Hahn. As soon as I saw the lineup, I literally texted you, fuck off, I don't want to come on the show. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, well, I love being on here, but yeah. that is impossible to follow up. I'm screwed. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I, I didn't even try tonight. I just, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have a good show. <laughs> Got a good show. Uh, it's going to be lots to talk about. You didn't even try. Do you ever try? 
Well, I tried last week because I didn't want DV to start yelling at the guest. I, I really <laughs> had to like. But that's what everybody wanted. <laughs> I know, but I I don't want to send apology texts the next day. The, you know that, that that's I don't want to do that. So I had to do it uh, the last three times DV's been on. Um, but um, <laughs> that's all. Yeah, I think this is going to be great. Kitch got a podium. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nichols surprised me. I'm going to tell him straight up. I did not have Colt Nichols getting top 10 at Washougal. First ever 450 National on a bike, uh, uh, on a Cowie borrowed bike from Don Maeda. And with A-Ray's van, which is a lot of bad juju. So I didn't have any of that happening. Good job for Colt Nichols. Uh, and then, of course, Lars and Kiefer. You were at the Alpine Star Ride mm-hmm. Day as well. So we'll get into that um, to talk about that and more. And JT's going to call in about the 2024 fly stuff. So, yeah, plenty to get into tonight. Um Taking your calls over there, holding things down. Uh, he's going to do the t- tweet at talent segment. Not working on my return from motorsport.com. What's wrong? You all right? Oh. No, you, Michael. You all right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Talent Taylor, what's up, bud? What's up, Steve? How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for not going riding with me last week. Thank you for You're welcome. bailing me You're on, welcome. Bailing on that. Thanks for, be- thanks for uh, having me be here when I might be having a baby tonight and Mark's his birthday. It's great. Wow. Oh, here we go. You're such a shitty employer. I know, right? Jesus. <laughs> Listen, Marks, it's fine. I, I know a lot about childbirth and, and contractions are no big deal. I don't I don't need to know about that. You need to tell Talon. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Talon. Uh, <laughs> Marks, what's up? How are you? Hi. Uh, thanks for uh, coming in tonight on your birthday. Nowhere else I'd rather be. Yeah, on, on his birthday. Beautiful Monday night. Yeah. So. Stop filling with that drink. We're going to have to... I'm having problems with my frap. Yeah, get, won't. Put, put your frap away. Uh, no frap. Too much for me. noise. Fine. Uh, frappy Pete is in here. Frappy, so. frappy Mike. Frappy Mike. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, Marks, uh, happy birthday. Thank you. Thanks for all that you do. Much appreciated. Uh, also, uh, thanks to FMIP, Teen Your Citizen. Ooh, is it shirt. Shop Teen Your Citizen? I think it is. It is shopteenyourcitizen.com. Yeah, so I got my shirt. I've been railing against the greats out there. <laughs> and of course, FMIP. Make motocross non-great again. I ordered mine this morning. Did you really? Yes, I did. Uh, this is available at shop.teniorcitizen.com. Oh. Uh, Citizen or there shop. It, there it is. Yep. Which it's one? Citizen.com. Okay. It's available now. Uh, the greats are dumb. Uh, they're in all the motocross. They're not probably going away either, so it doesn't matter. Limited edition shirt, only 222. I talked to a team about this uh, a while ago, and so they told me, like, Oh, we got the Motocross the Nations. We go to the Motocross the Nations, and it's great. And so we're affecting our entire series for three racers. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's how the world works. Unbelievable. Um, always, so, always fixing the problem of the few for the yeah. To, the, the, the vocal the many. minority rules the majority. That's how the world um, works these days. You're, you're absolutely right. Absolutely. Uh, I have a uh, race tech rant tonight that is a little spicy. I may offend some people uh, on here, so please, um, yeah, please be warned. Uh, all right, Washougal. We're gonna talk the ride day and, and more. Uh, I'll start ride day and more, but for now, Washougal. Um, listen, uh, I was. I, I thought. I thought he would lose a moto. I thought this was Chase's really good track. Like we all did. Uh, I thought he would lose a moto. He caught Jet. Great ride. He did look a little uh, out of his comfort zone. Chase Sexton did when he was catching Jet, but he did it. And then, but but Michael, the thing is, is like as uh, this is what I was literally thinking when I was watching it. I'm like, well, this is awesome. He caught Jet, but where's he going to get him? Mm-hmm. Where's he going to get by him? Uh, you know, it's, it's Jet Lawrence. Like he's amazing. And so, yes, this is a great track, but you almost have to pressure Jet into a mistake to get by at Washougal. Yeah. Well, I asked Chase after the race exactly because especially at the end of the second mode, the track had dried out so much, 
anytime either of them would go to make a move. I mean, even Jet, I saw a few more mistakes out of Jet that yeah. I'm used to seeing because the guys were just breaking traction. It is what it is. So I asked, I asked Chase, I'm like, did you have a place planned out? Because all I could think in my head is, where are you going to make this move? And he said he had a couple spots in mind, but he admitted they were going to be Hail Mary attempts. Yeah. He said it wasn't. He, he stopped himself. He goes, I wasn't going to be dirty, but he goes, it was. Mm -hmm. He said I was going to have to yeah. full send it to make it yeah. happen. Jets' uh, early laps are, are great, right? He pulled away both times. He got it by AP. He got by Dylan. Uh, the second start that was red flagged, he got by Dylan really quick. Um, and that was, you know, Chase can't seem to match that early race intensity, um, either moto. And then he has to slowly work it up. But, yeah, well, what are you going to do? Um, so it's tough to do. So Jets' streak continues, man. It, uh, it is amazing. He can clinch it's, at Unadilla. Yep, because he only needs – he needs to finish Unadilla 100 points up on Ferrandis, and mm -hmm. he's, what, 98 right now? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he is, it, that's pretty if much he goes, yeah, 2-1, one, 1-2 one, or whatever, 1-1, one, one, yeah, the, all of it. We'll now, probably now the, get it done. The crazy part, of course, I mean, the perfect season talk started at, like, round two or three for some people, which went that far away, of course. It's like, eh, we'll yeah, see. Right. And then it gets kind of to the middle where it's possible, and there's a part – I don't know. It's like you hear people really start to bring up. You're kind of like, oh, this is stupid. Now that we're down to three, it starts to fall to me more in the actually exciting category. Like regardless of, of what side of the fence you stand on, whether you're a Super Jet supporter or you're a Chase fan or somebody that wants to see him get beat, whatever. It just gets interesting. Now, now that we're in the realm of mm -hmm. real possibility, <clears throat> regardless of outcome, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. Like, of course, I'm on the fence where I, or I'm on the side where I don't I don't think it's going to happen. Maybe it will, maybe it won't, but now it's fun. Now it down. Now it's yeah. on the last six. I'm actually excited sure. to see it happen. To me, getting past Washuga was huge. I am now leaning towards it happening, uh, as opposed to not. <laughs> I think I was probably fifty fifty before Washugo, uh, but the way he rode and 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 held off Chase at one of his. Now Chase is really good at the next three tracks too. Roxon's jumping in also, uh, so there's there's some spiciness being added. But now I'm leaning towards it happening. Yeah, I, I really think he'll do it. So. I'm, I'm still... Let's go 60-40, 55-45, yeah. <laughs> that, that he does it. Dill, Dill is also a good track for Chase, so we'll see. Like I said, Kenny coming back, just anything that can throw a, a difference in this. But, man, it's it's really getting close. Yeah. That's his, what I'm saying. His, now the last three, it's yeah. it's exciting. His starts are so good. That's it, what his blows early our mind. How are is so he... Good. I get it that it's, you know, it's, in a sense, a weaker field. I, I really stand by starts are very confidence-driven because enough mm -hmm. of these guys practice starts. They, they're pretty good at them. It's... I get it, Jet has all the confidence in the world right now, has a good bike setup. I am still kind of mind-blown that he hasn't had one, like, absolute janky start this year. No, no. It's been amazing uh, almost Cause, every, every cause, time. Because let's go back to it. Maybe I have to go back and look at the seasons. Don't get me wrong. Ricky and James in their day were confident. But wasn't wow. that one race that got to tear a 10th like place start? James had to deal with the 800. Yes. So the 800 was pulling him, you know. Yeah. Uh, so there was there was a bit of that, but yeah, you're right. Um, it uh, it's it's incredible. His his drive out of the gate, his, his aggressiveness in the first few turns, all of that. And Chase has not been able to match that early race and stuff. So it's taken him a while. I mean, I rode their bikes, so I understand fully oh, what yeah, is testing, going on. Testing expert. Here. Yes, what is going on. Uh, but uh, yeah, we got. Uh, it's it's. I think it's going to happen now. I, I lean towards it happening. Like I said, I was maybe thinking not, but uh, man, he's so good. Um, not many riders happy with the track. Yeah, I, I mean, Washugo is a tricky one. Not many guys like it, anyways. There's a lot of complaining about Washugo, but I get the sense that it was uh, a little worse prep than normal for the. For, did you did you get that? Well, we heard Chase. Time I heard a couple people complain about the added sand. 
few guys complained to me about like the, the road jump and just a few sections being like really water like water but it dried out really late yeah. and it was weird it was sloppier normal the more but they've been struggling in the pacific northwest with moisture i mean you saw the parking lot it yeah. was a little silt bowl so i don't know if they tried to stay on top of it early and over soaked it in the morning but then it, it i've it seen away. it worse in the morning i thought oh, okay. guys were telling me how bad it was and i'm like dude i've seen this way worse yeah. i thought like they almost have to just soak the shit out of it badly yeah you know but it by the second motos, it's 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 Washugo. It, its character mm-hmm. comes out right. Yeah, and it's still again talking about. I think me and you both had a very similar conversation with Chase, kind of complaining about lack of character in tracks when when you add in sand and different things. Mm-hmm. Shugo really does have one of the most unique vibes on, on the circuit. I was yeah. joke. It feels like you're at a campground. Yeah, it's cool. Dirt's very yeah. different. I love going there and. You know, when I ran run into people that maybe have only been to one national, they'll ask me, hey, where should I go? What national should I go? I'm like, ah, it's easy to say Red Bud, great crowd, yeah, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. For me, Washougal's actually pretty high on the list, yeah, personally speaking. Yeah. I think Hillside or the Canopy, even if it's a hot year, you got good you got good shade. You can see a lot of the track from the right places. Yeah. It, it is very different. And I think it is the best West Coast round from a fan standpoint. You know it is? We get to your Red Buds, your Milvos. Yeah, the fans are crazy. Shugle's got a pretty good yeah. fan base. You can get closer to the track. Some nationals, it feels like they've changed it where you can't get that close mm-hmm. to the edge of the track. I feel like there's a lot of place in Millville you can be right next to it. Yeah. Or yeah. Millville, sorry, Washougal. Washougal. Yeah. Uh, it is not Saturday, but sometimes we have had some epic weather there. The perfect 75-degree day oh, yeah. with a little bit of a breeze and the crowd's going for it crazy and it's so scenic and everything else, right? Like, But I want – like. I want uh, the Nationals to have sand track and to have a maybe crappy hard pack track. Like, uh, crappy hard pack track is too harsh. A a beat up, slippery track like Washugo. Uh, I want. I don't really care about the moon dirt or Paula, but I just want the Nationals to have all sorts of dirt. Right. That's yep. that's kind of what I'm. I think. And so when I hear the guys complaining about Washugo, I'm kind of like, eh. Like I get it, but it's the same for everybody. You know. Yeah. It's kind of how I am. But I did hear a lot of complaints. For sure. Shocker. Dirt bike riders complaining about tracks. I know. And then every dirt was bike. Dylan, was Dylan Ferrandez one of them? And every dirt bike. I didn't talk to Dylan. Uh, but every dirt <laughs> no, bike rider you ask uh, about something, it depends on how they did that day. Yep. They can never give you a non-biased answer. Everything's based upon their results, right? And everything else. So they can never, ever just be like, well, listen, I suck today, but this is generally a, a good track or whatever, you know? Well, so I was going to ask a question, but I know there's no answer since none of us get to interview Jet usually individually, I was going to make the joke of, well, Jet's usually not a big fan of it. Was he after winning? Because mm, yeah. if you do good, usually. Um, no, he. I talked to him about that. I did. I actually had some good conversations with Hunter and Jet. You did on, on, Sunday. Sunday. on Sunday. I talked yeah. to the Hunter for a minute after the race on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. But not nah, it just yeah. went over and bullshit. I was kind of waiting to see how they would be with me riding their bikes, and they were both cool. And we talked a lot about the undefeated streak and and different stuff with. Mm-hmm. And everybody else in the bikes, and and you know what's cool, and I hate to give Kiefer credit here, Chase especially, very interested in what Kiefer had to say about the bikes. I asked Chase on sa- Saturday evening or Sunday morning. I That's said, right. I said, uh, so if, if Steve comes off and says your bike is better than Jets. <laughs> Do you gain confidence? And he looked at me and goes, no, I'll be so much more confused. I said, if Kiefer gets off your bike yeah. and says it's better than Jets, he's like, then I'll, I believe it. <laughs> Listen, you can't even, like, as Kiefer said, and he's right, like, we're riding their bikes and their setup. Like, 
it's not even we can't say which bike is better. Do you know the for, yeah. for 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 which for cuz those guys are riding it the way they ride it. So something I find really interesting with their their bikes like it got talked about on the broadcast a lot last week and when Stu yeah. was talking about how now team bikes are usually very similar because of data mm-hmm. and and development now where maybe back in James and Ricky day you'd have two teammates that actually had pretty different bikes. I mean, we know it from at least from my end when I'm around their tent look at their bikes, I know there is a lot difference in their yeah. packages. I got to overhear you guys talk about a lot. I got to say, those two, this is probably the first time in, what, 10 years we've had two factory guys that have had different suspension, yeah. different suspension yep. components, different chassis, different engine packages. That's yep. pretty unique. Yep. Uh, let's save that for the for the Lars yep. Kiefer talk, but I do want to get into that a little bit. Uh, Hayden Deegan, uh, he, he sets the fastest lap of the... What are you doing? What Are you typing to YouTube people? Yes. No, 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 no. Close the computer. You're Don't. talking. I'm fine. No, no. You're not listening. You're not focused. Close. Come on. No, no. I have to send this. You're good. Okay. Talk. Send it Talk. now. Talk. No, we'll wait. Let me know. Okay. Just focus on me. Never mind the YouTube people. I'll Marks, just look at you. Marks, radio, bro. Marks can handle the YouTube people. Okay. You're not at, You're not answering them and me and all of that. Okay. Focus. Yeah, but they don't. But it's the shit. viewers that matter. <laughs> Marks can deal with it. Okay. Marks has it open. They don't okay. Care. People don't care what I think. Uh, okay. Fastest lap of the day for Hayden Deegan. Uh, absolutely sends it in the second moto. Uh, halfway through that moto, I'm like, ah, he's getting third. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's hot. It's dusty. Cooper, Justin Cooper's up front. Not a guy to, you know, to to to, to give away leads. Uh, and that kid, dude, what a ride. Mm-hmm. Absolutely <laughs> sent it. And uh, that was awesome. 1-1 on the day and, and retro bikes and, you know, all of that. Yeah. Oh, the bikes, the, the gear, bikes. everything. Hey, what is it about Rushugal and Star Yamaha starts? Like, okay. The, a pill, a pill start. But uphill start. Yeah, I mean a little bit. It's a little bit. I but mean a little. Bit. It's a rise. I don't. Know, it's a unique start because again, Harpack. It is a combination of not only power but traction. I mean, good torque off the gate shows. I think that not only do their bikes create great power, mm-hmm. but that it is rideable and controllable because it is very easy to spin out of the yeah. gate against Harpack right off the but, edge. But even dirt starts, facility. they were up there. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Like. They've had those epic photos of every dude coming into the first turn, yeah. like they're and on blue bikes, like back at, and this gonna, and this day, it was great too. A year I ran a race team, one of our bikes got the whole shot. Yeah, two fifty. Bumpy led some laps. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, but but no, star uh, bikes. It, I feel like Thunder Valley and Shugler are the two where you're like, it's going to be all star bikes. It's just uh, it's going to be all star bikes around the first corner. Uh, but De- but Deegan, three points now. Three points, dude. To me, one of the most impressive things at the end of that moto was a how quick he made the pass on Jacob. They were talking about, like, on the broadcast everything. Yeah. Like, he, it's not, you know, they asked even James, like, where's he going to make the move? He's just like, he just needs to make it. And as they're saying, he just needs to make it happen. He literally <laughs> just made it happen yeah. out of nowhere. And then you watch the next lap or two. He was the body, sending it down that The hill, body dude. language of your Jacob and your Hunter, in it gets late in the day at Washington, the yep. rear stepping out a lot. Those guys, whenever it would step out, you'd see the body language kind of collapse, like, oh, no, like it's, yep. it's step out. They're getting a little tired at the end of the moto. I swear for every time I saw the rear end step out for Hayden, the throttle just went a percent deeper into the stop. Like the head got farther over the bars yeah. and the, th- the, el- the throttle went down harder. Yep. No fear. Yeah, he, Nothing. Dude, it's coming down that hill, the, the drop-off, coming out of the back. Mm-hmm. Almost to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, that turn where he got Jacob, like, yeah, just coming On off the of there. Edge, yeah. Off that table. And we rode the next day, like, yeah. off the edge of that table to far, land that far left. And then and it's sweeping. It's, it drops <laughs> away and it's slick. It's almost off camera off the edge. And he just turns right into the inside. Yeah. I don't know if there really much traction. He was kind of sliding coming in. But, that, again, that pass yeah. was amazing. Yeah, it was great. Three points now. 
with three rounds to go. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's going to be great. Look, Hunter's been the best guy. Hunter's got uh, five wins, uh, uh, tons of moto wins. He's the best guy. But you keep giving the yeah. chances and chances, you know? And, and yeah. How do you feel the, the brashness of him after Pony? I personally love it. And it's nothing against Hunter, but like when he gets off and he's basically. Uh, like the interview I did with him, he said that, yeah, Hunter's got to be pretty nervous now. He's the guy that's supposed to win this championship, not a rookie. I, I don't it's, care. It's, I, I find it entertaining. Okay, so I don't care, but it ain't Hunter ain't going there. That's, yeah. not, that's not helping Hunter. That's not helping him. Hunter is not going to be like, oh, my God, he's right. You know what I mean? Like, you just let – Hunter's a I And I would say if anybody – Maybe Lanner's career, the, the, the shit-talking will – work out at some point in his career. I don't think it does, again, anything against Hunter. Yep. I just think the entertainment value, of course, is, is kind of funny yeah. versus the PC um, interviews. It, no, it's just you're fun. right. We actually have a call about that. Let's uh, read this to Chris. Chris, what's up, man? Hey, uh, Steve, questions for you, and, and I'd love to hear uh, ML's thoughts on it as well. But I was just wondering two things. Uh, first is, do you guys feel like there might be a, like a concerted effort from the, the Deacon camp. I don't know if it's like maybe game fans or something, but there's been a lot of talk on the podium lately. Like I'm the only, I'm the only American guy, you know, American guys got to step up and, yeah. and win one for, win one for the U S and um, yeah, I don't know. Just want to yeah. know if you guys thought well, like, I get into it. I get into this with uh, JT and Ouija, my review show that came out today on the racer X review. Um, I don't like it. I don't like it. JT and I disagreed, of course. Uh, I'm a foreigner who's been here longer than I was in Canada. I'm sensitive to this. I feel like he's Hayden, and I think Brian is telling him this, is going to try to divide the fans to not like the Lawrences because they're not American. Like, I don't really like that. Like, the Lawrences, they weren't just born here. They had a long path to get here and a lot of money and a lot of effort. And they're they're the American dream because they sold everything in Australia to go to the GPs and get success and come here, you know, with the ultimate goal of always being here. So if you want to admire anyone for, you know, making it happen, the Lawrences have done that. And they're nice people by all accounts, right? They seem like nice people. Uh, We don't know everybody. But so me as a foreigner, I'm sensitive to Hayden trying to divide uh, the, 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 the fan base into I'm an American and these guys are not. Dude, we, we're all just motocross racers and we're all here chasing a dream. Me as a mechanic, podcaster, those guys as racers. So I'm a little sensitive to that. I kind of agree with you, Chris. Uh, uh, I don't like it. Um, why are we trying to do that? Like, I don't remember RC ever saying he's an American and Chad's not. You know, I don't remember that ever happening. Like, dude, Kenny, Marv, Lawrence's, DV, you know, like they're you know they're great people. They're here chasing a dream, so I didn't like it, yeah. Chris. Yeah, I, I don't like it, but I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, it feels a little WWE to me. Like the next thing yeah. you know, he's going to have a flag that says, you know, proud to be an American, and 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 maybe boo boo the Lawrences. I don't know. Now there was I, I don't, okay, go, there was I USA chance on the podium, it. and there was booze. Jet told me for when they introduced him, like, <clears throat> USA USA. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get that. I'm not saying Hayden's making those fans do that, but that shit doesn't help, you know, when you're doing it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think I, – I wouldn't say – I wouldn't call it xenophobic, but I, I don't have a word. I don't know the word for, like, what it is. It just seems like he's trying to pull 
pull fans away. Well, or, yeah, dude, the kid divide, is. Div- look, he rides with so much heart, and he's awesome to watch, and yeah. he's the next star. Just we'll all cheer for him without that. All the American fans are going to cheer for him without him saying it because of the way he rides and the way he he seems to leave his heart out on the track. And I don't can, can I you know I don't ahead. like him trying to get ahead here by a little bit. Uh, what's the right word by by dividing up the Lawrence brother thing? You know I don't know. What about ML? What do you think? <clears throat> I I understand where C is coming from. I I disagree slightly because. I don't know. From my perspective, I don't look at as at as much as dividing. I, I've seen the Lawrences on the podium at Red Button, and yes, people chant USA. I think everybody's just excited. Like it's, yeah. it's a patriot. It's, it's a country July of patriotism. 4th. It's, well, it's July 4th it is weekend. What it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's just coming off of again. Hayden has. You talk about like we think of it as core racers. Hey, if you just put your heart out on the track, blah blah blah. This kid has a different type of fan base for being brash and the way he's been on youtube the way he's been growing up he has a different type of fan base i think he's owning staying i think he is staying true to that in a way i i'm not I gotta, against i gotta do it for the american, the american I, anybody's also like, what, you're what? also pick at one point though he'll also stay up there i'm the only kid in the class because again hunter yeah. rj the guys That's of eight. Fine. but uh, he's just own uh, he's just running his program i don't i i get where you're coming from again i do I don't take it as malicious against the Lawrences. I just take it as the kid is trying to feed off the, I'm the kid, I'm the American, I'm here to do it for American Motocross. I'm a bit of a patriot. It's like I like the patriotism side. Yes, can it be a little bit overkill sometimes? I'm not going to say I'm standing but up there like, yeah. Do, do we but, hear the other racers talking about being American, Justin Cooper or you know, or anything? Uh, maybe like, they should, and then maybe they should go beat them then. Maybe Justin should go beat uh, Hunter and Jen, do it then. I mean, but they don't. They have and they don't. Yeah, so that's, what, that's their okay, choice. So, in like, I think if you're Brian, you need to be aware that that is stoking the divide, and perhaps turning it against the Lawrences. Okay, like, 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 yes, he's not saying, "Hey, screw the Lawrences." He's not saying that, but by saying, "I'm the American, I'm doing it for the Americans," you know what I mean? All this, what you're doing is you should know that you're gonna turn some people against the Lawrences. And why do you want to why do you want to excel and get more fans by turning it against the foreigners? Why why do you need to do that? Like the kid's already awesome. Yeah. Verbal you know? so question and I'm not defending but again yeah. wasn't was it Jet that was on the podium this weekend with an Australian flag over his back? Yeah, some fans sure. gave it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So be pa- be a patriot of your country. The Aussies can talk about being Aussies and coming over and doing sure. great like you said selling everything. That narrative, that narrative's been sold with them and it's awesome for them. And I run into a bunch of Aussies that go over the top about them beating Americans. That is awesome. They have earned that right. Those uh, those boys, their family has done everything to be here, and they have earned that right to run that narrative if they want to. I don't care. I think it's awesome. And I think at the same time, if a kid from America can come and be him, I like patriotism in sport. I do agree with your sense. It can get both, but I think it goes both ways. Like, I know plenty of Aussies who have wore me out over it as well. Well, okay. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I mean, I think there's a difference between being proud and then being in your home country and knowing that you're playing to the crowd yeah. and you're going to turn it against another people. Like, yeah. like if you're a foreigner in a strange land, you know, and you won or you did something really cool, then that's kind of neat to to celebrate that if you have yeah. some other people there from your country. But when you're in your home country, I think it's a little different because you know people are just going to get revved up about that. So you're just sad there's not a Canadian down here. Well, I am sad about that for sure. But I don't know, man. I look again like he's awesome. Just 
I like that part of it. And I don't know why you'd want to to get people maybe chanting USA at the Lawrences uh, over and like over. I said, over. I think they already do it naturally. It's American Motocross. Like I said, I, I, I get, again, your point. My last part is I yeah. don't personally feel like it comes from a malicious standpoint, but like anything, it can be taken the wrong way. Some people are going to take it out of context. Some people are going to take it wrong. I know, but if no you're, uh, to me, yeah. if you're Brian, you got to know that people are going to take it the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like, hey, let's – like, if we start yelling about the Americans, then th there's going to be people that are going to really get on the Lawrences. And well, this, I, I, I don't this know. falls to what we were talking about earlier is the minority thing. Like, do you play to the minority or the majority? The majority of people that can take it and, and just enjoy it? Or do you, you have to make yeah. all your decisions based on the minority well, okay. of a couple drunk fans that are going to be assholes about it? Okay, fair enough. Uh, thanks, Chris. I got – Steve, I got one, one more small thing. Just, yeah. like, time – real quick. Do you, do you feel like – so if, if that was like a concerted, intentional thing to uh, gain fans or... Well, it or is. It is, for sure. Brian, Brian is... I would bet any money that Brian's like, hey, man, lean, tell him how you're, you're the American kid going after these... You know, tell him you're American. Tell him, you know, Brian is saying this. Yeah. If, if so, do you, do you think the, like, mentioning Andrew Tate, uh, somebody who's been uh held in uh romania on uh, yeah i i i, uh, I that was bizarre yeah that was yeah. bizarre i don't get that i don't know that guy's following and the the case exactly outside of just generally following it that was bizarre uh i don't yeah. know where that came from and that's weird to me but i guess Human to each trafficking yeah yeah no i know i i don't know man dude maybe he doesn't know that or i i have no idea that was very strange yep so, okay. Yeah, right. that's it. Yeah. I just wanted your thoughts. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Th Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Tyler's on three. Tyler, what's up, man? Hey, I just had a quick, uh, a quick thing. I listened to the review pod. I think it's a lot more simpler than we're making it out to be. I think it's just, uh, first of all, just being patriotic. And second of all, anybody who perceives themselves as elite in sports talks shit, right? So it's not, I don't think it has to be anything more than just talking shit about how good that you're doing. But okay, that's fine. That's but do you take. see? I, do, did you see Ricky say this about about Chad? Did you see other racers say this about Ken Roxon? Like I beat the German. Well, he, I'm the American. I'm beating the German. Like it, Hayden, to me, seems to be well, the first oh, guy well, to really it, point this out to, about foreign competitors. The other, well, here's the other thing that I was going to bring up is I don't remember him saying anything about the Lawrences specifically, and how many other nationalities are racing in the motocross. And we've got Spaniards, we've got um, French guys, we've got all kinds of people, right? Dylan Fernandez, Marvin Muscon, all these guys yeah, yeah, no, used to get booed all the time. Well, I, I, would, so, I would say they don't get booed all the time, but certain times, yes. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah fair point, fair point. Yeah. But my, my point is just that I think that we're taking this a little too far because I didn't see anything him singling out the Lawrences. So to be well, drilling what, this down. What do you think he's talking about? He's like, it's good to have an American on top because uh, the Australian's been winning. Sure. I mean, of course he's singling out the, 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 his main competitor but, for the title, who's Australian. I mean, that's. Do you think if Vial was if Vial was winning, like he wouldn't be saying the same thing? Yeah, he would be. My point is, any foreigner, any anybody, yeah, he'd be saying right. the same thing. Yeah, right, so because he's because he's patriotic. Um, I okay, think but that, that, that's... that foreigners do the same thing when we're there. I mean, anybody who's elite in their sport talks. Can you, point point out, point. can you point out any foreigner that has said it's great to beat the American here today or anything else? Like, I, I, can you, can you, tell you me, watch, give me an example? I mean, 
soccer, baseball, football, basketball. I I mean, anytime these guys go into international EuroLeague, anytime these go yeah, but you're you're representing sports. your country at that point. You're, it's a country versus country thing. That's different. That's a you're literally representing your country at a, at a worldwide event. Of course you're going to do that. Okay. Of course you're going to be stoked I, on that. I, I mean, I I think when there's a bunch of international people, even in the same sport, even in the same country, they're still ultimately representing their country. I mean, Chad's a perfect example of someone who has been very vocal about representing his country his entire career. Did he well, yes, say I... those specific types of things? No, but still. Okay, he's very well, vocal that's, about... that's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's all. So anyway, my point, my, my original reason I called is because you and Kiefer had an opportunity to ride the HRC bikes. One thing that I've noticed over the year, and listening to Chase, specifically at Southwick, He's talked about how he hasn't been able to get drive. Um, he was slow up the hills. He was slow in the sand section, the rollers um, at Millville. Couldn't get, didn't get around jet. So my question to you is, how much of a difference, when we're, when we're playing a game of ounces in titanium bolts, what's the difference in weight between Chase and um, jet. jet? And why is that a contributing factor? Because I think, especially with what you said on the review show about how that friendly and semi-soft jet suspension is, that would make more sense as why he's been able to connect to the ground and get more drive and stay on top of things and make it through a lot easier where if Chase weighs 15 well, pounds yeah. more when you're playing a game of pounds, it also, it also depends on th- riding style, throttle control, all that sure. stuff, right? Yeah, like yeah. you can see the jet's smoother than Chase. Yeah, I'll say the know? comfort level he's talking about is not down to, oh, they had to set it up because Chase was 15 pounds more. That's not why yeah. Chase's bike tracks the way it does. That's a personal decision on what Chase is looking for out of suspension. It, it's Chase, like I said, you could throw them on each other's bikes and it's not. Yeah, it's it's not down to just the weight difference that that setting is working like that. Yep, there is there is something to it though. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. See you. Thank you. All right, let's get to our first guest here of the night. Uh, brought to you by Renegade Racing Fuels. Um, it's great to have them calling in. Sorry, brought to you by Weisco. Weisco Pistons uh, bringing you our uh, our next guest, uh, first guest of the night. He is somewhere in a river in Washougal, Washington, but he got a podium this weekend. Levi Kitchen, what's up, man? How are you? Good. How are you? How's the service? Is it all right? Can we talk this? Can we figure this out or no? I mean, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. You're good now. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh. Uh oh. Oh, there we I'm go. A, uh, oh, th- okay. Are you on a river like right now? Yeah. No, I'm, I've been fishing all day pretty much. Oh, that's awesome. Catch anything? Yeah, we've got we've got a few. It's okay. fi- sun's finally coming out now. We got a little bit of rain, so. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, uh but yeah okay good good to hear um hey so podium uh in a moto at washugo uh, in front of your homies that must have been cool how was that yeah it was uh i mean it was it was pretty good i'm just bummed you know obviously i expect a little bit more sometimes um mm-hmm. especially there but you know i tried to ride the track like how i i used to when i was you know a little younger and it <laughs> It's a little different for the Nationals, so um, I don't know. I was happy with the second moto, mm-hmm. but, you know, overall still not super, super happy. I was stoked on my starts, though. I mean, yes. two pretty good starts for me was was uh, was awesome. So, And I feel like even going back moto, I had, you know, a faster, so I think they're, they're coming around. Did you do anything different? A, yeah. Did you Have you worked on it? Did you change any maps or anything? Uh, no, I just... Finally, I've kind of 
came to the conclusion it's all mental for me because, like, Supercross, <laughs> I was confident. Yeah. And I was getting good starts, and then I kind of lost my confidence. So it's back. I, I feel pretty good about him. Yeah, one of my questions for you is that, yeah, like, uh, you seem start-dependent this year outdoors. Like, uh, you know, you're, you're not going to rip through the pack necessarily, uh, but if you get your starts, you can get on the box or win, right? Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's so – your starts are so key for you. Yeah, and I think – I mean, maybe Hunter, but other than that, I just I think the class is so fast right now. You don't really sure. see anybody. Um, I know Joe had a good one at, at Colorado coming through, but um, for the most part, I mean, it's it's just I don't know something about it's hard and the tracks we've been going to lately. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate saying one line like I so many people <laughs> say, it, but it really, it is. It's kind of it's pretty hard to pass with some of these, yeah. um, especially two fifties, so, right? That, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, no, and like that first one at Washougal. I mean, I was in a a freight train from second to seventh or something, and then I had a a little problem and and went back away, so lost some time. But uh, yeah, there was just nothing I could do. Every time I'd go to pass pass uh, Hammaker, I'd you know then I got passed by somebody else. So. My uh, my buddy Joey was standing in the corner that you had a little problem. He said it sounded like there was a bunch of squirrels in your in your bike, and and he was surprised that you kept going because it was sounded like some so he, hardcore. So he heard it. Yeah, he heard it. Yeah. Okay, I wonder because I, you know, you always want to like, you think you're going crazy sometimes, and you know how people can sometimes not believe you or what whatever is going yeah. on. But I was yeah, it was weird, and it it uh it scared me for for a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and I was scared it was gonna maybe malfunction on a jump or something. So it was hard just mentally to, to yeah. kind of recover from that. But luckily, you know, team did a good job. They got, got a new motor in there for the second one, and it was, it was all good. Well, so. judging by what my buddy said, they're going to find some, some metal in the bottom of that <laughs> transmission, I think. so. Yeah, I would, I would think so. <laughs> it's odd that it got back and worked okay, though. That's odd, you know? so That's the weird part. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was weird. Because Michael, you know, like even so, you break some dogs off, you chip yeah. some dogs, all that, but they don't—they usually come back up. Yes, you know, and this didn't. So there, there's nothing worse than a little part coming around, floating around, tearing sun up, other than like what he ran into. If you hear something kind of chip and makes a noise, yeah, but then it goes away, and you're like, oh, okay, maybe I hear something. Then you split it later, and you're like, oh my god, yeah. this is almost bad. Yeah, <laughs> shit everywhere. Yeah, it was uh, it was a uh, gnarly. To, to my buddy said it was like you could totally hear it, just <laughs> and, and, and you know, so. Yeah, it, it was for real, Kitch. Uh, how is <laughs> yeah. how how is Kitch nickname doing? How are we doing on that? Well, you're doing great on it. D- yeah, are the fa- really, are really. the fans doing great on it or no? Uh, yeah, I mean more than I would have you know liked, but it is what it is. Do you want me to stop doing Kitch, or do you want do you want me to just go back to Chef? No, I think any publicity is good publicity. You know, that's my motto. Okay, <laughs> all right, fan of people, man yeah. of the media. Yeah, man, man of the media. Exactly, that's oh, exactly yeah. right. Um, yeah, good job in the second moto, man. Uh, Hunter got up to you, and uh, man, you like you said to me after the race, you dug deep, pulled it out, um, um, and you did. So good job on that. Like that dude's been crushing it right all all uh, all summer long. So that had to make you feel good. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I was happy to, you know, I didn't know who, I thought it was actually Joe behind me, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, once he got there, you know, like, well, I don't want to let this guy by. So um, yeah, hung in there and was able to hold him off and was pretty excited about that.
were you look you're 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 a kid so you don't get it how'd you what'd you think though of the retro look how were you about all that stuff oh i thought it was sick did you yeah. okay all right i mean i yeah. never i never thought i mean it's cool that they did it i don't those colors i'm surprised they ever were on a dirt bike I mean, <laughs> we had but, a weird time in the in the mid early yeah, 90s the yeah. cowies and the yamahas yeah. you look at that era you're yeah. like wait what this came life? like this what's that yeah, what was life like then? It, dude, you should see the Suzuki's. Go, go <laughs> Zebra Google. Stripes. Google a 92 RM 125. Like, go look at that thing. Like, I don't know what was, was going the, on. Like you just said, it was like white and uh, yellow. And, yeah, and uh, pink and gray and every, and yellow and, yeah, everything. Yeah. So, um, are you there? Did we lose you? Yeah, I'm there. Okay, all me? right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Levi Kitchen brought to you by Weisco, by the way. Two-stroke and four-stroke pistons. Honda HRC partnering with Weisco, and uh, they've been doing a great job all year long. There's a Pulp 23 is the code to save at Weisco. They've been manufacturing pistons right in the USA for over 80 years. Over 80 years. Um, and all over the HRC bikes, they're dominating. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, I had a Levi question, yep. actually. So being from SoCal, I'm near Glen Helen. I run into people all over the world like, oh, Glen Helen, you must love going there. And then I go on a rant about Glen Helen and what it's actually like during the week. Uh, talking about how different yeah. tracks can be national day versus normal. We all look at Washougal. We see a pretty hard pack. Okay, how could it be that much different on practice day, being that you were born and raised there? When you talk about Washougal being different, like what, what is different? The layout, prep, like what, what stands out to you that, I don't know, even though you have some sort of hometown advantage, is it also different enough? Sometimes you're like, this is not even the track I grew up riding. Yeah, I mean, Steve probably can vouch for me. He wrote it the other day, but um, no, Michael wrote it too. Michael was Michael was busting up motor. Oh, okay. there, was, there was no lines the day we wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there, that's that's a good example. Like for a, a local weekend, it's pretty like. I mean, there's there's some chop, but no like big bumps, and it's uh, especially honestly the lines in the way are better. Like. I felt like this weekend we got a lot of hooks in them, and everybody just pushed to every wall. Mm-hmm. Um, where on a normal weekend, like, you know, between the vets and the, some of the, you know, sea riders and stuff, they mm-hmm. actually, as crazy as it sounds, they kind of hold their line somewhat. So, like, there'll be <laughs> multiple lines that all kind of come out, um, you know, in the in the right area where I felt like for the race it was like you would come into the turn inside, but no matter what, you were going to hit that wall on the outside. So, yeah. Um, then you try to t- turn underneath it, and it just it wouldn't work. Sure. Also, but, I was going to say, I love uh, how uh, peaky the road jump was this year. It actually kind of freaked me out when we rode it the next day, the first lap I hit it. Oh, I was yeah. Like, what the heck? That jump's fun, though. Yeah, says you. <laughs> uh, it, was, it, was, it was peakier than I remember, for sure, uh, watching it on TV and then riding it. You know what I mean? I yeah. was like, holy shit. I so. rode it a couple years ago for something. I think I hit it first. Like, it was way yeah. more of just like a, a mellow up. I came up to this. I even went during race day. I remember I walked over there. And I was like, I don't remember it being quite like this. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, Levi, um, also, uh, what are you going to do on this break? You're going to kind of enjoy yourself. You're fishing now, but like, you're going to take a little bit of time off and recharge for the last three? Um, kind of, I get I get a fish today and that I uh tomorrow night, so hopefully that goes through you know, fights have been. And then um do a little bit Wednesday, maybe ride Thursday, Friday and then back to it. Yeah. Yeah. I get, think that's get back that's into the, the grind. Um, hey, man, really good yep. weekend for the team. Hayden, uh, Cooper, you get the podium in second moto. Um, yeah, really yep. good moto for the, uh, good weekend for the team. 
Yeah, no, I I thought so. I was pretty stoked that second one. Obviously, both the boys did good. First one too. I think mm-hmm. they went one and three. So, wish I could have been been up there with them in that first one. But um, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, so I was, you know, that was cool to. I mean, I guess it's not super cool to see Hayden win, but at least it's a teammate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I'd rather win, but yeah. he did a great job. He he Riding. sends it. He sends it. Phenomenal. He sends it, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah. It, it, he came up on me, and I was like, I hear a star bike. <laughs> I was like, the only one left is Hayden, and he blew my doors. You're like, oh, uh, here it goes. But, yeah. I never thought about that. Everybody else, our other teams, because Starbike is so familiar to hear. If you're on A or team, you probably hear one coming. Like, damn it, it'd be funny to be on the same team and go, damn it, that's one of ours too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I knew, I knew. But um, yeah, man, he he was he was riding good, and um, he had some pretty cool lines too. That even myself, who's a local, did. Oh, really? Huh? Take, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What specifically? What tell us uh, anything specific? Specific standout? Um, like you go up Horsepower Hill, you go left, mm-hmm. a few rollers, you drop down. Yeah. The first one there. Yep. He was just ripping like that outside wall. I never used that. Okay. Ever. Yep. Um. And then what else? S turns at the bottom of the hill. Okay. Inside yep. and then kind of out rather well, like I've always just been tight yeah. like inside 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 right yeah. Yeah, um, man, he was even going outside before the sometimes. Really? Was supply- uh-huh. he, had, he had some good. I was surprised, like where he where he got Jay Coop when you dropped down the hill to the table there. Yeah. How far wide he was off the table, but still made the inside like the lap he he did past Jay Coop. Like I said, that's so slick where you land. There's not a lot of traction. They, they were you guys were going oh, to the yeah. left. You guys were going to the left of the banners there or the stakes. I think right. <laughs> like it looked like it. Right. Uh, where at? The, the drop the, down uh, bef- after the, the turns, after the S turns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's what threw me off. Like, he came by me, and he kept getting super close to me at the beginning, and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? So I went out there, and then, yeah, it was pretty much on the, you know, fire yeah. truck road. But, I mean, yep. what can you do? That's, it was yeah. a good line. Yeah, yeah, run it. Yeah, I know. I mean, everybody else is using it, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. Once, once you see them do it, you're like, all right, well, <laughs> if I want to keep up. I, I got to do it. I think it was 450 class. I saw Har- it was either Harlan or McElrath one lap tried to do it, but they almost got got where it was slick and squirt, and they literally just rode the fire road all the way to the oh, corner. They did? It didn't look like it was on purpose. <laughs> like they went off the table golf squirrely and they landed. They had a group of guys next and they just looked over and was like, yeah, I'm just going to stay on this for a second. <laughs> yeah. Hotline. Yeah. Uh, Levi Kitchen on the show brought to you by the folks at Wisco. Uh, Weisco offers a race-proven components for the rest of your engine as well. Garage Buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite Series connecting rods, Pulp 23 is the code to save. Levi, is your dad around? Is, is he next to you? Yeah, he's right here fishing. Let me. Uh, can we talk to him? Yeah, here you go. All right. <laughs> what's up, Steve? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Good. Good. Michael Lindsay's here with us. Uh, hey, just I wanted to bring you on. Sweet truck, dude. You you drove this, oh, this F two fifty into the pits. It was like a uh, an immaculate, like seventy eight or something. Uh, that thing's awesome, dude. Seventy seven and a half. Seventy seven and a half. Michael, no, I let first, Levi hey. drive it down there, and I, I didn't know he was going to park it right in front of the semi. First, <laughs> first photo. 
I took on Friday yeah. was I run over going to the Yamaha thing. I saw Levi pull up and I'm like, hey, hey, stand in front of the truck. Oh, yeah. First photo I took yeah. all day Friday. Yeah. <laughs> that thing's sweet, man. Did oh, you restore cool. it or did you find like, did you uh, find it? I had a friend. It, it was pretty close to being done when I bought it. And then I just had a guy kind of touch it up and do some work. But uh, I've had a lot of those trucks over the years. And that uh, I, I love those old Fords. Yeah. Yeah. It looked pretty cool. It reminded me of like. Uh, yeah, just like the Fall Guy TV show or something dumb like that, where I'm like, that thing's awesome. That's great. Yeah, cool. I appreciate it. Um, also, hey, so I got a question. I was wondering, I was asking, uh, just after we talked to you and your wife uh, on Friday, we were talking about you guys uh-huh. living there. Like, when, when, when did you discover this trail to Washougal Racetrack? Is that why you moved there? Or were you not no. into dirt bikes and then you found this trail and the Huffmans let you drive the trail no the my whole family we kind of surround the track there i grew up next to the track and oh okay um so my wife and i we went to high school together and uh we bought property just above the track out of high school and so when levi was four he started riding and racing and uh, it was just there was a, tra- a trail down to the track and made it easy were you into moto and that's why you bought oh the- yeah okay so you were always in the moto yeah. i didn't get that okay yep yeah, pretty much everybody around that track, Steve, is in the moto. <laughs> okay. If you're not in the moto, yeah, it's it's just the way it is. And so could you jump on it when Levi was a kid and you and you were riding too, I assume? Could you ride the trail and jump on the track whenever oh, yeah. you wanted to? Yeah, we, we could ride it, but when that track's not prepped, it's not real great. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then you know what the weather's like up there. If, yeah. You know, snow and rain. Yeah. So yeah Mar- the we, Martins, we didn't ride uh, a lot. The Martins say the same thing. They live at Millville, and Bo- Jeremy and Alex are like, dude, you don't want to ride this place in the middle of, you know, June when it hasn't been touched, you know? So I've hurt myself more riding down there on an unprepped day than full-out racing. <laughs> it, it's just, it's marbly and, and yeah, yeah it, it's not fun. Okay. It, it kind of fits to me how every national track, again, being near GH, yeah. I, I meet people around the world. Oh, my God, you must ride every week. No, bro. I hate it on Thursday. I'm going to die. Yeah. I have friends. I remember first time I went to Bud's Creek for a, a bike launch. I told a couple buddies in there. I'm so excited. They're like, oh, I hope it's good because it sucks when we ride it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that's – yeah, people don't understand that, I guess, right? It takes a yeah, lot yeah. of work to get any – even the best tracks. It takes a good amount of work to get them looking how they do on yeah. race day. Yeah. So what – It does. Yeah. What year – what, what are we talking about when, when, like, what years are this? Are you living there? Like when, when Levi's born? So I started racing. So you know Jason McCormick, yeah. Ryan Huffman, yeah. and all those guys. So I started racing a little bit after them, but I'm their same age. So it was like '88. Okay. Larry Ward was was, uh, I think, amateur pro right then, just yeah. ready to turn pro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right in that era. Danny Olvin. Oh yeah, Holvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those guys. That's that's fast class yep. up there. That around that time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of good so, racers. I don't even know what you do for a living. Maybe you're retired. I don't know. So how? Do you, so this is another question I had. How yep. do you live up there by the track? And it's it's up on above the track, kind of like not far. How do you live there? And then where do you go to? Like, do you have to do a commute into work for a long time? Or I don't even know your financial situation or your job situation. But that to me, like that windy road and, and up and like driving that every day. I don't know, man nuts so i'm an electrical contractor okay um, you know before i did that i got my journeyman license as an electrician and mm-hmm. yeah i'd commute into portland and hillsborough oh, and 
Wow. It's a bit of a commute, but if you can imagine coming home after work, coming up that river, it's, oh, relax. it's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not too bad. I guess. I guess. I, but I think about that commute, or I'm like, every day you're driving I, in and driving out. I feel out. like I would, be, I would be tempted after a really just maybe shitty day or something, just pull over beside the road and go sit in the creek for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> if I, I'm just yeah. Relax. Well, I'd have a fishing pole in my truck, and yeah, I'd Dialed. have a fishing or... Right. Yeah, it, it's nice. I guess you know what. Like I said, the commute would suck, but it is it is God's country up there, man. So yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. this time of year, you can't beat the Pacific Northwest. It's gorgeous. Hey, yeah. I, I think on our drive back to the airport, I heard Steve two or three times yesterday being like, "I could live here. Yeah, yeah. I want to live here." I, yeah. I, well, I worked for Birdwell. Remember Ty Birdwell? I, I know him. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I worked for Birdwell for for a, a year and a half, two years, ninety seven and ninety eight as his mechanic. And okay, Birdwell during the Nationals would quote unquote hurt a knee so he could go we he would, we would go hang out in Astoria he lived in Astoria for for a few weeks I guarantee you his knee was fine he just didn't he was over the nationals <laughs> right and right. I have the greatest memories of Astoria in the summer like the beach is right there they, they were they were well off their house was beautiful and the beach was right there and the weather and the coffee huts and then just hanging out, like, dude, it's like you said, it's beautiful. I loved it. It's gorgeous. Yeah. But the other nine months, it's socked in with fog and <laughs> damp. Yeah. Right. What did you think of yeah. your kids standing on the podium at Washu? It was good. Yeah. It was good. The, the first moto was a bit of a bummer going backwards like you did. But uh, yeah. the two good starts were the good takeaways for the weekend. So I, I was happy with that. I know. Maybe his starts are back because Millville wasn't bad either, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. Oh, okay, and wh- and where are we at with the Kitsch nickname? So I was going to tell you, I, I didn't get time to on Saturday. Uh-huh. So my family's from Canada. The Kitchen side is from oh, Canada. I don't think I knew yeah, that. Yeah, Calgary, and uh, I got some up in BC. But oh, okay. uh, a few of my relatives, they, <laughs> their nicknames are Kitchy. Kitchy. So oh. you're not far <laughs> off. Oh, Kitchy. Steve's so excited. Yeah, Le- I don't think <laughs> Levi digs it. I'm just going to keep using it. But I don't think so either. No. no. <laughs> I mean, the chef is good. Love the chef. It's great. But, you know, yeah. Kitchy. Oh. Yeah, and I've even caught myself now. Steve's calling him Kitch. Yeah, oh. I got to work on that. Oh, I love it. Oh, fantastic. Keep that up, please. Yeah. I, I absolutely <laughs> love that. Uh, well, hey, thanks for call. Thanks for the time tonight on the show. Uh, we'll just let you go because you guys are fishing, and we'll we'll just go. So tell Levi thanks okay. too. Yeah, <laughs> you bet. Yeah. All right. Talk to you later, man. Uh, all right. Take care, you guys. All right. See you. Have, all right. Have you ever ended an interview with a writer's dad? You have swatched. Yeah. Tell the yeah, kid. Yeah, tell yeah, you yeah. Yeah. The phone service wasn't that hey, good. Who, who has Why'd worse? the phone service get better when his dad got on the line? Who has worse phone service, Weege or them? Well, they're on the river fishing, so so they have yeah, an excuse. Yeah. Weege never has an excuse. He's just Weege. I forgot his name. What's, 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 what's Kitch's dad's name? I've never read him. I don't. Oh, know. he's a rad dude. He is rad. I, I talked to him for a minute. Mo- the the mom's thing, name is I... the mom's name is Sarah. Dad's name? Anybody know? I forget. He's a, he's awesome. He's a good dude. <laughs> they're like they're like normal. Paul. Paul. Okay. They're like normal parents. Yell at me for having yeah. a laptop in front of me and look what yeah. I do for you. Uh, Michael Lindsay here. Uh, by the way, Kitch, Kitchy. Brought to you by Wisco. Pulp 23 is the code to save with Wisco. Uh, also, uh, Michael Lindsay brought to you by the folks at EVS. Uh, love the guys at EVS. What do you, you ever use anything from EVS? Um, I had to use the – after I dislocated my shoulder one year, it was kind of loose. I used the – like a lot of guys do the shoulder strap. Yeah, the shoulder those, brace. Uh, those are a popular one. You'll see guys that, you know, riders, even if they don't say they're injured, everybody's always got something nag, and you'll yep. see a dude pull jersey yeah. off. Oh, look, oh, EVS yeah. shoulder strap. He's got somebody, a shoulder strap, yeah. <laughs> somebody ate, ate it recently. EVS Sports, uh, Pulp 30 is the code to save, evs-sports.com. 
Uh, athletes, that's RJ Hampshire. You can believe RJ Hampshire uses a protective wear from EVS. He does, yes. <laughs> Kyle Chisholm, Axel Hodges, Pastrana, all wear EVS when they race, ride, or whatever Travis decides to do that day. Pulp 30 is the code to save on anything from knee pads to shoulder braces. EVS Sports. We are protection. Michael Lindsay from Vital MX. I need a full report later on the show about Dark. Oh, yeah, one, one year into his uh, adventure as a full-time yeah, media so guy. I want to talk to you about Dark and everything else. We got nine ninety nine from Ryan Dick. on YouTube. Dick. Uh, Ryan says, with rumors that Chase is moving on, does Honda Chase continue development of the bike during the break, or do they both agree they're good? You don't know. They're, they're continuing the test. Yep. Uh, yeah, they've got some be, stuff lined up. I know when I talked to him after the race, I kind of picked him like, okay, you ran, yep. you ran the brace from the Supercross, and then we go outdoors, and Jet has it, because Jet yeah. had never had it on the 250. Yep. I'm like, you're back on the normal frame. Yep. And... I, I, Wait, I let's get into this later on. Ah, okay. Because this is good it's, talk it's with, a small one about, yeah, with okay, Kiefer and, and, and yeah, yeah. But no, they're going to they're yeah. going to keep testing. Yeah, I think they're, he's going to try that again right. in this break. Uh, Sport and Wood gave us 1999 Happy Birthday, Marks. Uh, Morgan gave us 499 and said, "Make sure Marks gets the 50 bucks. He will not." Morgan, I will be invoicing you for these. Uh, Sean Anderson gave us some money on YouTube. Thank you for that. Uh, Anthony's on five. Anthony, you have a race tech rant? Yeah. Um, I'm sorry people in the background talking um so the post race uh race post press conference however you want to say yeah it, yep who, like who who is in charge like these, these <laughs> days because these questions are very out of the ordinary if you know what i'm talking about so, no, somebody called jason uh, daddy daddy yeah because that yeah somebody yeah. oh because he had the kid because he's a dad but it was you know <laughs> Daddy? Like, is that, uh, what was it? I think, like, two, I don't know, two races ago, he asked Hayden, how is it? Someone asked. Yeah. I, that, yeah. Oh, Beaver. Asked, yeah. No, I, that one wasn't great. I get it. Well, here's the thing. So, the press, we're trying to find a balance, MX Sports and, and the media and everything else. Um, the We're trying to get rider interviews. The press conference, if you're in the media like Michael and I, and if something happens mm-hmm. in the press conference, we can always go back and watch them, right? So during the press conferences, the most of the media that's there every week is running around talking to tuck guys, and there's a media corral. So that's where we are. I mean, Michael, when's the last time you watched the press or sat in a press conference? Supercross, I did when I had Dark or or Lewis at the race. Yeah. I would participate virtually. I always have somebody yeah. rotate. But if I'm at a race, yeah, no, like outdoors, I'm out getting right. interviews. So that's how we get our podcast. Not all the main media guys are in the press conference watching it. You know. That makes sense. I mean, Steve, you can always sell your soul like JT and Weech. Yeah, yeah, I could. I, I'm just, I refuse to do that. But those guys are sellouts, and that's what happens. Uh, thanks, man. Thank you for the call. Uh-huh. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Sam's uh, on the line. Sam, what's up, man? Hey, man. ML, Steve. Yep. A quick one on um, Deegan and um, as an international leaguer, uh, listener and watcher of the, of the, um, the motocross. I don't know. It just kind of leaves like a cheap taste in your mouth, the stuff that he says on the podium about, you know, American stuff. As an Australian, um, you know, we embrace, and I guess the rest of the world embraces um, the American riders coming across to places like MX, uh, OzX Open and I'm sure Bercy and whatnot. Like, we want the Americans to come over and give, give our guys a hard time. We want to see that good racing. And I feel like the Lawrences are bringing that, to America, you know, not only just with the racing, but also they're bringing so much to the sport with the development of riding, development of bikes, um, you know, developing products and, and being the face of products. Like, I don't know, I just think it's a really cheap way to 
kind of well, yeah, it strikes into someone. It strikes me as a WWE thing. You know what I mean? And and, and I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm a foreigner, so I I'm like you. Like I see that side. Michael, you know, American here, born and ra- born here, and everything. Uh, uh, he's got a little, slightly different opinion. JT does too. Um, I don't know. I don't want to focus too much on this because the kid's awesome and he rode great. I just I kind of don't get it. I don't get it. Like why? Because you're gonna get fans to sort of rain down. Deegan fans are gonna rain down booze on on Hunter, right? Because he yeah. he has commanded them to. So, I don't know. Like, why do that? Hunter's cool. Like, you know, he's a great racer. Um, Jet's cool. Like, you know, the family, they literally found me, sold everything to come here, right? They're the epitome of the American dream to me, but but I don't know. So, uh, again, you don't I see think, other I, racers I, doing that, so it's weird. Yeah, yeah, just very odd, yeah. And just, just I think it's just, it's distasteful. I think it's, like, probably the best. Like, yeah, yeah. just sums it up yeah. well. Well, yeah. I mean, but anyway. yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks, man. Peace. Bye. I, yeah, I, just, I don't want to dwell on this too long, you know, but um, all right. What else we got? Uh, all right. Uh, Depwig. What's up, bud? Depwig. That's that's what I got here. Hey, Steve. Yeah, what's up? Um, three laps and not. Uh, oh, you're breaking up. You want to know why the riders don't do – You want to know why they don't do three laps? And- yeah. You're breaking up. We gotta let you go. They don't do victory laps anymore because of TV. They gotta get yeah. going. They gotta get back to TV. They ASAP. literally tell them on the gate if you if you win, yeah. go straight to the podium. Yeah, they, the, the the days of Bradshaw with the checkers and riding around the jumps and that's that doesn't happen anymore. You know, so uh, it's all it's all for TV. So yeah, no more. Uh, Cordell has an interesting question. What's up, Cordell? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. What's your question? Um, I have a question as far as. Uh, you know, just what both of your guys' thoughts are on uh, Austin Forkner. Um, you know, he had that bad starting gate crash on uh, in Supercross, took mm-hmm. out his knee there, and now uh, same thing, second week back into it. Uh, yeah. Has a crash on the start, bangs up the side of him. But uh, yeah, that willpower to just get back up and come 21st is pretty awesome to see. Yeah, that was cool. He could have pulled it in. He could have rolled it in. He was and said that was it, you know? After getting drug, I mean, I'm watching. He gets up, and most of the people that got to him were kind of telling him, like, hey, man, yeah. you could tell. They're like, you're screwed up. Like, you should get off. And he's he's taking the chunks of his jerseys, and he's, like, trying to get tucked back yeah. in. They start helping him. Uh, he didn't have to keep going. He was pretty yeah. – he went yeah, through a meat no, grinder. If, if, he, if he pulled it in, no one would have blamed him. No. Uh, so good job to Forkner for toughing that out, yeah. Because uh, that that looked like a good one. I, I heard yeah. some funny ones from the fans as he was going around. Some people were yelling because the sure the blood yeah. brave hearts are the bloody guy. Like there's <laughs> a bunch of weird stuff he yelled at him. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Bye. it. Thank you. Uh, Mike's got a race tech ran on weed, so you Ooh. know Mike's going to get on the air. What's up, Mike? Why it's all his fault? Yeah. What's up, Mike? <laughs> hey, what's up, Steve? Yep. This is cool. I've never been on a radio show before. Okay. Well, neither have I. Go ahead. Um. So. Wh- we just came out of the podcast, like, I don't know, I think it was like four or five weeks ago. Uh-huh. And it was about the, where he, they were talking, breaking down the super motocross, the points, everything, how it all yep. works. Yep. But he legit, like, at least give me more content time than the ad time. It was eight minutes and three seconds of ads and six minutes and 18 seconds of time. <laughs> Man, really? shit ratio. He, he put out a pod of like, six minutes? I swear to God, it was like 15 or 17 minutes long or whatever. I, like, I'll look it up. I could even, like, shoot you an email. It was like, I was like, 
dude, like I kept scrolling through. I'm like, when are we going to get to like, I'm trying to find out how this works. And I'm just ad, ad, we ad. Just, I, I understand you guys got to pay the bill. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, I'm, I'm not one to talk about ads. Uh, I got a lot. But <laughs> but uh, that's, that's mailing it in. Come on, Weech. Like it, it was bad, but like I mean, I, man's got to get his money. I can't, I can't blame him, but it, yeah. it was bad. No, I get it. Uh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, later. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, man's got to get his money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Michael Lindsay here. Still, some more talk about uh, Washugo a little bit. Uh, Jason Anderson um, struggled in his comeback uh, first to the 450 races, more so than I thought. Like, if you'd asked me, like, how's he going to do? I'm like, ah, fifths and sixths, but he was worse. But I think. Third in the first moto at Millville. Second moto, we saw what happened. And now 4-4 four, four for third. Like, Dylan was 3-5. I Anderson's back in this mix, I think. I think he's back to where he should be. Do you agree? I don't know if I'd say should be. I think there's still more left in the tank. Like, yeah. the second moto, there was quite a bit of gap. I think he can still, second moto, close that gap into, like, a Dylan and be more of that mm-hmm. surefire third. I think there's definitely room for improvement. It doesn't shock me too much where his results were but i actually spoke to him like the week before he came back and i mean he was like it was only second day riding yeah and he's like yeah i could sit i could ride four days a week or i could go racing and he yeah. kind of made it sound like with the neck he really hadn't you know some guys they can train when they're yeah. off bike like i don't yeah. think he had been doing anything it so he didn't was, look like it right I, he when we say off the couch him a kid i think he was off the couch yeah. it was odd to see a factory <laughs> guy struggle that bad yeah. The well, the one weird I think talking about I felt bad for him at Southwick. I ha- I keep forgetting to ask him this if he threw out his back because he like blitzes master pull, hits a hole really weird in a corner, and then just instantly like Ugh, into the bike. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think he's back. I mean, yeah. he's better. Like you said, maybe he's got some w- more room to go. But I think from here on out, he's going to be a podium guy, yeah. contending for podiums. You know. And I think it's good. I, I he's kind of one of those guys I feel like that could be really good when SMX comes around. So him mm-hmm. kind of getting into form here in the late part of the season. Yeah. Um, should be good for him come come that because I feel for like a lot of those guys. I, everybody keeps talking, but we really don't know how those tracks are going to be. It, it it's kind of motivating, a little bit of a fresh start feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see what happens. Um, are you excited for SMX? Do you have any level of hype for SMX coming up? They, they really it's, love it on the broadcasts. It's getting there, but again, I think the big thing that's tripping me out. I hear the riders. It's like we. They keep saying it's not going to be like Monster Cup was. It was going to be more hybrid-ish. But I see the maps and the renditions, and I'm I still don't know what it's yeah. going to feel and look like. So I can't. Yeah, I, I'm having a hard time getting. I I'm not not excited about it. I love the premise. I love the money involved. I love all that. Mm-hmm. I just for some reason I can't imagine it, and I can't feel it or think about it. I'm the just hybrid like, tracks haven't worked. They haven't really worked. Yeah. Uh, the first one that works, I'll be surprised. So I'm with you. I'm a little bit skeptical of that. Um, but. Yeah, I'm not, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not that excited yet for him. Unless we get through this outdoor, you know, and all that. There's three left. Uh, I was talking to a Honda guy this weekend, though, and he said, listen, if Jet goes undefeated in the Nationals, 22 for 22, and then sweeps the, – the, the SMX races are two motos a night. Yeah. Sweeps those six. Is that now 28 and 0? I'm like, oh, no, God, no. That is not 28 and 0. No. No, stop that. So no, different thing, different right, thing. Doesn't right. count. We we can start up as we've done with Ricky's. When we start outdoors next year, if he goes one one, then we can start saying, okay, he's twenty four. Let's let's keep the counter rolling. Yeah, let, yeah, let's keep it going, right? Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, the SMX stuff, I'm not. Uh, yeah, it's like whatever. We'll see. Yeah, um, it is going to the 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 single double triple points thing is a little too gimmicky for me. 
Maybe it works. Again, I have an open mind, so we'll wait and see, but it's a little gimmicky for me. I do and don't like it. The reason I don't like it is it almost kills this whole theory. Like Guys want to get seated in so you don't have to qualify every night, but once you're seated in, because of the triple points, especially the last one, I feel like, okay, they're going to reset the points, you know, uh, Will it be Chase? Chase, Chase, yeah, probably Chase He'll start yeah. with 25 points since 20, you know, 23. It's not a big enough points reset. 25, 22, 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, okay, yeah, if you're if you're third or fourth and you're a couple points behind Chase, but because of the multipliers, it almost kind of eliminates the reason of giving them starting points. They yeah. don't mean enough. Yeah, I, I do think that um, the next year Supercross points will be back to 25 what i hear so thank god try to match thank god so it can match those yeah. up a little bit yeah, easier we're not, we're not gonna have the 26 20 whatever i guess i guess more than anything i'm curious next year how much it affects people's racing plans now that they saw you know guys having to bail back in to get points yeah. like how much that even changes but i'll tell you what i i would not sorry to interrupt you i i did not think now i know the smx is good money i get it i understand that i did not think we would see these guys come out vans and and everything else to get points you know a little bit. Like Starling and it's gone and Cade, no, you know, but but like McElrath and Nichols and Hill. You know, Hill did Hill. his first national in over ten years. Yeah. To to squeak himself in. Does he, is he in the running? I didn't look. He is. is he? He's still inside the points. Uh okay. and that might be it's if I'm mathing all this correctly, the twentieth spot is gonna come down to Hill and Jose Butron. Really? That's who I wow. think twentieth yeah, yeah, yeah. is gonna come yeah. down to. Yeah. Never would have hey. Storyline, 20th place in SMX, the final seated position. Josh Hill versus Jose Butron. Yeah, no, you're right. That's Never not, would have predicted. It's not what I had in my, uh, in my, in my bingo card. Joey Savacci, not in. Uh, Brian's on one. What's up, Brian? Hey, man, just a quick question about uh, Tomac. Yeah. I uh, saw the video he'd posted this weekend, and uh, my wife was showing me that and was just curious to see what you guys' – thoughts are on if he is going to go forward with race and how long you think he's going to go and if you think it's the right decision yeah he showed up the a-star thing he was in a good mood i talked to him for five or ten minutes uh, michael you talked to him for a little while too he was in a good mood he seemed like a, like happy to be there oh and what oh so yeah yeah, yeah. And, and he said wednesday he said wednesday he's gonna let us know and i think he's coming back yeah dude he there i won't repeat lock there's so many things he said that i'm like he's got He's literally talking about things that involve next year way too much. Like right, certain right. conversations I was around, I was like, this guy's coming back. Yeah. Like, I, although me and Lewis were joking about this earlier. What if, what if he faked us all out there, led us to believe he's coming back, said all these things, and goes, Wednesday, peace, everybody. I'm done. Yeah. I, <laughs> the I ultimate fake. Yeah, I don't, I don't think nah, so. He, he made it seem so much. He was yeah. talking so much about next year. I thought you were you were talking to him when I came up when the, the Achilles thing came up. Yeah. You know, it was – Big of a nightmare injuries it's been for some people. He was really like, man, it, it hasn't been that bad. He was yeah. like pretty – he's like, I was hearing the worst, and it's yeah. going pretty good. I'm yeah. weeks ahead of schedule. Like, Yeah, he, 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 he made it sound like it was not as bad as all of us have heard or read for Achilles' injuries. You know, there's different maybe levels of, of tearing or whatever. Um, he, yeah. So, Brian, I think, I think if you're a Tomac fan, you're going to be stoked, man. Yeah, it's been cool. Just uh, been awesome seeing how much happier he seems on the Yamaha. I just, I would hate to see him make the wrong decision. You know, it, this late in his career, and it backfires. So, yeah, that's all. Well, the, all right, man. Thank you. Appreciate the, it. Thank. The cool part that I'll say with the Eli thing is, of course, everybody thought he was going to retire by now. There's this whole group of riders that have crossed the 30 threshold. I think he'll be 31 next year. 
with Jet coming into the class, Hunter, Webb being his team, all this thing, all mm-hmm. this stuff. I th- the storyline with Eli is cool. Hey, everybody thought he was going to leave. He doesn't have to be here. He's proven so much. He's coming back from what we thought would be a career-ending injury to take on all these guys. I yeah. feel like... And he, you know, he's being so much more open. I feel like the fan base behind Eli will be really strong I agree. next year. Yeah, like, I agree. And especially if people, there's kind of feeling like this is, we are really got to be at the end. I feel like people are going to kind of turn out in droves to support him mm-hmm. and watch him do this. Yeah, uh, I think you're right. Yeah. And like I said, he didn't, he didn't put off the air of somebody who was just <laughs> bailing it in or whatever. You know, he, he came up and, and it was good to see. Good to see him. And he's having a third kid. I didn't even know that. <laughs> That's decent. Uh, well, he said, uh, getting he, busy, dude. Hey, my favorite part, he's like, no more. I'm like, why? He goes, dude, I only have a four-bedroom yeah, house. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking, you probably have enough money to buy, you know, to get that fifth bedroom. Yeah. But he's like, I'm done. I got a four-bedroom house. I got three kids. We're done. Yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> who knew Eli Tomac only had four-bedroom house either, you know? Just, I asked him what his dad was doing. He says dad's wide open, just farming seven days a week. Yeah. So I said, oh, so you actually made his summer easier. Yeah, he doesn't have to travel on the weekends. He yeah. can just farm. farm He's just day. out there farming all day. <laughs> uh, Maxima USA, Pulp 20 is the code to save. Heritage cannot be bought. And the 927 is still the number one selling two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. And, of course, Monster Energy Pro Circuit and Monster Energy Kawasaki using uh, the uh, four-stroke oil with their peak system in a performance-enhancing additive chemistry, uh, SC1. FFT, MPL. What's your favorite Maxima product? What's the what's your go-to? Um, like ever, um, SC1. Come on. I saw a team that shall go nameless, but they had a can of SC1 with duct tape over it. Shocking. Yep, spraying their bikes. Shocking. Yep, absolutely. Uh, also, Pro Filter Pulp Twenty is the code to say ProFilter.com. Easily pick up a pre-old, ready-to-use premium air filter, oil filter for your next service. If you haven't heard of them, you've been roosted too many times. They've been active in the industry for the last decade. Take your uh, dirty air filter out, which I need to change, and put my clean, oiled Pro Filter right in the Blue Crew. Fantastic job. Uh, uh, UTV, dirt bikes, uh, side-by-sides, all of that. Street bikes sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Pulp 20, the code to save with Pro Filter. Uh, it is time for the Race Tech rant of the night. Uh, Pulp 23 at Racetech. You love the Racetech guys. Uh, you've used oh, them for so much stuff over the years. Uh, they got service centers all across America. Speaking of America, uh, everything designed and engineered in America. The, the Gold Valve, fantastic device. Uh, they've probably sold, I don't know, what's the over-under of Gold Valves they've sold over the years? Uh, 800,000? Uh, I was going to uh, say a million. <laughs> a million? A lot of gold out there. Yeah, so thanks to the folks at Racetech. They do motor work. They do suspension work. They get into off-road guys now. They're doing the Sherco guys. So they can do supercross, motocross, off-road, all of it. Racetech.com. I'd say the big thing with them, whether we're talking about engine stuff or suspension, they will not shy away from any project. Back when I was Enzo, we used to make the, a little bit, not a joke, but like if we had stuff, people bring in like heavy vintage stuff or yeah. weird stuff, it's yeah. like, some dude, weirdo bike. find the parts for hard. I just call it, I tell guy, straight up. Go down, go down the freeway a little bit. Yeah. Call the boys down there. It'll take care of you. They <laughs> yeah. got everything for this. They they could take your vintage bike and turn it into a flat tracker, or supermoto, whatever you yeah. want. They can yeah. figure it yeah. out. Yeah, they got their emulators for the older yeah. bikes, right? They, they don't shy away from right. even the gnarliest of projects. You're a suspension guy. When they take, uh, yeah, you use that loosely. Okay, you use that loosely. Well, when they take those vintage stuff and they. Like the old vintage stuff is just a spring with a tube with a hole. <laughs> with a couple holes, a little bit of yeah. oil goes through it. Right. What's an emulator? I I, you know, I feel you, bad saying this. Okay. I haven't played with the kid enough. I couldn't give. The, give this you is it. what they do for vintage bikes. They drop yeah. an emulator in there, and I don't quite know what an emulator is, but it works really good on older suspension. Yeah, so, it definitely gives it right. more of a valve and character. Gives yeah. you something more than As like said, to spring a, and oil going through a tube with spring, some to it. a tube and a drill bit. And you're, now you have old suspension. Yeah, when all your damping used to be, how big is the hole in the tube and what way to oil you run <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, Race Tech ran of the night. Um, 
look again, maybe I pissed off some of our listeners earlier with the Deegan thing and the American thing. So I'm going to keep on rolling. Oh, here uh, we go. And we'll just go right into two strokes. Uh, there was a two stroke bounty race this weekend inside of Washougal. Uh, Carson Brown won it. As we mentioned, great kid. Uh, it's awesome to see, but like, I don't know. I guess I'm old as shit. I worked on two strokes. I raced two strokes. I was a mechanic for two stroke teams. Seeing a two-stroke on a track does nothing for me. Like, I'm not debating on what's better because four-strokes have hurt the racing, especially supercross. Four-strokes have hurt it. The racing is worse off today than it was. Uh, But I don't get any hard-on or anything to watch a two-stroke on a track. Like, it doesn't matter to me. I... I watched Chad Reed do 8,000 laps on a, on a two-stroke, on a supercross track. I watched Carmichael Stewart, all these guys. It does nothing for me. So I want to say that up front. Now, I guess if you're Levi Kitchen's age, maybe you, this is so super cool for you. That's understandable. But most old guys like the two-strokes. And I'm an old guy. So I'm, I'm speaking from an old guy thing. Seeing a two-stroke on a track does nothing for me. And so they had this race this weekend, and that's cool. No problem. couple things, though. All the two-stroke kooks saying it was never mentioned, and they never talked about it. They did that a is, lot. That is false. Literally, they brought up Carson. They, He's they leading the race up, yes, inside the, the race. Exactly. Oh. So I don't know why the kooks have these conspiracy theories about two-strokes. They just go on and on. And you, listen, you're the head of Kook Island. On your on your four on your four oh oh I'm on l- your four stroke <clears throat> on your Lord four. Lord of the Vitards for your information yeah okay sorry so this is your people um, my people that and means also so then my people. and then like look and again so Carson Brown there's a bunch bunch of money up for grabs I get it cool A Rod shows up Anthony Rodriguez shows up great Jerry and Morans and Hand to a certain extent not so much Hand but Jerry and Morans are trying to get an SMX. They're racing nationals to get an SMX. They, they want to get an yeah, SMX. Yeah, yeah. The ship's well, okay. Because okay. I help Jerry, I can say. But Jerry the ship, can get the top the thirty, can he? He's going to make it still. But the ship sailed on making the top twenty. So at this point, okay. there was money. There was more money to be ra- made, possibly racing. But, okay, this, are you so. going to beat Carson Brown on a at Washougal? He did. I turn, mean, the, eh, Carson. Li- I, I, some of them. I did. I wondered why they went through with it. Jerry did turn a better qualifying time with him. If we went a boiled. I think he could have made a run at him. I'm not saying he was going to be person. He had a chance. My point is, he had a chance. It, it's look, you're, you're at a disadvantage. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to win this money anyways. There was money for second, third, more than just if you're on a KTM. No, no, second, third. There was a uh, three grand for second from Washougal and two grand for third from Washougal. So combine that with your normal purse money plus your normal contingency. Yeah, maybe you lose a couple spots compared to racing the 450, but you made more money. You're out there. Mm-hmm. It's just, why? Why? Like the, nobody cares. Like I don't. I don't. I don't understand okay, so it. Like I run into, I, and I get your point. And I think the TV broadcast is a bad comparison. Yeah, you're not going to stop and take time to focus on. It's for the guys there. I ran into plenty of people that were not like the over the. Oh my god, stupid! They're like, hey, it's cool. Like, Listen, they like I, I'm them. fine with yeah. it. I'm not hating on it. Yeah. But if I'm a racer, if I'm a real racer like Morans and Jerry, who can maybe get top fifteen if everything breaks yeah. right, I'm racing my fourth show because I need points and. And, and prestige and money and all of that for SMX and for everything else. Like, like okay, so Jerry's going to get top 30, you think? Yeah, like, yeah. and okay. then Moran's is no offense to Kevin. I've already said this. I did the math. He is not making top 20. So he's already seeded, He's already going to have to go to the LCQ. Again, for both of them, they were going to get a little more attention on the two-stroke. There was a chance at some money. Was it a great chance? No, but it was a chance versus still just so riding gonna, around a 14 So you're just going to ride a two-stroke and just get 
eat rocks all day. And yeah, you eat rocks regardless of where you're. I watched guys eat. <laughs> I, I those guys on 450s. I got watch. I watched a couple. I, I watched like, Carson Jerry pass guys on horsepower hill oh. on four strokes. I was laughing. My ass okay, off. well, I watched a couple guys blow by dudes on two strokes. But, Once I couldn't ride them. But, but anyways, <laughs> uh, I don't quite get it. Like, listen, again, I don't hate two strokes. I get no joy from watching them on a track. I don't care. I, I've seen them 8,000 yeah. times. And I don't get why a racer wants to handicap himself. Carson Brown, sure. That's the only race he's doing all year. It's for yeah. fun. It doesn't matter. But, like, Jerry and Moran's are, like, doing series and trying to get points and all of that. I know what you're saying. The ship's already sailed. But, like, yeah, who knows? I mean, maybe they have a great day. Like, Colt Nichols showed up and went, you know. Even Again, I've done the math for both of them. Great day. It's not changing the situation. Jerry's goal now is just to make the 30-field LCQ. Moran's is not making the top 20 goal. Um, so, yeah, I don't really get the hype, man. I don't I don't really get get it. Like It's like, eh, well, good job, I guess, guys. Somebody made a point here. Max Miller did awesome on a four-stroke, but nobody got attention on that. He didn't get any attention on well, that either. <laughs> but w- w- what's attention, though, showing you yeah. on TV? I, I don't know. I don't what's know. attention? Like, what was done for these guys? You I think know? once you're that far back, yeah, more social posts, like more engagement on stuff like that posts about. They're already back there. They're already not a, a mainstay top five guy. Is what it is. Well, do you want to make money though? Do you want to? You know, do you want again? Like, they had more of a chance there, money. I mean, did they? Again, Car- Carson did. didn't eat or drink all day and and dropped anchor anchor heavily. Yeah. Otherwise, he would have worked those guys. I mean, he was yeah. top fifteen both motos, right? Yeah, and um, nine eighteen twenty one after dropping though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, my race deck ran is just like, calm down, two-stroke people. Calm down. Nobody cares. Like, good for Carson Brown. But, like, yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I don't get the hype. I don't get – that's, that's, that's my point. That's my race deck ran. Again, I'm not going to be a popular one with you two-stroke kooks. But, I mean, I love two-strokes. I, I'm, I've got them in the garage. I grew up racing them. But at this got point – Got one in the room I'm staying in. Got one in your bedroom. Um, nice bike, by the way. That is a good bike. That's that thing's sweet. Uh, I vote it stays. Yeah, it's gonna stay. But I just like, yeah, I just I don't get why racers want to just not do the best they can on a four stroke for all the reasons that I pointed out. Uh, and I didn't think they really had much of a chance of the money. And uh, you know, the first two guys in the first two stroke race were just one off guys. So in a way, it was proven correctly. I don't know. That's my race deck around the night. Two stroke kooks, calm down. And don't don't think at the conspiracy about the TV broadcast or why Gant is in the pocket of the man. You know, like, I, I listened back to a portion of the broadcast, the hotel room that night. I actually I think they mentioned it more than I expected. I almost yeah. mentioned just the right. token going down the results. Oh, Carson Brown got yeah. 16th. By the way, right. he was on two straight. No, they mentioned him during the race. Like, yeah. I get you. They're not going to turn and go focus on him for five minutes. No, it's no. a race within a race. The yeah. people that knew about it could enjoy it. They can make some money, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just felt like it was uh, too much hype for what I cared about. And this is me. Like, this is my race deck rant, my show. For me, I don't care. <laughs> Carson's awesome. Yeah. He's a great kid, a, a great dude. Uh, but, yeah, I don't care. Like, wow, there's money up for a two-stroke race. Oh, good. And all these guys building two-strokes. Like, oh, yeah, great. I don't know. I still, I was disappointed. We were pretty sure there was one on a 300 that was waiting to get tore and watch get tore down. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah. All right. <laughs> Truman was all over it. Rod Bell? I said I suspected Rod Bell. I think Truman su- suspected Hand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And D- Dan said when he went over to Hand, Hand got a little... <laughs> so Dan then was over to AMA truck. We tearing these down? <laughs> uh, the pipe's not a little bigger on a 300? 
Like, no, I don't think the no? spec is in the cylinder it's just hard a to tell. Bore. It's just, just a bore. It's a sound yeah. thing. It's like, eh, I don't yeah. know about those two. Anybody on the KTM is pretty suspicious right now because it's a lot harder to tell than it used to be, like, yeah. look-wise. Yeah, the pipes used to be a little bigger, I think, like yeah. a little fatter, if I remember right, from when I worked there, but that's a long time ago. Uh, all right, uh, Michael Lindsay here uh, on the Pulp Mech Show. Brought to you by Michael is brought to you by EVS. I already said that. Uh, we're coming up with Colt Nichols as well. Good job for Colt Nichols. Uh, Lars Lindstrom, Chris Kiefer also coming up. Uh, Sean Murdoch from Decal Works coming in. Uh, love Sean. Love Decal Works. Uh, they, they, they're big partners with Vital uh, as huge. well. So. Absolutely love those um, guys. Uh, MXGP. I didn't get a chance to really. I looked at the results. They were normal. <laughs> Our guy Lars Van Berkel, who did, who did yeah. Southwick, Gopher. Uh, I'm gonna do. A little, I'm gonna do an interview with him later this week. Didn't get any points this weekend, but Febra, that is four in a row for him. And I can't believe Gertz is this close already. It's amazing. I, I did not think this dude had any chance. MX2 just period. I mean, with Kyle Wolf going out. For yeah, what a, happened to him? He had a midweek practice crash, and I guess he tried in the quality race. Okay. And was just oh, ruined. so he never even lined up. So he's hurt. hurt. Yeah. You know, he yeah. had a big practice crash right. a couple weeks ago. Had right. the big swollen ankle. Yeah. Benestant had out. another big one yep. this week. Tried to ride the quality race. Actually did good. He scored points the quality race, and then they went out first moment done. Um, Everts, like all the key players, kind of had and weekends. The big scores came from Langenfelter, who missed a bunch of rounds yeah, in the season. Hurt. Which, if he wouldn't mid missed races. I have to do the rough math here. Like, Simon might actually be leading the points with Gertz Bynum right now. Uh, Lucas Conan had a great race, and yeah, yeah, Yago put up huge points on the board. He is now only 13 points down on Adamo Nuts. with seven yeah. rounds to yeah. go, son. He's, yeah. It's, it's getting getting hot. Uh, and then uh, uh, Febra won, and Koldenhoff, yeah, Koldenhoff did all right, right? Koldenhoff got a moto. He went 2-3, yeah. won, the, won the quality race. Yeah. Finally, kind of how he is. Even if he has a rough season, you take him to Loma, he yeah. throws out a good result. Prado still had solid points. Uh, yeah, Fevra four in a row. I think Lewis was trying to figure this out. Even last week when Fevra went three in a row, I don't think Cowie's gone three in a row in MXGP in over 20 years. I, we never actually could find the stat. Yeah, who, if would, it is, it, who it's would it have old. been? We got, it, Lewis, no, no. We got back to like 2001 and still couldn't. Lewis could not find a three in a row win for MXGP oh, for okay. Cowie. All right. Like DeSaul had won, you know, two in a row, then off one, then Missa yep. called and win. Yep. Uh, still really weird that Fevra does not have a deal for next year. Cowie has yeah. made offers to other riders, is looking elsewhere. I still think he might end up there. What, what could be the what could be the issue with not wanting them back? Like, is there some friction there? Maybe or? with Ice One. Maybe um, yeah. I, I haven't. I don't follow it good close enough. I just know that he still doesn't have a deal. I know Cowie's made offers to other riders. They had to have made an offer to him. He just doesn't like the offer. Maybe yeah. potentially. The, right. But Cowie pays. I would think the deal would be good. Um, yeah, it's yeah. it makes at least MXGP talk fun at this right. point. Uh, and uh, Geyser struggled, huh? Badly. Like I thought he was pretty good his first race back last week or yeah. last race. And, and then, he got uh, like fourteen, fifteen this yeah. weekend or something like I mean, that. that fifteen to see Geyser Oof. not do top ten even well, with you know coming off a leg. Cra- craziest one and don't get me wrong, like Ruben Fernandez has been really good this season. Yeah. Jeremy Van Horbeek was the top finishing Honda coming off the couch yeah. retired. Um, I I don't know. Maybe he's gonna. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we should have Jeremy race destinations. I don't know. He even he came back. The team didn't think it was worth sending him to the two flyaways, so he did. He missed the two Indo rounds, mm-hmm. I think. And now Horbeek's back on the bike for a while because yeah. Jonas is is out for a while. Yeah, Jonas is done, right? Uh, done with that team? I, or no? no, no. I no, think he's staying. He's it's Bogers that's out. Oh, Bogers is out. Bogers okay. is out. I think they're keeping Pauls. And then what the is wrong is with Pauls? Like it seems like he's been out injury, forever. Injury, injury, okay. injury. So tore his thumb really bad. Is it bad. separate injuries? Yeah, there was one, and okay. then he kind of was coming back from that, and then he did his thumb. 
Uh, rumor is uh, Koldenhoff might be going back to standing construct okay. next year because yeah. there's that whole weirdness with Yamaha. Yeah. Team structures changing. Our guy Lewis reported uh, they're switching teams. They're yeah. leaving Wilvo. Yeah, he broke it a while ago, so it sounds oh like Wilvo's out at Yamaha. Which uh, I always thought they were bitching. I thought, like, but yeah. I, I mean, looking from the outside, like yeah. their, their pits, their shop, the way they work, like it looks bitching. Yeah, yeah. so according to Lewis, um, Wilvo out. Kamea, who's the MX2 team, will bump up the MXGP. And really, Kamea has been bringing Yamaha a lot of their success in Europe, yeah. winning MX2 titles, being the only team that can really beat K the Austrians. Yep. Uh, and it sounds like Kamea will have some involvement with the MX2 team, but the EMX program, HUD and Metal, will move up to that position, but okay. with Kamea overviewing them. Right. Um, yeah, something hmm. along those lines. So quite uh, a bit of cool movement there. And then yeah. uh, speaking of Lewis, though, um, Alberto Ferrado has his best race this yep. season. Couldn't even be bothered to interview him. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's biased. It's, yeah, it's, it's biased bias. against Italians is what it is. Although I will say his other guy, he didn't he didn't interview Ben Watson either, so he's really just letting everyone down. Yeah, Watson was top 10? Yeah, 10th overall. 10th overall? Yeah, 10th yeah. overall on the beta. I guess I guess even the sun shines on a dog's ass once in a while, I guess. Beta. Beta. Uh, uh, Alberto, was that Alberto's best race? I think he got fourth in a moto. Fourth in a moto. A six overall is pretty good. Is yeah, that his yeah. best? No. He, he's he's Alberto. He's a fantastic. He had a, we had a poor qualifying race on Saturday. I was a little worried. We were way back. Maybe we weren't great sand guys. Hey, it's, number one KTM at the race though. Yep, number one KTM. KTM. Uh, Who's Jeffrey Hurlings? Don't know, but we got Alberto Ferrato. Italians aren't known for the sand specialty, you know. Although uh, Caroli was pretty damn good, but he lived at Lomo, right? It looks yeah. like a tide is best. He's had sixth place uh, mm -hmm. all the way back. Like oh one, he had a six. He had a six last season. Okay. He's had one this season. Right. So that's. Uh, we're looking for top fives. Ferrato right. to top five. That has been Michael Lindsay's MXGP minute here on the Pulp MX show. That was rough. You had your own, you had your own segment and everything. <laughs> uh, all right. We've got Colt Nichols coming up. Lars Lindstrom and Kirsch Kiefer uh, as well. We rode, the, we rode the factory Honda bikes. It's still awesome. It's really cool. Uh, like, like I said to those guys, I'm a Yamaha guy, Blue Crew. I love the Blue Crew guys. And we rode Barsha's bike. And we rode the bike. We go the, rode the Geico bikes. And I've ridden all of Timmy's bikes, like the Yamahas and the Cowie 450s. There's just something special about a factory Honda. Do you know what I'm saying? There's something. Yeah. I got to ride Sealy's bike in 16. You did? Okay. Yeah. And and where at? Uh, Fox Raceway. At Fox. Okay. Yeah, they brought the test truck, brought me yeah. a bike. Whole thing. Yeah. That's, I heard you guys talking earlier. You said nobody would run a factory Honda yeah. since 08. I rode one sixteen. Uh, that's. The, I was just repeating the information that we were told. Yeah. I rode one sixteen. Yeah. That was Dan days. Um, okay. Shocking. Well, uh, what was that like? Similar to what you, I heard you guys say a bit about Jet. Like, Cole's bike was extremely... Like, riding... I'd rode the per, a production bike maybe two or three days before. Yep. The, his bike was longer, slower turning, mellower feeling, mm -hmm. easier to ride. Yeah. Pretty stiff. Cole ran, being his big Supercross guy, it was his outdoor bike, but Cole's front forks were so freaking stiff. Oh, were they? Yeah. Uh, so that was a little hard to ride, but yeah. the engine was so linear and easy to ride compared to the production yeah. bike. I was... You, exactly. You're expecting this hit, this monster. Timmy's power. bikes were like Timmy's yeah. Cowie and Yamaha's were like, brah, like just. Yeah, I was expecting hit. all this power because I had gone to ride a factory Cowie 450 like 09. It was pretty aggressive, but yeah, yeah I rode Coles was so easy to ride from a power standpoint. Yeah. Kind of hard to ride. I said the forks were stiff, right. so like it was hard to settle in the corners and stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, not not what I expected. Like it's red. It was a Honda, but I'm riding going. This doesn't <laughs> feel like the one I rode the other day. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll get into that and more here on the Pulp Mech Show. We'll go to first commercial break here on the show, but Michael Lindsay's from Vital MX. We're coming up with a, with a lot more, so thanks for listening. Stick around. Be right back after this, everybody. Sounds gay.
At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you, from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. Pulp MX20, the code to save. With over 80 years' experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. 
WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or wiseco.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Cooper Webb, and I choose OGF. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jet Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Talon Hawkins. Target Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Cole Nichols. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Tom Viala. I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Jiren Ferrandis. And I choose OGO. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win... The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. 
the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, type, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high-quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at Motosport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you, from riders for riders. Visit us at Motosport.com. 
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Worst Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. 
Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Cooper Webb, and I choose OGF. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jay Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Town Hawkins. Target Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Colt Nichols, and I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Tom Diallo, I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Jiren Ferrangis, and I choose OGO. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount. With over 80 years experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CV4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or WiseCo.com to find products for your machine. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats. 
because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com for uh, Decal Works and Fly Racing. Michael Lindsay from Vital MX. It's already a thread you said on Vital. Yeah, like, there's a there's a thread about you. Yeah, we Listen, can go man, take a look. I, I I I don't. I mean, do you want me to do some clicking? A little clippy clippy. No. Oh, like clipping. Clip a thread. Clip some people. Clip oh. some things. Clippy oh. clippy. The the title is all capitals and it just says Steve Trippin. Like that I don't like two strokes or like what's it? Oh like? uh, no, it's from the American art. It's from oh, the, the Deegan oh, thing okay. earlier. All right, okay, fair enough. Um, and I like I understand people not siding with me, but like, I don't know. I just as a foreigner in a country that I wanted to be in, it it, it strikes me a different way, you know. Yeah. And and like you said, you understand it. You're, you're not you're disagreeing with me a little bit, but you understand Ooh, the, the we, got an Aussie, we got an Aussie here that says you're you're taking it too far, even on okay. the forum. All right, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Um. All right, Colt Nichols coming right up here. Uh, MTX Braking, mtxbraking.com. Love these mountain bike pads. Uh, if you're a shop, uh, if you're a dirt bike shop and need some brake pads for the e-bikes out there, whether it's the, the Intense Taser that Parts Unlimited sells or, or the Fantic or whatever these companies are selling e-bikes, e-bikes now, look into mtxbraking.com. Use the code PULPMX for an inter- introductory pulp deal when buying direct from MTX. So mtxbraking.com. Uh, use the code PULPMX to save. Inspired by motocross and power sports, we brought better braking tech into dr- brake pads for mountain and road bikes. Make your mountain bike brakes better. More power, better modulation while remaining dead silent. Two compounds, one for e-bikes, one for uh, regular trail riders and racers. I love the red compound ones from mtxbraking.com. So check them out, man. They're great, great pads. Uh, love them. And also, uh, speaking of FMIP in the shirt, Michelin as well. SC6s are out, doing great. We're giving away the, we're giving some away on Pulp Max Fantasy all the time. Michelinman.com. 
forward slash motorcycle to learn more about the complete offering of Michelin Motorcycle Tires. And follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, mountain bike tires are great as well. Uh, light truck tires, trailers, all of that. Uh, thank you to the folks at Michelin for uh, coming on board. And uh, the new StarCross 6 tire range uh, featuring Michelin adaptive design. 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn. Uh, love the guys at Michelin. Speaking of mountain biking, I come all the way up here every day, er, nice and early. Don't even get to go mountain biking because you're no. injured. Uh, yeah, I, I, we were talked about that, didn't we? About going? Yeah. Uh, a little bit, um, but, but the injury, dude, big the injury. injury. Yeah, I don't big really injury. know what's going on with my arm, but I got roosted by Brock Tickle badly at Washougal. Uh, and, dude, my arm is killing me. So uh, I iced it. I, heated, I put some heat on it. I iced it, all of that. Um, and, yeah, so we'll see. I think I'm off the bike for a few days, too. It's not like I, not like I was like saving it up and then going uh, when you're not here. So you know, I forgot about Shugal. It's kind of interesting. All those little drop-off hills. Yeah. When somebody drops off and they land wide open, you're just cresting it, and you get the full like height of yeah. tire roost to hit yeah. you. It's not just a little bit. You get it. You some, get it all. Some of those tabletops too. Like you just over jump them. Like they're not. Yeah. They're they're short. Like especially for pros. Yeah. Not the triple thing. I wasn't doing that. Like I was doubling that thing. You know, going out of the, yeah, yeah. before the sand, before the sand roll. But but like some of those other tabletops, you're like, oh, like yeah, you just sending it. The sand walls tripped me out because I I rolled like barely yeah. hopped off a few times one lap. I'm like, oh, you know, you see the guy send it at the race. Mind you, we're on bone stock 450s. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I wonder what it's like if you send the wall. And I didn't send like send it. Yeah, but, but yeah, more like the average guy was on National Weekend. I'm like, oh, I'll just go off with some speed. Almost face planted. Oh yeah, <laughs> I almost ate shit in the whoops because I came in. I went inside, kind of like it was yeah. kind of worn, and then I would try to do double double, and then and I would fuck up. So then I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go outside because that that seems easier. And I went outside, double in, double in, and then just like just eat shit. Like I just could not. Were you double double? I on my bad laps, I was just double 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 double. I went two three, and then I would screw up and almost nose plan and died. And then I tried to blitz once at the end against oh, up. I almost endoed. After a while, I will say that section. And I remember when I did the the one twenty five intermission race there a couple years ago. That was one of those things on TV. I'm like, this it looks a lot easier on yeah. TVs. This is actually really hard to do. I was with you. I watched the race from the tower, and I'm like, ah, yeah, I got that double-double all day long. And then I was like, wait, you got to really be kind of precise. They're kind of peaky. You kind of got to be right. Meanwhile, you, know? you got Hill and some of the guys going like 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. Like I said, I went like 2-3-3 yeah. three, three a couple times. I was like, yeah, ah. Sexton was going four in on the outside. I know. I'm just like, what? Ugh. Uh, these guys are really good riders, Mike. Yeah. Uh, Newsflash, as Weech says, yeah. Shocker Pro Motocross Rider, really good. Uh, coming up with Cole Nichols, uh, firepowerparts.com. Please check them out. Uh, Firepower Parts. Uh, Max Ancy, Dean Wilson, crushing the world supercrosses uh, right crushing. now uh, with firepowerparts.com. Firepower Honda, of course. Uh, great batteries, great chains, uh, really good company. Lots of things going on at firepowerparts.com. So go there, check it out. Check out all the aftermarket stuff that they have, all the great products they have. Chains made in Japan. Featherweight lithium batteries as well. Privateer proven uh, chains and batteries used by a lot of uh, teams and riders out there. So thanks to firepowerparts.com. Colt Nichols coming up here right away. Colt brought to you by the folks at a Cherbies. Uh, what is, speaking of Cherbies, what do you think Max Volan does? <clears throat> I think do it's got to be PC at this point, really. I don't but think. PC's, that'll be a fifth guy. Yeah. Mitch, uh, come on. Mitch, we say that like it's a shocker. But I know. PC's been running fifth guy for a long time. But he always says he doesn't like five guys. Mitch says that. Peyton, Peyton says that. Yeah, he probably doesn't. But how often does he actually have five guys? Yeah, yeah. Good point. You're right. I think that's kind of the point. So I heard that was back on too, but then I haven't heard anything since. So Yeah, you know. I feel like it's quiet, but haven't heard anything else related to it. I mean, at this point, it really sounds like 
I, I think there's still a chance it could go off, but it's leaning towards Juju moves up. So him and Tom, there was a little bit of talk of maybe Max moving to Husky. It's either he's got to be at Husky or he's got to be at PC. Okay. Maybe long shots. Tr maybe Triumph's still on the cards. Don't yep. know there. Right. I feel like Triumph is full from what I've heard. Uh, Moseman at Triumph. Moseman at Triumph. Uh, Ferry, and then I think Swole. Swole, yeah. I don't know. That one's tough. I, I, I kind of got the Swole thing earlier. I'd, I'd like to see him stay at Husky. I think their bike's come along. I think he's been... For for coming in so underprepared and outdoors from his injury, I, I thought he was he's been really mm -hmm. pretty good for most outdoors. So I think he's I, I agree. Good. Uh, a Cherubis industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike plastics and accessories, over forty years of experience. Riders like Cooper Webb, Adam Cincerillo, Justin Barsha, Anderson, and more. Uh, a Cherubis is fine tuned his products to offer the highest level of performance and protection in the industry. Bring your bike back to life with the full line of replacement replica plastic kits, hand guards, disc guards, and more at Acherbys USA on social. Great stuff. Always fits really well. You don't need to drill holes. You don't need to file anything. Cherubys plastic is, is next level. And uh, you, when you look at the um, metallic stuff that they had earlier this year, it's really, really good stuff. Acherbys is pleased and proud to bring you our next guest of the uh, of the night. This gentleman from Rick Ware Racing showed up out of a van at Washougal and top 10. It's Colt Nichols. What's up, Colt? How are you, man? We're doing good, Steve. How are we? How are we feeling today after testing some bikes? Oh, listen, what are the vibes like? What, you guys make that shit look really easy, Cole. It sucks. It's hard. Uh, I'm not that good of a rider, so it sucks. But I tell you what, it was cool to ride factory Hondas. It was really cool, you know. So that's how I felt too. Pretty, pretty damn cool experience, if I'm being honest. It yeah, was, it was cool. Yeah, it was a good I, run. Yeah, I imagine the run. first day you got on the track, you're like, oh yeah, factory Honda, check me out, you know. Yeah. Um, no, I, I was walking a little taller. That's for damn sure. And also, I said this. Uh, I said this. I think at the track, or maybe on the pod. I don't remember. But dude. The, the image of factory Honda has come a long way as far as the crew and the guys underneath it. They're great, man. Like, those guys are really cool from Lars on down. Um, really fun guys, Droopy and Zim um, and, and everybody there. Like, like great, great, great group of guys. No, it is. That's why, that was, like, probably the biggest surprise, I think, being there was just the group. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it'd be a little more, you know, corporate super yep. tie feel, but dude, it was it was so laid back. Everyone had such a good attitude. They were just down to work and my mechanic Jordy, you know, he was he was awesome there at Honda, like such a good dude and someone I got to know pretty well and just was a really good experience all yeah. the way around. Like I kept, couldn't say anything bad about that whole experience. It was it was pretty awesome. Those yeah. guys are top tier. It, it is great. So let's talk about you a little bit. Uh I gotta admit, man. Uh, you know, we play this dumb game called Pulp Mex Fantasy, and so we d we discussed you showing Very up. Dumb game. Yeah, we discussed you showing up. Uh, you're in A Ray's van. There's maybe some bad juju <laughs> from A Ray. Uh, you're on a Boro bike. Uh, hey, I, he had a mechanic that's worked for A Ray. Oh, that's true. Ooh. I did. Who was that? Um, Mudo Taylor. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Yep. Okay. Yep. So yeah. So like, there's a lot of A Ray vibes going on, and uh, no offense <laughs> to our guy A Ray. So, anyways, but I would not have had you getting tenth uh, overall. Uh, beating some guys that, you know, again, I, I thought would, would for your first ever 450 National. So I want to say, uh, great job. I was wrong. You rode really well, man. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I um, I had no idea what to expect going into that. You know, like I, I don't know where I would be. And um, just getting out there and racing was just, dude, it was, it was so fun. And it was just such a different experience for me. I've never done that at the pro level, really. You know, like I've, I've been privateered, you mm -hmm. know, like been on lower tier teams, sure. But not to that extent, not just showing up in the van being like, dude, we are winging it. Like we have no idea what we're doing. So, um, that, that was honestly really cool though. It took like some, I don't, I don't want to say pressure. I mean, there's always pressure to perform that you put on yourself, but like just this feeling of just like, man, I'm, 
I busted my ass, you know, trying to make this happen. And mm-hmm. I'll be damned if I'm not going to go give it a, a really honest effort and get, give it everything I have. And um, I, was, I was happy, you know, like I was proud of yeah. being able to piece that together myself. And, you know, my mechanic, like I said, Taylor was, dude, he was busting his balls for weeks to, uh, to make that happen. You know, just like running around, getting parts and Temecula Motorsports and PC and back and forth and all this stuff. And like, dude, he, he put in some work and, you know, along with Will, he was calling a lot of people, helping me do some stuff as well. So, um, it, it was a really cool effort, and I, I wish I could have done a little bit better. I, I feel like I needed some more track position. I, I was aiming to try and get into single digits, but uh, dude, 10-10 for the first one, yeah. I, I was pumped and got a nice little taste of it, and I, I definitely want to do some more now if, if I can make it happen. Yeah, you got to remember, like you haven't done a lot of nationals, right? You got hurt. Uh, four fifty, you haven't raced four fifty nationals. So the yeah. national thing for Colt Nichols is is sort of new um, as far as the experience of it. Uh, what yep. do you think Phil thought when you went by him in Moto One? What, 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 that was that was probably pretty epic in Phil's head. Oh, honestly, I, I loved that, and I, I needed to talk to Phil about that because I was like, dude, that was great. Like, <laughs> it made a good little pass on Phil. We had a little battle for a second, then you know, kind of got away. Then the uh, the second moto, I looked up at one point and I was like, no way is that Phil right ahead of me. I was like, <laughs> I gotta get this faster, and I was trying, but dude, I was so gassed. And, yeah. Like, I, I tried, I put in a, a good little effort, and right. I, I think I got it down from maybe, you know, 13, 14 seconds ahead of me to around 10 or so, and mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, I'm not catching them enough. Like, I, there's no way I'm, I'm going to end up eating shit if I try and go any harder. <laughs> like, I, I got to relax. Like, yeah. the suspension ain't really ready for this yet. So, um, no, it, that was yeah. that was pretty cool. I've never raced a lot of those guys, too, and like yeah. I said, never raced in a 450 in general. It was it was a good experience. I was, I was happy with it. Did it you cool. find uh, the bigger bike uh, got you more tired than you thought, or did you find, like, less aggression? in the 450 veterans, like, trying to saw off your front wheel? Or was there anything about a 450 and being in a 450 class that you noticed different from past national 250 days? Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, just, just like the same thing in Supercross this year, it, it was mainly the, I think, the track, you know, like, conditions-wise. And okay. I don't remember Washougal. I mean, obviously, I've never raced a 450, but even in the 250 class, like, Washougal didn't seem that gnarly to me. And... This year, I was like, dude, this place is rough. Like, it was a gnarly track, that first and second moto. The second moto was, was brutal. Like, I just thought, I don't remember it being that rough at okay. all yeah. uh, in years past. So, I just thought the track broke down a lot. Um, but the way that I ride the 450 and, and kind of my riding style, I honestly think I suit it better for outdoors. Like, I don't like having to just pin it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the 250, like, I, I, that was my theory all along. Is I'm like, maybe I could do decent on a 450 outdoors. I just think that I would suit it better. Um, during the weeks, I rode it better. I felt faster, better on it. Like my fitness was way better than I thought it would be okay. um, this weekend, to be honest with you. Like I, I caught a lot of guys at the end of the moto and made some good passes and stuff like that. So um, I would say probably track condition and, you know, just, I just need to race more, you know, like mm-hmm. that first few turns, few laps aggression, I was missing a little bit, but uh, dude, other than that, it was, it was awesome. It was such a good experience. And like, so I'm, I really want to do some more if I can, if I can make it happen. Actually, uh, Jerry was pitted with uh, Colt this weekend. So mm-hmm. I stopped by a few times. Uh, Colt, uh, one of his Mechanic Mudo's buddies, had a, a cool trailer he brought out with him that has air conditioners. So they're chilling in there like, hey, we're pretty factory. And then I come by at one point, Colt's like, well, we forgot one thing, food. We forgot food. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we have the bikes. We got the fuel. Yeah. We got the tray with the AC. Jesus. Oh, shit, we need food. <laughs> Somebody's fired for that. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that was that was completely on me, too. I was like, well, I can't blame anyone about myself. This is my own program here. So we forgot I was like, well, food. But, uh, we forgot to go to the store and get any food did, at all. Did so. you go get a chili dog from the concessions or what? 
what that's what I thought. I was like, dude, maybe we just need to go to the concession, just get real local, get some nachos in between motors, and we'll be fine. Like, let's just really go all in. Yeah. But, to me, that was no, just. L- luckily, we, we stole some food from TLD, so shout out to Max Lee and, and They kind of hooked us up, so that was, that was nice. <laughs> oh, to me, it was just the prime example of you think of, man, what would a guy miss if they weren't a factory rider? Yeah. What, what would yeah. they be missing? Right. Well, this brings out, we yeah. forgot we have to actually have some neat. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. No food. Ferry told me a story when he first became pro, he was struggling a little bit. And at Millville, he had a shitty first moto. Uh, so he's RRP days, 125 days, RRP. Shitty first moto. He's just, like, he's just like, fuck it. And he goes out in the concessions, he said, and got a Mountain Dew and two slices of pizza in, in the intermission between the motos. And then had his best moto of the year in the second moto. Like, that's, yeah. I was just like, what? Yeah. Pep- yeah, I mean, that'll happen, dude. Yeah. That'll happen. I used to see it all the time in 2010 whenever Trey was winning that outdoor title. Yeah. Robbie would come in. And, like, we'd be doing 230s that day, and I'm so gassed. You know, I'm, like, younger. Yeah. I'm riding a Cowie 450 at the time, actually. And, uh, dude, he would come in, do a first moto, and he'd wax everybody. Mm-hmm. At the time, Robbie was still riding quite a bit. And yeah. Trey is literally just went 1-1, I think, at Washougal <laughs> that year. <laughs> and we come back, and he waxes Trey, and he goes up to the shop at Trey's house, and he's got a Red Bull and a Snickers. And that was, like, oh. in between moto. <laughs> and then he goes out there for moto, too, and does the same thing. And I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And then the next weekend, Trey won again. I was like, oh, my God. Like, this dude is insane. <laughs> yeah, but, just, I mean, yeah, this, the old dude just did it like that. That's yeah. just the way they operated. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Did you have a pressure wash? Uh, we did, okay. but the water pump uh, on the trailer, we didn't know how to turn it on. So that was, we were MIA with that. So, <laughs> once again, we stole TLD's pressure washer to, to wash some stuff. So, uh, yeah, we were pretty much just far whatever. My, my mechanic used to work for Bar X, so he was over there eating hot dogs in between yeah. and stealing a few bolts and shit. So Loose we program. I just oh, love man, watching yeah. it like somebody that, that everybody likes. Like, hold, I just saw people coming from all over to help out. Yeah, he's going over here and getting, uh, yeah. we're getting a whole shot button from one guy at one point will's over here bringing no kuzo's yeah. bringing food and then will's run back forth to get teal <laughs> stuff from tld just all these people converging to help yeah. colt just well and think about it, the guy <laughs> they got 10th overall in the 450 yep. class yeah so and and no a raid bad juju ju- juice from the van you know no i was so. i was surprised we, we kept it nice and clean the van made it there yeah. and back no yeah, issues yeah um, he got a free oil change out of it so he's got to be a little jazz okay the money in his pocket so maybe yeah. the juju's turning for him too yeah. you never know his bachelor party's this weekend so god help everybody oh, in that, in that oh yeah god help him can he, well, can he yeah. taco bell running that thing probably oh, um so uh, uh colt nichols here on the show brought to you by the cherubies uh, uh hand guards please check out a cherubies hand guards disc guards frame guards all of that at a cherubies usa on social so colt uh yeah you said you hope to do the last three well, i'll talk to you about smx in a bit that's why you came out to get the smx points um how are we looking on that you moved into 20th right i, I heard I'm not sure. I don't know where we are with points. Yeah. I, they never. I know they, they didn't update them, but so like, oh no, no, they did update them. They did this uh, again this time of year. They made a new Colt Nichols on the sheet and gave him the points yeah. for Washougal, even though but we had an existing Colt. Why can't Why who's who's on this says that Colt moved into the top? 20. He's nineteenth. Uh, okay, yeah. So you okay, Hill's cool. the bubble guy, right? With so, Boutron coming. Um, now driving back east is gnarly. Like Indiana's not so bad, but Buds and Unadilla's crazy. Um, yep. what, how can we get there if possible? Or like, what are the chances that you line up for the last three? That is a good question. I, um, just as you were calling me, actually, I was talking to your boy, um, Derek Rankin. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. I, so I'm, I'm really pulling every card I got here <laughs> to try and figure out how I can make this work. But, um, I'm not sure we, we got to give Don's bike back to this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
that, that's probably going to have to happen. And then and that leaves us with the, the Rick Ware practice bike that I have here in California. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to piece together what I can make work. Um, at this point, it definitely looks like I'm probably just going to have to buy a bike here in California. And then I hope that I could get something sent back there mm-hmm. or just yeah. somehow finesse a bike or something. Because Rankin was helping out Caden Amrine for a while. Yeah. Uh, this year. So I'm like, maybe I can squeeze something out of them and um, maybe he could help me a little bit. He's he's over there close to Iron Man. So I'm like, maybe he yeah. could somehow just get there for me. And yeah, I don't know. He, I, I don't know. <laughs> he's hooked up with the Bubba Pauly guys too. So, you yeah, know. you never know. Yeah. Like I said, we're, we're pulling every card we got at the moment. <laughs> but uh, I, I have no idea, man. I've been trying to piece this thing together in my head for uh, pretty much ever since Washougal went. Yeah okay i'm like okay how can i make this happen you know at the, at the next few or maybe one maybe two but I, I would love to do all of them but that's probably not realistic um but if i can do buds and iron man then I'm, yeah. I'm definitely gonna but uh man there's just a lot of things to think about and logistics and sure uh, a lot of money to be spent but like i said it's all worth it you know i'm, <laughs> I'm investing in myself and i'm trying to make yeah. this next thing and uh make some good money there and if i can do that awesome but uh, yeah, well, I got to get there first. So. And, and we think Rick Ware, uh, there could be some uh, team efforts put together for Rick Ware for the SMX rounds, possibly, right? Uh, maybe we, we've talked about it a little bit. Yep. I need to uh, talk to him a little bit more. I, I know he mentioned maybe Shane uh, and myself. I don't think Joey is going at this point, and mm-hmm. Henry Henry just got hurt. So, yep. um, so I, I think maybe me and Shane could could get something finesse there. But I, I honestly don't know. Nothing's a for sure. Uh, it's just some stuff that we've kind of spoke about a little bit. But right. uh, we'll see. I, I'm trying to cross the T's and dot the I's and make sure I have some sort of backup plan mm-hmm. if needed. And um, you know, just make sure I kind of have my ducks in a row here. So if I can pull something off on my own, I will. And if not, then I'll beg and plead anybody else that I can to, uh, to, to help me out a little bit. So uh, we'll see. We were talking with you with Phil on Friday, and uh, you look like you've been hitting the weights with Wilbur there a little bit. Like you look filled out, Nichols. Uh, I don't know if you've been like, you know, yeah, working the bench press a lot or what, but yeah. Yeah, we uh, we definitely are a little bigger than, than yeah. we were for sure. Um, you and JT I, are going my... for some sort of, you know, <laughs> contest here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My whole life career, I was having to be pretty small. You know, yeah, Swanee, sure. I was I was small, and uh, we wanted to be at a certain weight, and that's that's where I was the whole time. And then I was like, okay, Will, this year I and even working with DV a, a little bit too, I definitely bulked up a little bit working with him and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then I got hurt and I had all that time off, so I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to start doing my own training. So I trained myself for a few months and did some stuff I'd wanted to try for a long time and mm-hmm. some stuff that I liked and kind of incorporated that into the whole will program. And, uh, dude, we, we hit it pretty hard this year. I was really happy with, with, what, yeah. with what we did together. And, you know, he's still learning too. So it was really cool. He wasn't just like, like if I came to a night, came to him with an idea, he wasn't just like, no, that's stupid. He was mm-hmm. like, well, let's try it. And if it works, cool. If not, then yeah. we won't do it. So that was pretty cool. But, uh, Dude, yeah, I mean, I'm probably 10 pounds heavier than I was racing a light bike. And um, so, like I said, I felt really good, though. Like, fitness-wise, I was I was really happy with how I felt. I felt really strong and had a lot in the tank and uh, can muscle that thing around if need be. So that, was, that yeah. was a good feeling. Yeah, I was impressed because, you know, I mean, even Jason Anderson coming back. And you see guys, we, 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 we've been told the level rises and these guys get in shape and they push each other, you know, and we're, we're round eight now or whatever. And... So, you know, we've been told about this, and then to see a guy come in and catch guys late in the race and get moved forward at the end of the race and get in the top ten, like, I don't think that's easy. You know what I mean? Like, these dudes like Harlan and McElrath and Phil, and they're in race shape. And uh, so, yeah, that's impressive, you know? 
Yeah, that's that's why I was happy. Was I was like, well, I, I I gave it a good effort, and you know, like I said, I the only thing I wish I could have done better was first lap position, really, to, yeah. to give myself a shot. Um, the first moto, I actually was decent, and then somehow I came across the the finish line first lap. And I was in nineteenth. I was like, how in the hell did that happen? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know where I got passed by all those yeah. guys, but. Uh, and even the second moto, like, dude, on the, the first start when the gate flinched, yeah. which I think is still BS, we should have just ran that bitch because I was in fourth. I was like, <laughs> dude, I am killing it. <laughs> like, I had some clear track. Like, it was great. Yeah. And then we hit the drop-off and red flag. I was like, damn it. What? So that was that was a real bummer. Um, yeah. Second one didn't go near as good. Right. But, uh, no, I was happy. Right? Yeah. It was it was a good effort, so I was, I was pumped. Well, my favorite part with the gate flinch, so they bring it back, and they do, like, six or seven test drops. drops. Yeah. First off, no offense. Mechanics do not pay attention. They are yelling at everybody. Stay back from the gates. We're going to test drop it. They drop it once. All the mechanics run, put their feet under. They're yelling, stand back. We have to keep test <laughs> dropping it. And it's just like, yeah, everybody's yeah, like, yeah. antsy, antsy. Yeah. Oh, drop it. Let's mess with it. No. So it took forever. And then uh, something with the shoegate old pin stuffing bin. They kind of all still weren't falling great. After uh, a while, I was like, it's not great. It's just, yeah, run it. It's not going to get any better after test dropping. I don't know six, for sure. I was, told, I was told the guy kind of missed the handle with his foot. So when you slip off the side of it, you know, yeah. it, it it jiggles and stuff. So I don't know. That's what I was told. Like, I stood and looked. When they were doing the test drop, I stood yeah. and looked down the length of it. Yeah. A bunch of them do not fall that quick on that one. Oh, really? Like old yeah, bent yeah, pins yeah. and stuff. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah they, this whole right. batch is a little kind of jacked up. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, even when we were doing the practice starts, there was a welding truck right in front of my gate. So I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> they've been working on this all day. Like, I need dude, a new gate. We got what we got. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. fine. Like, just run it. But, hey, isn't it funny? Uh, like, sometimes, like, we're a professional motocross series with millions of dollars at stake and, you know, millions of dollars invested. And sometimes, like, when I see the pits, like a lake of water, just in the pits and people people stepping in puddles and gates flinch you just go oh wow okay wait we're still just motocross racers you know oh yeah then you realize it, it's still really local <laughs> that's, and that's yes, what i loved yes. about like dude i went to that pir race thursday and yeah. dude, it was incredible like the amount of people that were there like the motocross scene up there and the pnw has to be thriving but yeah. dude i was just blown away i was like this is like this is what i grew up on doing these night races and just super like just local you know like yeah, it, just, yeah. it was awesome it was such a good vibe up there and i was like this is this is pretty cool like and even being out of the back of the van i'm like i'm right here in the mix like yeah i'm yeah. right here with all these boys so that uh it was just a cool feeling and good good vibes up in the pnw it was a good weekend for us yeah yeah that, that's cool that's awesome uh world supercross uh what'd you think around one and uh how'd it go and, and all of that it was uh it was interesting you know like i, I had no idea what to expect going there um pilot season last year i think no one really knew kind of mm -hmm. what to expect and uh it was just different dude like the racing is so tight uh it's so short and uh it, it's just different you know like I, I don't know if i'm a huge fan of the how quick it is like i'm like i said i'm kind of a slow builder i need need some time to get into it a little bit so when the races are that quick i'm like wow like i was just getting going and it's over so um some of it's definitely a little tight um but dude it was it was a really fun event and the whole purpose of us going and being in all these countries was it worked like so mm -hmm. many people came up to us and was like dude we've never been to supercross before and we're definitely coming back next year and my kid loves this maybe we can get him a bike we know when we get back home and i'm like that's that's what we're here for you know like yeah. that is yeah. the whole purpose getting new kids involved getting new people hopefully new sponsors i mean new everything so um that that was really cool that i think it's going to be even cooler when we go to some other countries and kind of see how that works but uh 
it was an exciting first first race. I wish I would have got some better starts, that's for sure. Um, so like I said, the racing is so tight that if you crash on the start like I did, you're kind of you're kind of shit out of luck. So <laughs> yeah, um, but it, it was cool. I mean, I, I think we'll get a lot better as we go and get a little more used to the bike. And you know, that was a brand new bike when we got there. Yeah. It was a little stiff kitty, and yeah. uh, you know, we needed some work. But uh, no, dude, it was a really cool event. Um, some stuff needed to be worked out a little bit, a little mm-hmm. bit better. But like I said, it's first round, so I uh, have that. I think I like the World Supercross guys. I like what they're doing. It's never going to be felled. Um, it's never. It's good. But you know what? Uh, there's Supercross fans all over the world, and I've gone to Geneva, and I've gone to Bulgaria, and I've gone to France. I've gone to all these places for, to watch racing, and American guys. You know, Colt Nichols is a big name, and Ken Roxon, and all these guys. There's fans all over the world that would love to see you guys. So if they stick to Taking it to places where the fans are going to come out, I think it could be very yep. successful, you know? Yeah, I mean, dude, that's the whole purpose. And, dude, like, I mean, people knock it and, and do whatever, and they're like, oh, this is a shit show or wh- whatever it is. I'm like, dude, like, this is giving guys like me an yeah. opportunity to race. We're making and money. Make a living. Like, yeah, I mean, dude, what, what was I supposed to do? Do exactly what I did this weekend all summer and just <laughs> go in the hole 100 grand? Like, dude, like, I can't do that, you know? Yeah. So, for me, I'm like, dude, this gives me an opportunity to make money. Uh, we get to travel the world. Yeah. We're getting new fans involved in Supercross, and mm. it's raising the level of everything. I mean, look at us now. We have yeah. this SMX, Super Moto, whatever playoff. So, um, you, so you no don't, matter what, hey, I mean, Cole, you it, don't think uh, you don't think that MX Sports and Feld would put in a bunch of money just all randomly into the purse the same year as I'm World Supercross? Or? Say probably not. <laughs> but you know, maybe that's that's what they're saying. Maybe it was I'm just like, a coincidence. You know, I don't buy it, yeah. But, yeah. I'm like, where does this money come from all of a sudden? I just don't buy it. But yeah. uh, no, dude, I mean, it's like I said, I, I think rising tide, you know, yep. floats all boats, makes everything better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's what's happening. So I'm, yeah. a, I'm a huge supporter of it. I think it's awesome whether I race it or not. Yeah. Moving forward, I'm a huge supporter. I think it's great. Yeah, listen, if you're Feld and you're MX Sports and you're trying to com- you have a competing series, then I get it. Uh, fuck Adam Bailey and fuck the World Supercross. I get it. Everyone else, <laughs> like, dude. Great. These racers are getting paid. Teams are making money. Cool. You want to do it? Great. If you don't want to race in, in America, great. Like, what's the what's the problem here? Why can't yeah, there, there, yeah there, sh- there should be no issue. I mean, like I said, it's, yeah. it's guys making money, and we're, we're riding dirt bikes. Yeah. You know, it might be a different series, but we're, we're getting paid to race dirt bikes. So, Absolutely. I mean, dude, dudes like Sabachi and, like, I mean, even myself, you know, I, I yeah. feel like we've, we've earned rights to, to be on factory teams and mm-hmm. to, to be competing with the best guys, but that's just not the way our sport works. You yeah. know, like, there's not enough seats available, and uh, that pushes guys to go to other avenues to make money, and that's, that's yeah. kind of what's happened. And so, um, Michael and I, and Michael and I get to look talk about another series and look yeah. at more results and watch more races and, and have janky shows talking about them. <laughs> Plus, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, why not? Yeah, it helps everybody. See? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, to to Colt's point, like think of ri- the rising all tides uh, comment and talking about even him and Sabachi. I was talking to Shane about this post race, like. One cool factor of this is not only what World Supercross does on its own, how it even affects the U.S. series. So take take Holt, take Shane, take Joey. These are all amazing riders, uh, Colt being a, a regional 250 Supercross champion. And, of course, we both know that Shane and Joey were very close. Mm-hmm. These are all guys that if uh, we didn't have this weird era of all these dudes staying light, like these are all guys that deserve, in, a, in an essence, yeah. factory rides. You have guys like Rick Ware, and you even have him wanting to run a U.S. team next year to make his world team better. You have Uribe that's stepping up more in the U.S. It's actually affecting, like, like if Rick goes through with it, it could, land, it could end up a paying ride for Joey and yeah. Colton Shane, those guys here next year. Yes. Like, there's positives for that beyond just world. Like, it actually, yeah. yes, sir, you could argue there's some takeaway from here, but there's also ways it's, it technically could say is improving here. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, yeah, no I, I I fully agree. I'm I'm on board with with, with that too because you just you don't know. I mean, like like you said, Rick wants to step up and be more involved, and I mean, he's a racer. He's got like 19 teams in every aspect of racing. So I mean, like he he wants to race and he wants to compete. This is a way for him to do that and a way for him to make some money too and, and somewhat break even. So I understand it. But for him, he's like, hey, if this will help us in World Supercross, mm-hmm. maybe we can do something in the U.S. And I'm like, dude, like, yeah. That'd be sick, you know. That's a huge help for all of us that don't have anything yeah. really. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just something I think that can really help everybody. But who knows? We got a long time till the next one. I got a lot of stuff I'm trying to do yeah. here before we uh, before we hit round two. So hopefully I can get that sorted before we, before in, we do all that. I'm interested. It's not exactly apples to apples, Colt, but I am interested in what you think of a Honda versus a Cowie. Uh, the Cowie redesign a couple years ago, to me, the changes yep. they made, they really wanted to make it look like a Honda and feel like a Honda with uh, engine engine placement and uh, chassis and everything else. They took their long, uh, slow-turning boat of a bike, made it more supercrossy, made it more Honda-ish. And again, I know it's not apples to apples because we're talking about a factory Honda that you rode versus this Don Maeda bike. Uh, but but like, what, what do you think the difference is between the two bikes? Uh, I mean, it's it's so hard to say just because, like, outdoors, I, I think the Honda is pretty incredible. Like, honestly, like, whenever I rode it in outdoors, I was like, dude, this thing is awesome. Like, mm-hmm. it moves the way I want it to move, like, that I always wanted, you know, my star bikes to move. But we were Air Fork, and it just wasn't going to work that way. So mm-hmm. um, the Honda outdoors, dude, I, I had so much fun riding the thing. Like, it was incredible. And then, um, I mean, even Supercross, too, there at the end, we finally got it sorted. So whenever we had the bike at, like, say, at a Nashville, like, that version of my mm-hmm. factory honda compared to what i raced at <clears throat> the first round in the uk it, it was dramatically different okay. um yeah but i finally got it to work the way that i wanted it to work and i liked it and it was honestly pretty similar to the cowie like there were some things that i think the honda still did a little bit better for mm-hmm. sure but there's also stuff that the cowie naturally like the way it sits it was just better in, in some areas of the track and um, it was really cool because I got to take the Honda, you know, I rode at Elsinore quite a few times preseason mm-hmm. during the season, and then we got to ride there before going to the UK. So I got to ride the exact same track on both of the bikes. So I could really see like what I'm working with here. And, uh, that was a pretty cool test. So I can really see mm-hmm. like back to back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it is definitely more stable, um, the way it comes, but also too, we had such a good package to start from that. It you know who knows like yeah. if I would have started at ground zero like where we could have ended up at and how long it would have taken to get there which is what we did with the Honda so right. um, so I don't know it's it's just really hard to say but you know I I do miss having the ability to to try some stuff I'll tell you that yeah yeah really um, <laughs> with the Cowie it was more like hey this is what we got buddy like yeah. we can't really change anything so, good luck um, right yeah like pretty much get used to it or, or you know that's that's it so um, but no I mean it, yeah. it is just a it's completely different bike and engine wise like dude the Honda is so fast like mm-hmm. the thing is so fast um where you have to ride it at i, I think is a different zone than the cowie you, it likes to be a little more low power like that lower 25 percent throttle opening kind of area mm-hmm. um where the cowie i think you can get away with riding it a little higher in the revs mm-hmm. um and it's still getting the traction you want but it, i think it's definitely a little bit more of a stable bike sure. from the get-go like front to back it, it's yeah. more stable the honda like i said kind of falls on the front sometimes a little high in the rear and uh, the Cowie is definitely stable right. for sure. Uh, Michael, I like, I, I like, like Nick Way did this a lot. When Nick Way didn't have a bike or a team or whatever, he went and bought a motorcycle. Nick probably has sixteen KX four fifties right now in his garage. <laughs> in parts somewhere. Um, Guaranteed. He, yeah. He, yeah, he made he made things happen. Uh, some riders sit back and go, "Woe is me! I have no bike. I can't ride." And it's like, dude, 
you you have money go buy a bike i love i love what colt did uh getting a van getting a bike getting a program top tanning um you know as a factory rider for a long time uh, who you know doesn't had everything given to you because of your skill not because anything else and then now to to do this i like that kind of stuff man i like to see that i don't like riders just sitting on the couch saying oh this series sucks or this my life sucks i don't i you know yeah yeah i've I've never really understood that either just because of the fact that i'm like dude like you're never going to get i mean people in this world i mean it's not just our industry it's just the world i mean like you you always expect stuff like no one has to give you anything like you shouldn't expect anything because nobody owes you anything and like uh, people say that all the time, like, dude, you deserve a factor ride, you deserve this. I'm like, dude, nobody deserves anything. You just get put <laughs> in the situations and you get opportunities and you take advantage and that's what you do. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, dude, I, I literally raced for $500 the first time I went to Costa Rica. <laughs> like, yeah. dude, like, no, I, I had nothing. You know, like, I, I had made a little bit of money in Arena Cross that year and I didn't have a bike here to ride either. So I'm like, well, I'm going to use this money that I just made in Costa Rica, go buy a bike and some of the arena cross money that I had, because Mm -hmm. otherwise, what am I going to do? Like I can't ride unless I go buy a bike. So I'm like, dude, like I'm investing in myself. It'd be different if I was buying a bike for somebody else to go ride and just hammer the shit out of it. But I'm like, dude, this is for me. Like (laughs) if I am a professional dirt bike rider, like I I need a a bike to ride. So you got to do what you got to do. I just, I never understood that mentality. And even, younger kids are like, dude, I, I don't have a ride and it's not worth it and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. dude, go figure it out. Like make the shit happen. Like yeah. that just bothers me so bad. I'm like, dude, nobody owes you shit. Like go get a bike, go train, go bust your ass. And then the opportunity will come, but it's not going to come just no. sitting on the couch. And, and, we, and you know, these people I'm talking about, I mean, some of these are our friends, like, you know, but, but they're like, I don't have a bike. I, I got nothing. I got, it's like, dude, you got money, go buy a bike and then get a bunch of parts from your friends in the industry and then slap it on the bike and then lose Sell it for a thousand dollars less, and now you've lost a thousand dollars, but you've ridden ridden it for six months or whatever. Like, yeah, you, you got know? to do what you love. Yeah. You got to race. I mean, like uh, even this weekend, I'm like, dude, I I went in the hole pretty dramatically, but I'm like, dude, I had so much fun. Yeah, just racing again. You know, like it was just awesome to be behind the gate. Yeah, but be around all your peers, and it's just it's fun. You're also gonna if you get this SMX thing, you know, which looks good, you're gonna make a lot of money in that. You know what I mean? So you're yeah, you're like, investing. Well, in I mean, it you're, we're investing in ourselves. Hopefully, get the money back and then some. Yeah. And, yeah. Then I'm be like, you know what? That was all that stress and all that BS was worth it. And you know, I, luckily I just had people like Don that stepped up. I mean, dude, yeah. he literally just was like, "Yeah, ride my bike." And then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Mitch and a few guys were giving us parts, and yeah. you know, just just able to make it happen. I've been in this industry a long time. I know a lot of people, and you know, it was just cool that I got such good feedback. Everybody mm-hmm. I called was like, "Man, we'd love to help you." Like, how how can we help? And I'm like, "That's pretty damn cool," you know. Yeah. So, nope. um, that was cool. You, you got to do that sometimes, man, and I, it makes it really fun. Yeah, it's stressful, but uh, like I said, that was the most fun I've had at an outdoor in a damn long time. So it was definitely worth it. We uh, we should have called Phil tonight to see his feelings on getting caught and passed <laughs> by you, but yeah, um, we didn't. But that would have been great. Yeah, too. we needed that. We needed that. We'll get that next time. I still love uh, not this round, but the round before his opening quote in one of our interviews was, "I suck." I lost my fitness. So then I was like, go up to him at Washougal, and I'm like, hey, somebody DM'd us on the Vile thing this week. They screenshotted that interview. I said it was a Brazilian person. They were like, why Phil have no fitness? Why Phil can't find? And he just got mad. He's like, ah, probably somebody's friends with Enzo or something. <laughs> you should have you seen him after, after Millville, uh, Cole. Absolute rock bottom for him. We loved it because he was so depressed, and he Oof. said he's got no fucking base, and I can't fucking train because I got no fucking base because then I'm, I need rest, and then I got to race, and I'm in, this oh, circle, I'm, I'm in this circle of fuckery, and he's just going on and on. It's just great. It's fantastic. Uh-huh. 
honestly can't you, you can't not love Phil, right? No, I mean, like the no. dude is just awesome. Like there's just no way around it. Even racing this weekend, I'm like, dude, I have never Phil is I mean, a decent amount older than me. I've never I don't think yeah. I've ever raced Phil. So it was just no. kinda cool. Like I'm on the gate and I'm like, Well, I've never raced this guy before <laughs> you know? and we were battling in the first moto. I'm like, This is just so random to me, but this is awesome. Like yeah. it was just great. I loved it. Of, of all the riders out there right now, like <clears throat> regardless of results, everything, like when they retire. Phil's is going to be one of the ones I'm the most bummed about. Like, regardless of what he's done, yeah. his I'll just not having him around. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah that's going to hit different. Now it he's is. mad at Masterpool. He's really oh, he's going to have a chat with Masterpool uh, next race because Masterpool was behind him and revving, revving him a lot. He did not like that. He was like, uh, I'm fucking racing too, kid. Get around me. If you know what I mean? Like, so he's, he's, he's just so angry. I know. He said he's, he's so angry. He said he's going to find Masterpool and tell him if you ever do that fucking oh, shit again. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> you um, got to love that. Right? I do. Yeah, you do. Uh, well, hey, man, uh, thanks for the time tonight. Really appreciate it. Uh, like I said, a really good job this weekend. Very impressive. I love everything about the story. It's great. I hope you make it out to the, to the last two. I'll call, I'll call Jericho. We'll get something worked out here um yeah well we'll get it case. moving i, I yeah. got faith in it I, I think i know enough people and yep. you know like i said I'll, I'll buy buy whatever bikes i gotta do and we'll uh we'll get there somehow we'll cool make it happen. awesome man thanks for the time colt all right thanks guys yeah, right. i appreciate all it right. see ya uh thank you to the folks at uh, cherry's usa for bringing uh colt nichols on the show uh always a good interview colt nichols is it's fantastic. absolutely fantastic uh, i love the story like i said and uh that's 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 something really cool to see um i'm ashamed to admit i forget how he did it at the opener of the wsx I asked him about it, but I don't remember how he did. Five? Top five. Top five? Yeah. Okay, I don't even remember. I saw the results, and I, I, uh, I didn't remember. So, um, all right, Colt Nichols, everybody. All right, uh, Nathan's on one. Oh, Whoa. I hung up on Nathan. My bad. Good I got job. Sa- my sausage fingers didn't work. Uh, Renegade Race Fuels. Uh, thanks to the folks at Renegade Race Fuels for coming on the show. They're looking for dealers and distributors, by the way. Uh, Renegade is, so please check them out. RenegadeRaceFuel.com. They won championships with uh, Will Hahn and Justin Brayton back in the day. And now Dean Wilson and Max Ancy pour it in oh. now. Uh, Renegade, they don't just make power. They engineer it. Renegade is your guide and partner to get in the whole shot and be the first one to the checkers. The fuels burn cooler, cleaner, and more consistent than the competition. So thanks to Renegade Race Fuels. Uh, is, this, uh, is this Nathan? I have to correct myself. Okay. Nichols what? was eighth at the eighth? opening okay. World press round. All right. Uh, Renegade Race Fuels is bringing you uh, Chris Kiefer tonight on the show. What do you mean it's not ringing? It just goes like silent and then it goes to voicemail. Like it doesn't actually ring. Wow. Real professional. No. Chameleon snowboard Samsonite. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm out. What's that, What's that what? from? I haven't heard that one before. Uh, Sometimes try- I just click random ones that I haven't clicked in a while. <laughs> See if they still work. Yeah, just make sure they're There's been very little right. sound drops tonight, gentlemen. I know. I don't know. Oh, we can fix that. Well, can, but I eat ass. Okay, yeah, see? Yeah, there, there we is. go. Thanks. Thanks a lot. That's, That's a compliment. That's great. That is the greatest yeah, compliment days. I could give you. In these days, it is. Um, I can do this one. <laughs> I'd fly the girls in from L.A., boy. Yeah, Kiefer said he's ready, buddy. Uh, all right, Kiefer's brought to you by Renegade Race Fuels. And then Lars Lindstrom from Honda brought to you by the folks at Renthal, Renthal.com. They're on the factory Honda right now as we as we speak. They've used nothing but Renthal bars since 1986. Think about that, people. They have Whether it's a 7 eighths bar that RJ used or now like the twin wall and a fat bar that the uh, Honda guys use nowadays, they've been on the factory Hondas forever. And uh, when you speak of factory Hondas, I know what I'm talking about because I wrote them. 
Kiefer and I uh, actually got a chance to ride the factory HRC bikes this weekend at Washougal Alpine Star Ride Day. Thanks to the guys at Alpine Stars for making it happen. But Renthal.com uh, bringing you our first guest or our next guest of the night, factory HRC manager Lars Lindstrom. What's up, Lars? How are you, man? Good. How are you guys doing? We're good. Thanks for the time tonight. So thanks. You're welcome, Steve. <laughs> I like that introduction. I appreciate it very much. Yes. And uh, as you saw that, I, I, yes. I had to correct you on social media just to let everybody know that, yeah, you, I'm ever, not ever Ever since you brought that up, Lars, I, I've watched a few episodes and yeah. he struggles. You I got, do. You've got him tripped up on it pretty I good do. now. Uh, so the, the, nice. the, I just want people to clarify, like the stars of the sport are not just randomly calling in to Pulp <laughs> Mech Show on Monday nights. These are prearranged, <laughs> right? So uh, uh, It only took like 10 years of this janky show to get that you know point yeah. across yeah absolutely well, right. i'd like i'd like to think that i made a difference for your show yeah um and and i'll, I'll i'm good with that I'm, yeah i'll take that one no absolutely uh Renthal bringing you lars lindstrom renegade race fuels bringing you our next guest he's going to join us also it's uh our regular co-host chris Kiefer. what's up Kiefer? how are you hello gentlemen how are you this is uh it's great to have you guys on the line thank you for calling in i got a chance and look i said it earlier i'm blue crew uh, bike of the year, I get it. I love Yamaha, but there's something about a factory Honda, whether it's 1986, 96, 2006, whatever it is. There's something about factory Honda, and I got to ride fucking HRC bikes. Uh, Lars, thank you, man. That was awesome. That was great. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Um, I mean, we don't do this very often, and, and uh, I, uh, you guys have been bugging me for a long time. <laughs> we have been. Yeah, you know, yep. yeah. <laughs> Kind of put me against the wall. You made up a story about me having too many drinks, and I promised you <laughs> during this time, which is completely fabricated. But uh, you know, it just it it was about time that we do something like that. We've been having a great year, and I just thought, you know what, yeah. um, let's do it. Um, so, yeah, it worked out. Cool. How far up the chain did you have to go? Like, or how hard was it to get this authorized one? And how far up the chain? did you have to go to, to make this happen? Was it tough? Like, or, or did they trust your judgment that Kiefer and I are not like too much of a losers to ride the bikes? Um, I didn't have to go too far away. I went to Brandon. Okay. And, um, so yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, maybe we'll get some backlash and uh, we'll see, but yeah, but Brandon <laughs> was cool. On, it really yeah. depends on, on your, uh, on your feedback and what you guys write and, you know, whatever <laughs> like that, I guess. Then we'll find out, but uh, okay. maybe we'll never do it again. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, Kiefer, we, we were telling Lars in a group text that, you know, we just GH, Paris, that's fine. And uh, that's all we want to do. It's okay. And Lars was, like, very insistent on making a special, which I'm happy he did, Kiefer, you know? Uh, I am, too. Actually, I was kind of, when Lars was saying that, I'm like, yeah, we don't need to go anywhere. Like, Lars, it's okay. Like, just go to Glen Helen. But after his explanation to us the other day, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Let's go ride these bikes where they race them, and Washougal is a really good spot to do it as mm -hmm. far as photos, video, and the riders are going to be there anyway. So, yeah, yeah, it just uh, it just made sense. What what I do like though, what I do remember from this whole thing before it started, I do remember in the group message like. Lars was, like, acting like, well, what if you guys don't like the bike? We're like, whatever, dude. It's an HRC Honda. What's not to like? Like, why are you even saying that? Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, come on, Lars. Like, Well, I mean, I think you guys both, you know, know the, the deal over the past years. You know, like, the way that one rider sets up a bike is not what the general public would like. And Correct. No, I mean, I, I know you're pretty fast, Kiefer, but, you know, I'm not sure that you're up to chasing jet speed. So <laughs> yeah, right. uh, sometimes, 
yeah, that used to be the thing for me, you know, like we'd ride the bike, I'd ride the bike back in 15 years ago or something like that. And the thing would be so harsh and, and stiff in the front. It was mainly, I just remember forks being so stiff mm-hmm. for like a Wyndham or a shorty or something like that. And I'm like, man, if the general public rode this bike, they would hate it because it, it you know, you heard that a lot. Right. Um, but I really think that the way that the guys ride the bike now, it's acceptable for a guy like you, Steve, to ride it and go, yeah, this is, I can ride this bike. It's not so out of the ballpark that you just hate it, right? Like it's, it's rideable. The engine's rideable, all these things. So it's really just tailored to each rider. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the one thing that I really, I, I mean, this is so obvious that people are going to think I sound stupid, but you know, each rider is so different to what they like when, it, whether it's power or suspension or chassis or these things, you know, we, we can be really dramatically, dramatically different as you found out. And, um, and then throw in a Ken Roxon, you know, like there, there's so many different types of, of riders. And that's why I think production is so hard. It's so hard to go, to go read a magazine and go, Oh yeah, that bike's the best. Oh, it's the best for everybody. I'll just go buy that one. You know, it's <laughs> right. not, it's, it's, how impossible is that job, right, Kiefer, to, to like build it or uh, develop a bike, especially in production, that everybody's going to like. Like it's just, you know, people have preferences that you're not, you just can't anticipate. So it's the same thing with race bikes. And who knows, maybe some of those things you guys would have rode and you would have hated. So that's, yeah. I just wanted to kind of preface it with that, you know? Yeah, I rode Ferry's Cowie in like 07, 08 at his place on his outdoor track at his house. I didn't really like it. It hit. It hit too hard, and the forks were way too stiff. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was like, eh, this ain't great, Mm -hmm. you know? So, uh, yeah, Yeah. you're you're, you're right, Lars. Um, Kiefer, uh, before we get too far into this, I just – Lars. Oh, here we go. Lars, just just for the record, um, when I was talking about the bikes to you and Hutch and Droopy and everybody, Ah. when I was explaining what the bikes were doing, the 2450s and the 250F, I know this is going to hurt Lars, I know, but please be be truthful. I was a very good uh, uh, analyst of what these bikes were doing. Um, I, I think that as much as it does hurt, yes. Steve, to say it, um, I mean, we all kind of felt like we all kind of looked at each other, and and then Shane actually made the joke that he had given you the dyno chart. <laughs> so that you can explain that of each bike is, uh, yeah, you were right on the money. I mean, you yep. nailed exactly what Jet likes in the engine and how we have that set up compared mm-hmm. to what Chase has and uh, yep. the clutch, even maybe, yep. even, you know, some, uh, and I mean, uh, mm-hmm. which was really surprising, and I think you'll agree on this, Keeper, is because. I never really saw you like get on the power at all. <laughs> there it is. You rode around and there it I mean, is. your your line your line in the whoops was like the first time, you know, you came out of that turn. I would like to say you ripped the turn, but maybe not. And yeah. then you roll, you went roll. Roll, mm-hmm. roll, 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 and then you're out of the whoops. And the yeah. second time you kinda went for like a roll kinda one and a half. Yeah, and then off the side, and then you just took the water truck lane. I think that's. I mean, maybe I missed it too much. <laughs> but, you took the water truck lane. Uh, the whoops. I'm not a supercross specialist. Okay, I'm more of an outdoor guy. Wait, you answer the question. Did you take the water truck lane? Sometimes, yeah. Oh my! I, hey, listen, my arms and my hands—they were not in good shape. I needed to rest a little bit, so. Hey, we 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 actually uh, made I made this joke and I'll make it again right now because it's pertinent. But 
you're like, I'm not a Supercross guy. And I'm like, evidently you're not a motocross guy either. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I got on it enough to know what the bikes were doing, Lars. You did. It okay. was super impressive, Steve, and I'm not even going to BS the, the listeners. You nailed all that stuff. Um, I texted you earlier today about a production test coming up that yep. we may need your oh, help thank with. you. Thank you. Keeper, oh keeper, yeah, shook his head at that, but you uh, know, like, dang man, you're right on top. A little piece of di- a little piece of me just died. Uh, I right would now. like to announce the formation <laughs> of Steve Testing Inc. Starting no. right away. The new butt pass. Hey, the new butt pass. JT's going to have to get you. It's called the Human Dino. <laughs> the Human Dino. <laughs> um, but no, it was awesome. It was really, really cool to ride them. Um, Kiefer. You're the real tester here, for real, though, and you're the guy that actually can ride a bike pretty damn fast. Isn't it amazing the differences between the two bikes and how they mimic how the guys ride? Like, it really is uh, easy to see the riding style of each rider by riding their bikes, Sexton and uh, and Jet. Yeah, so um, I when I was flying to Washougal, I kind of watched both of these guys. I, I saved some stuff and watched Chase and, and Jet, how they ride, because I knew that was – you know, going to be the topic, you know, and first of all, I didn't even know I was riding Jet's bike. I just kind of wanted to watch them to see how they rode. And then I got there and found out we were riding all of them. I was like stoked. So, um, it's crazy. While I was out on the track, I was thinking about how they both ride and Steve's right. Like exactly what we see on the TV or on the, you know, you're out there on Saturdays is, is basically what the Honda allows the bike to do. Um, the only difference is, and I said this in, in my podcast today is, when Lars was talking about how easy these bikes are, bikes are to ride and for the common man just to hop on them and feel okay, I think Lars is kind of downplaying that. There's, And maybe he only knows what, what they have, obviously, but I've ridden quite a few factory bikes, and that's not the case. Um, I still think a lot of that 10 years ago feel is still apparent in, in some of these factory bikes now, but for whatever reason, and we can deep dive it if you want, but Man, there is a big window for any type of rider within jet setup. That's what was really amazing to me. You can ride it so many different ways, and it allowed you to do that. You know, Steve? Yeah, I was impressed with Jet's bike. For me, a slow, fat vet guy. I, it was comfy. It was easy to ride. It, it, I didn't like his clutch lever placement at all, but I dealt with that. Um <laughs> And, and, and like to work hard to adapt. Yeah, but I was shocked, man. It was the easiest factory bike or, or you know high performance bike I think I've ever ridden. It was I, it was amazing. I want to know. I want to know, Chris. Was Jet's bike good enough? Would you have made the top forty field at Washougal on it? Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm just gonna stamp that. Yes. Just, yes. Well, would you have but done more than like? Okay. Go ahead. But seriously, like for me. Riding right into two bikes together, they couldn't be more opposite of one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jet's bike is really, first of all, Jet and Hunter both have very, very stiff steering. They tighten up their steering, and with the steering dampener that they use, Steve, you can attest to this. Like, it took me a minute to get used to just how heavy the steering is on those. Yeah, guys I thought bikes. it was broken. I thought something was broken. Yeah. So, um, but dude, Jet and Hunter both have a tons. Tons of front wheel traction. Um, Lars had me do some homework, and I was writing all this stuff out today, and I'm just like, there is just a lot of front wheel contact patch within Jet's bike, and you could cut down early if you wanted to out of a rut, and you know how Washougal has those shallow ruts, and some of them get blown out the end. You can cut down, and there's no pushing within the front wheel. Um, 
if you guys are out there listening, you come from a Honda background, you know how a production Honda frame and the chassis feels a little bit rigid and it kind of deflects when you're on the lean angle of the tire. Jet Spike did none of that. Um, for how fast Jet is, his fork is actually comfortable and, and soft. And to kind of talk about what we were saying is, you know how Jet's very playful on the track and he hops, jumps, and he hops these little bumps around the track. And there was still some chatter on the track from where they back drug it. And it, it wasn't completely graded, although it was. There were still some of those bumps underneath that. And the first, I don't know, few inches of Jet's travel is so playful and soft it allows you just to kind of hop over those things. But then you think, oh, shit, it's going to be too soft when you hit a face of a jump, and it has so much dampening. And it's just very rare for a rider to feel both of those attributes within a fork. Like, very, very rare. And I, I don't think I got over it. I'm still talking about it to this day when I get home to my wife. I'm like, that's so rare to feel. It's crazy. <laughs> Uh, Lars, and obviously we've seen that the, 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 the bracing on Ch- uh, Chase's bike in Supercross, and now Jet's got it and Chase doesn't have it. Uh, you know, obviously all these options for both of the bikes are available to both riders, and they've chosen this direction you guys have gone in, right? Like this is, this is, it's rare. To, like, I mean, I worked on some teams, and it's rare to have these two differences in bikes as much as your two riders do because they're so damn, they're two of the fastest riders in the world. And yet their setups are so different. Lars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think that we've always been really good about, you know, allowing the riders to do what, what, the, what they feel is best, right? Uh, we're not going to, mm-hmm. we have never been really the team that's, that forces the rider to ride something that they don't want to. I mean, you just, you know, the happy rider is a fast rider, like uh, Geyser says, right? So um, it, uh, it, we, we've just gone with what they've chosen and we've suggested what we think and, you know, gone down that road. And, um, obviously when, uh, when there's, <clears throat> you know, preferences that they have, then, mm-hmm. then we'll go with that. Uh, and, uh, so anyways, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, they, they have two different riding styles and they, you know, obviously last year chase proved that, um, what, what that BFR shock that he runs and that, and everything else that, that he can go really, really fast, uh, like that. Mm-hmm. And jet is a little bit more like set up like a Kenny, I would have, I would have to say, um, with the rear end being a little bit higher and things like that. And, um, and you know, I remember this actually, when you were talking about the, the bike, the engine feeling so smooth and all that, it's a little bit like, um, when Ricky first rode a 450 and he rode, I remember him saying, and this is, I guess I'm going way back, but, um, he didn't even want like a, a works engine. He's like, just give me a production engine. This thing's fine. It's so easy to ride and everything like that. And that's kind of where Jet's at. I feel like he, he's a smooth rider. He's really lightweight. Um, and he just, you know, feathers the throttle and rides around and, you know, kind of low RPM sounding most of the time. Um, and Chase is not like that. You know, he's a bigger guy. He likes to feel it really, um, a really powerful bike. And, um, so he's always been, even against the Kenny last year and, uh, and then Colt and Supercross, um, a lot more aggressive and lower gearing and yeah. things like that. So it, you know, it just goes back to everybody's different. Um, what he likes is what he likes. And, um, I mean, we'll always work on whatever he wants to, to try to improve on. Yeah. Um, and there's always something, right? I mean, no bike's going to be perfect. Um, and so, yeah, there's always something to, to try and to learn. And, um, We'll see in this break if we if we end up trying a few things and maybe making uh, it a little bit better for for him and 
Um, yeah. I mean, hopefully we get some more close racing in, at the next three races. Kiefer, uh, or I says Lars, you actually gave Kiefer some uh, some homework. Yeah, you gave him some test sheets to fill out. You're like you're like yeah. actually interested. I didn't get those test sheets, so I don't. Maybe you didn't get my email, or I, I don't. I don't know. Like, did you? Maybe no, Steve. It was it was like this. Um, your feedback was so good. Oh, that thank you. Thank there was just there was no need for any evaluation sheet from you. You, you just nailed it thank um, you. without even us having to do that. With keeper is a little oh, bit harder. Yeah. It seemed like he's kind of new to this testing. Thing, yeah, so he I get he wasn't it. Able, he wasn't able to really. really I get it. Um, you know, let us know oh. exactly. So we, right. we had to have him write it down. Sometimes it's easier for people to write things down than say it out loud. <laughs> it just came out uh, Kiefer, it felt like Chase yeah. at the end of the day was like really into you, talk, like you asking you about his bike and your thoughts on it. it. Seemed like Chase was really into it. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was fun because we were downloading some stuff to the the team, and then Chase was listening, and and his dad was even there. I mean, his dad were talking about yeah. you know a few things, and uh, yeah, it, it's just really. It's really it's cool to, to hear about what these guys actually want in their bikes, and then being able to relate to that because you actually rode it and you felt it. And I never once during the whole day thought about what I would want. I'm just always thinking about the rider and and almost kind of what Trey has to go through being the test guy. Like he has mm-hmm. to think like, all right, how does Trey has to know about Chase? What he likes. Trey has to know about what Jet and he likes, and he has to kind of help the team and Lars kind of guide him in that direction. So it was almost like being like a fill-in tray for, for a few hours, you know, <laughs> just talking to the guys and giving them some feedback. And uh, yeah, it, it's, those are the things that I really like to do racing aside and all these things. I just love testing. And oh, we that, know that you, really you didn't even come to the fucking race. You flew in Saturday night. <laughs> we know that. Exactly. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> uh, Kiefer, what was the most like impressive thing of any of the three bikes to you? Like, any one thing i'm gonna go with jet's motor yeah i'll I'll give how about i give you one point on each bike okay um hunter's bike for me and have had a lot of time on a honda 250 um i hear a lot of the media and even some of the broadcast guys saying they don't think the honda is as fast as a star bike and and maybe not in the grand scheme of things but there is a lot of torque within that 250 honda i was actually really surprised i didn't I didn't think I was going to feel that much torque on Hunter's bike, but holy crap, man. Second gear, uh, similar to, the, to like, you know, Chase's 450, you better be ready and hang on. So in some of these tight corners, I actually shifted into third just to get me less of that hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, I was really impressed with the torque that came out from the 250. And on, on Chase's side, there is a lot of low-end front side to Chase's bike, kind of like Lars said. He likes a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But the most impressive thing to me it was jumping down some of these hills in Washougal and how well his, his shock is, honestly. It has this dead, slower feel to it, but it doesn't really react. So some of these jumps that Washougal has, you jump over these hills, and then you have to land with, your throttle off and then be able to pivot into some of these corners. Mm -hmm. And so in the normal realm of things, when you do that, you have a shock that loads and then unloads and it's very hard to get into the corner. Well, Chase's bike did that really well. It was really planted. As soon as I landed, it stuck to the ground and was really easy to make some of these insides. So I was really surprised about the shock. I really haven't Mm-hmm. even ridden the BFRC shock that much because it's such a piece of shit on the Suzuki that I just rip it off anyway. Um, and then Jet, man, it's hard to pick one thing. Um, 
best factory bike that I've ever ridden, and I've ridden quite a few. And it's yeah. just how linear and long his power is, and how easy it is to ride. Any yeah. blue collar dude could hop on that thing and be like, "Oh yeah, this is unbelievable." It's just so long, so friendly, so connected. Uh, the engine, the ECU, all of that stuff, mm-hmm. man. It's just you can roll on the throttle super early in these corners, and you can really see how Jet's so why he rides so effortless. Sure, Jet's a great rider, but the bike helps him. I just feel like the bike just helps him that much more. Right. Yeah. I. I yeah. I think I, I, Jet's bike was. Like you said, blue collar. That's me. Uh, it was it was impressive for sure. Um, easy to ride. Actually, uh, can I throw something in yeah. there? Um, I don't remember hearing Kiefer's comment about Chase's shock feeling low and dead like that. But I did hear you say that, Steve. Yeah, I don't know if he's listening. Yeah, yeah, no, it could be. I swayed a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was he was probably eavesdropping on what I was saying because he's he's new to the testing game. You know, we did. I mean, we did try not to sway the test by not letting him hear your comments or just like we would. I walked away. You did. Walked away. (laughs) You did. Kiefer took it that seriously. They were asking me about Chase's bike or something. Kiefer's like, "I'm out of here. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it." He just walks away. No, that was good. I mean, because that, that's something that I always think about, too, you know, like especially when it comes to magazine tests, mm-hmm. when there's some of these riders that, that maybe aren't very uh, custom, accustomed to, to testing, and they're probably kind of wondering, like, what do I say? Because <laughs> I, I don't really know what to say. Because just even being able to elaborate on, like, what you're feeling is really difficult for some people. They know they don't like it, yeah. but they can't tell you why. Yeah. And, and so um, – so, anyways, <clears throat> excuse me. So then, um, crap! I totally forgot my train of thought because something else happened. But <laughs> the uh, what was I just talking about, Steve? The shock. The shock. Yeah. The, the 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 people don't know what they're talking about. Test riders. They don't quite know how to articulate what they were. Yeah, what they feel. Right. Yes. Exactly. So, anyways, the when they when they can't they don't really know what they're feeling. And they just know they're listening to to the guy who might know, <laughs> yeah. um, like a, like a Kiefer or a yeah. you know Josh Moseman or someone like that. And they're like, yeah, what you said. That, that's <laughs> that's what I feel too. And they, they're really like, they're just going along. So that, yeah. I, I, that's why I feel like sometimes it's it's difficult with a test rider like that. Yeah. Can we do something about jets? Like, can we put the le- the lever out, the lever out a little bit towards the the end of the bar? Do you, do you know? Do you know why originally they have it like that? Well, that's what Kiefer told me. Is that true about Dazzy and spending money on on broken levers? I mean, that's what Dazzy told me a long, okay. long time ago. Because when they were little, they'd fall over, and and if the levers were really far in, then they wouldn't break off. <laughs> um, and you know, them coming from their their humble roots there in, in Australia, you know, like just like you know, a lot yeah. of people that you know stuff like that adds up. So. You're trying to save as much money as you can, um, but uh, I think it's probably a little bit of that, and, and also you know the leverage points and stuff like that. But yeah, um, but yeah that's where it started from, like leverage. apparently, and they just yeah. got used to it. So yeah, it's kind of funny the lever thing because a lot more people are picking up on that. I, I could be wrong. I believe Hymas's stuff might be more, and Lars could attest to that. But a lot of the PC guys. Uh, going to the fat bar yeah. is partially a comfort thing, but I had two mechanics tell me the riders were also doing it to emulate that because on the twin wall they couldn't get the controls yeah. over far enough. Yeah. Otherwise, they had to run a weird shorty lever, which has weird leverage ratio. Um, sure. Like uh, Archer was telling me that was a big thing with Austin. They switched. He didn't necessarily really even care about the comfort distance. A lever. It was to get the yeah. levers in there because Lawrence is that hand control, the way they do their hands and they wrap around. Um, 
Kanazaro did an explanation about how you're holding the grip and you twist it different with the way the, the Lawrence's ride, kind of okay. the, the way they control it. Yeah. Well, Dazzy said it was just to save money on, on, on <laughs> it just so. We just came across it naturally. Right, right, which is, which is yeah, just nuts. Um, what did you ride most of the day, Michael? Do you ride just, a Cowie? Yeah, stock Cowie 450. Okay. I was going to say uh, I had two takeaways from seeing what you guys were doing. Yeah. Um, one, not not to kiss Chris's ass too much, but I was it was really cool, honestly, to see like Chase and Lawrence, like how interested they were yeah. in Chris's feedback. Yep. I did ask Chase on, I can't remember if it was Saturday evening or Sunday morning, I said, well, if Steve rides your bike – and uh, comes off and says it's better than Jets. Does that change anything? And he said, no, that'll just confuse me more. <laughs> I said, if Chris comes off and says your bike's better, what happens? He goes, then I, he's like, then I'll, I'll listen <laughs> or something. <laughs> um, and then Chris made the comment about how torquey um, Hunter's, Hunter's bike, bike was. Yeah. He was telling me that. And then the next session out, um, you rode Hunter's bike. And uh -huh. I, I followed you around for a minute. And I could tell you were really trying to test that torque. I think you left in fourth. I think I never heard it come up above maybe about seven or 8,000 yeah, RPM. So yeah. you were really, I, really figuring out that I, torque uh, character there. I'm not a 250 rider. Uh, I don't, I've, last time I rode was Geico, uh, uh, whenever we did that test. And well, by that point, you're a 450 rider. But guys, uh, you know, I'm really a 450 guy deep down. I ride them better. Yeah, yeah. And by then, my arms and hands were pretty much uh, done. We were done for the day. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't a great combo. Um, I was the only one worried about the time limit. You know, I was yeah. like, originally, I thought we were only getting 15 minutes total on each bike. So I'm freaking out. And Steve's like, man, I'll go about eight minutes. So I'm trying to buy Steve's yeah, minutes. Yeah, Kiefer thought it was, bike, you know? Lars said 15 on each bike. So, you know, each of us gets 45 minutes. And then Kiefer was trying to do, like, can I roll over my minutes, like, when Steve doesn't use? Like, he thought it was Verizon. <laughs> where, I did say to you, you pulled off on your yeah. opening lap on Jet's bike. You had arm pump, and you were sitting in the first corner. Not but my left, opening lap. No, it was no, two yeah. laps. But your bike, you left the bike running, and I rolled up to you. I said, are you leaving it running so your timer counts yeah. down faster? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Kiefer, uh, Lars, you did not go for Kiefer's rollover minute plan. No, I wasn't going to go for that. And uh, I knew that Kiefer was I – don't, I don't even remember if I – set a timer when you were going to ride because I kind of just knew that you were going <laughs> to. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but Kiefer, I was like right on the money. I'm like, all right, starting the timer, um, 15 <laughs> minutes come around. I was like, it was like a end of a moto when I'm trying to like tell the guys how many laps they got left, you know, yeah. and then like, you know, when they're going to come to the finish line. Yeah. It was uh, because you, you give, uh, give Kiefer an inch, he'll take a mile on that. No, so, no. Uh, yeah. I, I, Steve, just so you know, Martin, you guys know that, um, when uh, when Hutch and I think Jordy pulled the data on the 250, Steve never got past 77 percent throttle on the 250. Hutch, Hutch wanted me to tell you that. Just <laughs> no way. Really? That might be good. I mean, Timmy never went to full throttle either. It was yeah. more like a you know the the, the data trace was like a mountain. Uh, so Steve, I think that take that as a compliment. Yeah, yeah, I will. I. Uh... Oh, I just think it's awesome he ran the data after Steve. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, listen, I I on Hunter's bike. I got to the point where I was going up horsepower hill and I like took my left hand off the took my fingers off the clutch on the left hand because I was so pumped up and so sore. I'm like, I better hold on to this thing because, you know, you kind of pull the front end up and you set it down. Right. <laughs> I was like, I am not going to fall off the back of this thing. So no clutch up horsepower hill, no finger on the clutch up horsepower hill. Just holding on at that point, hoping to God I don't crash. So, um, hey, a quick funny story. So we're sitting there and uh, me, Steve. Uh, and the guys and, and Jet, and we're just talking, and, and Steve mentions about, you know, Jet's clutch lever, and he's mm -hmm. like, 
before he mentioned that, he goes, you know, yeah, your bike freewheel is really good. Like, your freewheel is really good. And we're like, oh, yeah, it's like engine yeah. braking. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, but I hate your, I hate your lever because it hits my knuckles. Yeah. And I'm sitting on Jet's bike, and I'm like, how? So I'm moving the lever, and it's I'm like, well, how the fuck does it hit your knuckles, Steve? And he's like, well, pull it in. And you have to literally pull it almost all the way in. <laughs> and Jet looks at Steve and is like, well, that's why a fucking freewheel is so good, you fucking cunt. And <laughs> I should have just been quiet. I didn't, like, I didn't like that part. I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's a very valid point. I should have shut up. So yeah, um, it was great. I yeah, thought that was awesome. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't like that part that that much. Um, but he, <laughs> but he had a great point. So um, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good. Did uh, did by the way, uh, I've always heard about the rooster washugal. I raced it back in the day, but I don't remember any roost. Uh, it's probably out front. But um, uh, I, tickle got me. Tickle got me twice. And uh, <laughs> fuck me, dude. Got tickled. <laughs> that hurt. That really hurt. Kiefer, did you get it at all up the hill or uh, Michael? No, but I heard an interview from Chase that he got hit in the the ween on race day. Oh, and that's that's got to hurt, man. Whew. Yeah. Did anybody get yeah, Hunter? Oh. Hunter had a pretty big bruise on his left thigh. I was super impressed that it was a huge roost like bruise on his thigh. Like I mean, he was he was up on on his collarbone area was pretty bad too. But yeah, I just never seen one that that gnarly on his thigh. It was odd. Yeah. But yeah, the roost is gnarly there. And Anderson passed me and didn't. I doubt he knew it was me, but he didn't do it. I, I was waiting for him to put me in the wall or something. I did get nailed by Jason. The drop off going to the S corners. Yeah. I heard him coming, so I stayed up on the wall a little bit. Yeah. Let him, and I cut in behind him. And that's where I was joking earlier. When you drop, somebody drops off and lands wide open, you get the whole spray <laughs> distance of roost. You get the whole distance of it yeah. behind them. Yeah. Yeah, it was, wasn't great. I'm sure Kiefer was fun. But. Keeper's fine. <laughs> I, I I just knew if someone passed me or something, I just I backed out. I'm like, I ain't getting near that. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Hey, Kiefer, yeah. Kiefer, I saw you. Finally, you went. Uh, you tried to triple through the whoops too. I was proud of you. Well, yeah, you pump. You got me all well pumped and pissed off at the same time because I was trying to like <laughs> be cool and then. And then Lars kind of called me out. I'm like, well, shit, I got to go now. So I was going outside triple triple, and I finally did it. I was just. I was I was kind of nervous. Cause I didn't want to script the bikes for the dudes or be the guy that crashes the bikes and go all dark side on on the whole thing. But like, yeah, uh, <laughs> it, man, bike. It, 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 it is it is uh, it is pretty uh, intimidating when you ride one of those bikes because you're like, man, this is an expensive motorcycle. I, me right I, now. I told you, Kiefer, I was a little nervous. I really was. I don't really get nervous. I was a little nervous. I was like, I haven't ridden that much lately. Okay, I took months off of riding. And then I went out three times before this Honda test because I was like, oh, shit. Right. So I went out yep. three times by myself, and it didn't help at all, by the way. Nothing helped at all. Uh, and then I was nervous. Uh, I was like, you know, people are watching you, and I don't want to crash this thing. And, yeah, so I, I was I, nervous. And, and I've been a part of so many tests that these, these guys come out, right, and they think they're going to impress, you know, the team or something by, you know, hauling ass, and they're going to get something out of it. I've just been around long enough. I'm like, I don't want to be that dude that tries to do something cool and I want it and just look like an asshole. So I'll I'll, I'll be slow compared to what they thought. And also, Lars, like our whole plan, like the a, the A star guys were great to let us on the track, but their whole schedule was off and late and different than what they told us. And again, it's fine. But and then uh, the original plan was just Kiefer and I were going to ride the bikes, and then, and then Chase and Hunter and Jet were going to ride their bikes afterwards. But apparently, the riders didn't care, so they got dressed and they were riding and grabbing the bikes, and we were getting it after them or before them. Like it was kind of, it was one of those things where it's like, oh, like Jet wants his bike, okay, 
Like, okay. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of, a, but it worked out perfect. It, it was did. Similar, I mean, we, I think we all kind of had a little bit of a loose program, you know, for the deal. Yeah. As long as you guys got to ride the right amount of time that, that we had planned on, as long as our riders got to ride, you know, and do their obligation to, to A-Stars and, yeah. and all that, I was, we were going to be happy with it. Um, it obviously, it got, the, the time ran a little long, longer than we had hoped. But, mm-hmm. um, so anyways, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, in saying that, I wanted to kind of just shout out to, you know, all all the mechanics on the team, the drivers that hung out and, and did that, and then, you know, busted down the tent at at the end and then the, the bikes and everything. Yeah. I'm sure they're – because I got a couple of you guys and other people going, man, you should ride. And as much as I wanted to ride on Washougal prepped perfect for, like, mm-hmm. an amateur, you know, like on the works bike, I'm like, I can't do that to the guys, man. If I, if I go out there and ride around and then bring back the bike – having a great time and they're just sitting there sweating. It was hot. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, uh, I'm like, I can't do that to the, to the guys when I've already made them stick around an extra day. Yeah. So yeah, prop, props to them for, uh, for doing that and not complaining and, and being, you know, cool with it. So yeah, absolutely. I, I was a mechanic and if you had told me, Hey, these, uh, media guys are going to ride your bikes the day after the race. You got to prep it for them. Uh, you know, AMA check bore and stroke after the race. So Hunter's bike had to get torn down, <laughs> put back together. For us, I would have been so bitter and angry as a mechanic. So I appreciate those guys, you know, doing that. Yeah, me too. Like all the guys, like I'm a big people person, and I just like happy people. And all the guys seemed happy. And if they're they're having poker face, they did a great job because they seemed like they generally like they weren't too bummed out to be there. And yeah, just a bunch of good dudes over there. Hey, Steve, can you correct me if I'm wrong yeah. here? I'm trying to remember a story that Ross told me one time. Didn't there used to be like an industry or mechanic race after the final national at Troy uh, for a few years where everybody no, would ride Steel their team City. bike? Or Steel, Steel City? City, there was an industry race on the Friday, I think. I did it. It was Fridays, I think, before the race. Okay, Ross told me something like some of the mechanics would literally ride their team bikes. Or oh, we did. No, we did. I, <laughs> you know Steel City, the uphill triple in the far right? Mm-hmm. I cased the shit out of that. I could barely walk the next day because uh, my... my arch was so bad on my on my foot I, it was a disaster i got yelled at by selvarage yeah the whole thing we all raced the bikes <laughs> it, was, it was a different time back then um but yeah it, it, hey, hey steve yeah. what was your favorite part about chase's bike chase's bike um yeah. he had the most well i liked his bar and clutch and brake setup too much play in his rear brake tell, tell him that by the way <laughs> uh too much play in his rear brake right Kiefer? no i thought it was fine there's a lot of play in his throttle yeah, that was all right. That was fine for me. My arms are pumped up. But, um, yeah, Chase had, had – uh, I like the, I liked Chase's controls and everything, all that. It was pretty normal except for that rear brake play. Yeah, different lever feel for, for each guy, for yeah. sure. Like yeah, you Chase's. didn't like the lever as much on Chase's bike, right, the clutch lever? No, it's, it was, obviously it was a harder pull. There yeah. was a different lever. And then also Chase runs his lever really far out. He must have pretty long fingers because his, his lever is pretty far out there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that that Chase's, Chase's uh, bar setup and everything like that is like perfect for me. That, yeah, that, that feels yeah. normal to me. Uh, the shock, uh, Chase's shock again. I'm not riding it very fast, and I'm not riding like Kiefer or Chase Sexton. By the way, breaking news. Uh, although I am a great tester, uh, I felt like it. <laughs> it it just went right through the stroke, and then in the middle of it, it stopped. It was really harsh. The BF shock was plush, and then bam, it hit a wall. I thought, and again, I'm not good enough to push through that, but. I thought that was yeah. I thought that was a bit odd, but um, Kiefer said the same yeah, thing. Maybe, I mean, we didn't have the right shock spring for you. I can admit, uh, I, I'll admit that we could have probably changed that for you. Yeah, would have made it feel a little bit better. Thank you. Yeah, um, thank you. But uh, you know, we for some reason we didn't have that right rate on the truck. 
that that was cool too. Like for me, not only just getting to ride all three bikes, like that's yeah, that's never happened. I don't think has any media company ever came in and rode all the Honda factory bikes. But we got to ride them the day after exactly how they they raced it. They came off, yeah. you know, the track. So for me, that was really cool. We didn't touch anything. We didn't change handlebar, you know, position. We just, you know, we ran it how it was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's pretty cool. Speaking of uh, of uh, Kiefer, somebody wanted to talk to. You. Oh wait, no, he's not on the line. Never mind. Craig, Craig called in earlier. He wants to ask. He wants to ask Kiefer why you think I'm such a dick at the races, Kiefer. He he met me and said I was cool. So that was oh, Craig really? earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not a dick. You just have sometimes you have resting dick face. So it okay. looks like you're unapproachable, but once you get, you know, you crack the egg a little bit, it, it's all it's all nice and you know, okay, yolky right. and it's fine. All but right. it's tough to crack at times. All right, fair enough. All right, sounds good. Um, all right, Lars. Well, um, brought to you by Rental, by the way, Lars and Kiefer. Brought to you by Renegade Race Fuel. I, I look forward to this being like a yearly thing, Lars. This is awesome. It's great. Mm. Well, mm. the last time I was a part of this, <laughs> the last time I was a part of it was 2002 with Ricky Carmichael's bike and out at Glen Helen. So we'll see. I mean, I know that there's been other times that I, I wasn't uh, involved in it, but yeah, um, yeah we'll, we'll think about that, Steve. Michael, you rode Sealy's bike, you said. 2016, yeah. yes. 16. With uh, Dan was manager? Dan yep. Bentley? Yeah. Dan, I went out with, um, uh, Test Try went with uh, uh, JT. Oh, okay. JT brought it out. Jason yes. Thomas. The other Thomas, Jason and Thomas. Uh, who would have been Cole's mechanic that you're Simmons? Probably. Yeah, was, Rich, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Rich and JT brought up. Okay. That was 16? I, th- I believe it was It was either 15 or 16. It was the, because it was definitely that generation bike. Mm-hmm. I was trying to look up the articles more. It was either a 2015 or 16 model. Yeah. I, hey, Lars, I, I what year did. I don't remember did, that. What, but. what year did uh, JB ride the factory Honda in the early 2000, like 2012, 13? What year was that? Yeah, 12, I think it was. Yep. 12. And then again in 20. I got to ride JB's. Uh, 2012 factory Honda at Unadilla the day after, but Unadilla wasn't graded, and it was a, a fucking shithole. <laughs> that was like an official test day, or how was that? Yeah, that was. I was with Dirt Rider, and we lined up like several, you know, types of te- like factory tests, bike tests, and JB's bike was one of them. And that's when it rained really hard, so there was like ruts everywhere, right? Like down the straightaways and. They never graded anything. We showed up the next morning, and all the ruts are hard-packed and baked, and I'm like, oh, my God. They didn't God. touch the track? Nothing. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's rough. When they were all crusted over and hard, it, I did that at Redbud one year for a photo shoot. It's yeah. miserable. I, uh, right. I ro- Moto Triple X on um, Monday, I guess. No, Sunday. The races were Sunday. We got to ride at Moto Triple X in 02, all the bikes, after the races, on Sunday night. So, like, a few hours after everybody was gone, I don't even know why Tim Ritchie let us do it. I have no idea what happened. We all got to ride the bikes, um, uh, Motor Triple X bikes, on a beat-down red butt track, and it was no fun. Like, zero fun. I'm like, this sucks. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, but Talon uh, says it was May 2016 when your video was up. So, May 16, <laughs> yep. when you rode Sealy's bike. Uh, yeah, I, was say, I, don't, I don't remember that. That was that, I was back for that year at uh, building engines, but uh, so I wouldn't have been involved, I guess. But yeah, I don't remember that. Um, well, listen, Lars. Uh, thank you for the time tonight on the show. Uh, thank you for le- setting this up for us. Seriously, it was really cool uh, yes. to, for for me to say that we did this. We're gonna do a magazine article on Racer X. Kiefer, you got your pod up, right? Kiefer tested pod. Yeah, I basically 
a lot more detailed over an hour just to me talking about all the bikes. So. <laughs> just, just an hour of Kiefer being like, uh, can I be honest? I'm surprised it's actually only an hour. Only an hour? Yeah. Oh, well, Chris, okay. hour, and, hour and 20. Sorry. So, at, <laughs> so everybody, a quarter throttle on Jet's bike. I thought the... Uh... Oh, it's all of that. Yeah, we break it down. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. But but people, yeah, check out Kiefer's pod for more info. And uh, Racer X, we're going to do a video. Uh, it's coming out on, the, on Racer X. A magazine article on it. Factory Honda HRC tests don't come around very often, so we are making sure that we uh, we put this out there a lot. So Lars, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. thank you, Lars. Yeah, no problem. Actually, if I, if you have a one more minute, I yeah. wanted to say one thing about um, totally off subject of what we did for for that, but um, I just wanted to throw some uh, some, some props. They never get any shout-out for anything good they do. I, I feel like they only get hated on. But the AMA and MX Sports, they helped, uh, you know, dead beaten race this weekend. And it was really, it was pretty last minute. And, uh, you know, they, they were like super accommodating and to make this thing happen. Okay. And, um, I, uh, I, I just remember, you know, all the stuff from back in the day from, um, coming over from Europe and stuff like that. It's like all these reasons why they can't let you race. And all those guys were just like, how can we make them, you know, make yeah. you race, whatever. And um, so anyways, uh, I just think that uh, Pelletier and all those guys too, they made it, they've been doing such a good job. I don't, there's no reason for me to say it other than just, you know, thank you out of the bottom of my heart for those guys to making my life easier. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I always hear all negative things they do that they do. So I wanted to just give them a prop or a shout out, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. No, for sure. And I apologize for, being upset at you for Jed pulling off in the second moto, he had a bike issue. So, you know, fantasy yeah. purposes, I was mad at you because I had him in fantasy. So, well, I told you, like I, I had him in fantasy too, and uh, that was on purpose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I don't play fantasy, right? Anymore. Even though you don't play fantasy anymore. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, I apologize. I, I was I was just angry at beaten, but it turned out it was a bit of a mechanical. So, um, yeah, no worries. Anyways, just wanted to say that. Yeah, no, uh, well said. You're right. Uh, they just do get shit on, including by me at times, right? So when they when it's cool when they do something, uh, to, to to mention it, you know. Yeah. Um, well, cool, Lars. Thank you for the chance of a lifetime. Thanks again to Alpine Stars. Thanks again to everybody at Honda HRC and uh, and everybody for making it happen. Thank you, Lars. Thank you, Lars. Thanks, guys. Have a good have right. a great night. See you later. Uh, that's Lars uh, Kiefer. Good times, yep. man. Yep. Um, that was. That was really, really cool. It was fun. And, uh, yeah, I can imagine for you, a guy like that who can actually ride a motorcycle really good and is a test rider, uh, this was pretty cool for you, too. So. Yeah, it was like the Super Bowl for me. It was, it was really fun. <laughs> Super Bowl. All right. Yeah. So you're off to Loretta's. Uh, say hi to Mike Brown as he goes by you. Oh, boy. Yep. Do you think you I can beat him? Me. Hey, that means I'm in front of him at some point, so that's a plus. <laughs> okay. We're <laughs> getting lapped? <sighs> He's Ooh. a year older. He's closer to 60 now than he was before. Stop. Do you – I mean, what are we thinking? you want me to be real or do you want me to just do this whole thing with you? No, I want you to be real. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Chris had a rough couple weeks. <laughs> You're like Marks. I'm tired. I'm I feel tired. tired. I feel tired. I feel that. I, feel tired. I was just uh, tired. I'm pretty honest. I, I I think I'll be okay by the time next week rolls around. But okay. man, I'm glad it's not this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, but I feel like it's really cool. So, 40 class has actually some some decent dudes. Like, remember Vernon McKitty? Yeah, yeah. He's racing. Uh, Scott Metz, Jeff Emig, got Brownie. We got some New England guys in there, and yeah. We, so it's it's going to be fun. 
and uh, I expect to be. I expect to be closer to Mike Brown than I was last year. I will say that. Okay, that's wow. We'll take that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a win. Um, I'm not scared of sucking. We got uh, we got Sean from Decal Works. What's up, Sean? What's up, Steve? Pull your mic up a little bit, please. Yes, sir. There you go. Uh, Hi, Sean. What's up, Chris? Yeah, Sean is Kiefer's personal decal guy at Decal Works over there. So. Yep, he he is on it, dude. Like, if I screw up and say, "Oh crap, I need some backgrounds," Sean hooks it up. Yep, factory. And then the yep. uh, Wildcat Racing. Good yeah. job on that. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> what uh, you are? What number are you, Loretta's? I'm 33. Okay. And Aiden, Aiden's a little tickle. Oh, he's 20. Aiden, tickle time, number 20. Okay. I thought they could give you numbers if you were like knew somebody. Well, if see, I could have got number two in the 40 class because I got second. Oh, they do that for but, number two? I didn't know they do that. Oh, yeah, but then I'm racing 25, so I, I can't run number two and 25. Oh. So I just went to a universal number. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you wanted one one front number plate all weekend to test your uh, number plate durability? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, That's exactly what it is. I, maybe this is a dumb <laughs> question, but you're riding Blue Crew, right? A At the ranch? Yes, sir. Yeah, Blue Crew. Okay. Right. Yes. Yep. And Travis Preston's coming out? Travis is uh, coming. Yamaha's going to be there, and Travis got to work, so yeah. Travis is going to stay at the Airbnb with us. I'm yeah. here. I'm so. here for for Mark for Preston's sarcastic remarks. I'm here for that. Look, there's going to be no positivity coming from Travis about me. It's tough love over there, man. <laughs> it's it's rough. Yeah. It's rough. No, absolutely. <laughs> when uh, you, hey, when are you going to get TP to do it again with you? I almost had him doing it for this year, but then TP's really flighty with riding dirt bikes nowadays. So he's all he wants to do is call me after he's done riding and tell me how fast he is and how much better he is than Villapoto. <laughs> and then, and then I'll say, "Hey, do you want to go ride the next week?" He's like, "No, nah, I'm retired. I don't want to ride." And then the next week, he'll say, "I would have smoked you today. I would smoke you." <laughs> uh, hey, before I let you go here, Chris Kiefer brought to you by the folks at Renegade Race Fuels. How good was Jet's bike? Steve, it's it's hard to put into words. So good. You know? It was really, really good. And the, like I said, the easiest thing I can say to these people is you want to ride it hard, it obliges you. If you want to ride it chill and smooth mm-hmm. and you're a smoother rider, it does that as well. It's it's a blend of comfort and performance that really I've never felt from a factory bike. Yeah. Chris, Good way would it. you uh, would you have made the triple at Fox Raceway if you had oh, been riding that boy. bike? Oh, boy. No, I still would have fucked that up, I think. <laughs> <laughs> would, you, would you have gone three fucking laps uh, that's, uh, on Jet's bike, you know? I, maybe, possibly. I could be, yes. I think I could have been three. I mean, we you got to do it again, right? Dude, There's I don't no know, way. Come on. There is no way you can go out laying on the side of the track like Dark Side. There's just no way. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, I don't know. I didn't want to talk about that right now. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about Dark. Yeah, Dark goes to Italy. Yeah, let's talk about Dark. Okay, so, Michael, (laughs) just today you locked down the assignment. Tell tell us all. We're sending sending Dark to Italy for his first worldwide bike test. He's going to test the entire gas-gas model range this weekend. Motocross, four-stroke, two-stroke, off-road, everything. How many days is it? Uh, Two days of riding. Two days of riding. Two days of riding. Um, Bright side is we have an insider that can track him for us. Gary Sutherland's going on behalf of of Chris, so we can get all the down low of how it goes. Uh, Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, okay, I just... I'm not sure if you remember this, 
The last time you sent Dark out of the country, he was locked out of a hotel room. Not allowed to get in his own hotel room. No money. Hopefully this time all he has to do is maybe buy a coffee or anything. He's being pretty well taken care of by the crew of Cass Gas. Okay. K- so not, North America they're going to, but, but will he need a credit card for incidentals in Italy? I don't Italy? think so. They do. I think they take care of all the rooms. I mean, <laughs> he did, he drove out to my place last week for food and he was like, ah, I got no money again. Yeah. So are you worried about dark in Italy with no ability to get cash? Uh, like I said, it's more of a guided tour this time okay. in a sense. Like I, I'm not too worried about that. Um, you know, I, I think he's got to wear Fox for this. I'm kind of considering that new fly helmet in case he flies off the track somewhere we can go find him. Yeah, yeah. Which actually I forgot to mention with the yeah. Washugal thing. I, I felt very good about you being out there, Steve, because you had that new helmet. The fly for me. Because, yes, yeah. you know, you're in the trees in Shugal. There's some places you can yeah. drop off the track. I knew that if you fell down, we could find you. Oh, thank you. So yeah. I, I felt yeah. better for your safety. Um, thanks uh, for that. Uh, so, Kiefer, are you looking forward to Dark looking in the camera? <laughs> And talking about you know that that the new dual dual, dual sport ride gas gas Look gas. It. Let me just start with this. Dark side is going to be just fine as far as like fitness. Like he's done a really good job. I will give him props where props is due. Yeah. I don't think the riding portion of this will be an issue at okay, all. Yep. Okay. It's just dark side has to learn how to evaluate and just like what Lars said on the phone, you have to kind of use certain terms and and be able to articulate that into the camera and then plus you have a video camera staring you staring at you right so sometimes that is difficult and i am here for it that's what i want to say (laughs) it will will this be the first vital uh video test you ever watch (laughs) yes yes wow ouch Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> ah, I mean, I don't listen to other motopods, you know. Yeah, so, so I mean, yeah, I, I'm not. I don't. I don't think that is an insult, uh, No, honestly, I, yeah. I think I think he'll do a great job. I think he'll be fine. He'll be a little bit nervous, but once he starts rolling, like the first bike, second bike, it'll be fine. Yeah, it's just. I mean, I I was there, man. Like I get it. It's it's, hey, it's we, hard to do. We all have to be there once. I remember I got lucky when I first started Vital, like full full time. One of my very first full time assignments was going to the Husky relaunch in Sweden. Yeah, I'd been maybe working there a month. It's like, hey, nah, two months. They're like, do you have a passport? I'm like, no, but I can rush one. I end up going yeah. to Sweden and testing fourteen or fifteen <sighs> bikes. I hit a tree. I hit a tree and dislocated my shoulder in the Husky test. Had him put back oh. in there, so that hurt. Uh, but yeah, we got through it. Now it's Dark's turn. Yeah. I don't know if there's as many trees in Italy. Do you think he's gonna hit. say, "Hey, this is Dark"? Well, we'll see. I remember at one point when he started vital. Hey, I told him, "This is Dark." <laughs> I remember when he first started. I told him to quit starting all of his pods by saying, "Hey, this is Dark Side from Bob." I'm like, "Hey, say this is Jamie Guida." That lasted about a month, and then it reverted back to, "Hey, this is Dark Side." I'm like, this "Okay." Is I don't know if he can. I wonder I if he's gonna be like the, the Mandarin. He's going to be like the Mandarin. <laughs> Gosh. Are we still doing that? Yeah. We're, we're, next time you're in, you're coming in after Loretta's. We're doing the Mandarin will, will appear. Oh, God. I'm, I hope I do well. The Mandarin's going to have a field day with me. Oh, the Mandarin's going to have some hot takes for your results hot in Loretta's. Take, yep, dude. Absolutely. Uh, well, all right, buddy. Uh, thank you for calling in. And, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, I, yeah, it was. I, I, your, kid was, your kid was on it, too. He's a pretty good rider. So. Yeah, he's getting really good. He was in a he was in a different gear set riding, and me and Lars were out there watching. And this this, this guy goes by, and I was like, 
the fuck is that? That guy's shredding. I'm like, oh, wait, that's my kid. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, my favorite thing, I brought that up to Aiden. I was like, I didn't recognize you. Your dad didn't recognize you. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you look different. And he got all excited. He's like, what do you mean I look different? Did I look better? I'm like, well, no, you just look different. So I looked worse? I'm like, it it was just different, Aiden. And I could tell he was waiting for me to either tell me he was better or suckier. But he's like, well, what up? Like, I don't know, man. It was just different. Just different, man. It's just different. Um, Yeah, it'll be fun. I can't wait. Long drive there. Uh, it's going to be nice when we're on our way back, and this chunk of my money is gone, and <laughs> no longer can see it. So, yep. Take the. Make sure you sign up those mortgage um, papers. You know, for the more for yep. the third, Double down. third mortgage. Feel free to mortgage. start a GoFundMe for my recovery uh, fund. You yep. know, I'll need that. Yeah. Yep. So have so. fun at the ranch. Good, good. Good luck to you and Aiden, and good luck to A and H as well, and all of that. So yeah. 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 God. Whew. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Thanks, buddy. She's already, she's already on. See you guys. See Bye. You, man. Bye. See you, Chris. Bye-bye. Right. That's Chris Keefe, everybody. Uh, brought to you by Renegade Race Fuels. Lars Lindstrom brought to you by Renthal. That was a little bit of a long segment, but I wanted to get That was there great. And, you know, yeah. Uh, hold on. We got to get to – I want to talk to Sean, but uh, Sam is, is 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 upset. What's up, Sam? How are you? Oh, no. Can you hear me? Are we there? Yeah, we're there. You're on the air, buddy. All right, so I – Dark, just because I have to. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on, you got to give us a better dark than that. That was weak. No, Michael, I don't have to give you a better one. You are not in charge of me. Damn it! Okay, okay. <laughs> I just have expectations for this. Okay. Oh. All right. So I was supposed to get married, right? My, I, I got like a, a decent job. I also do a little bit of work. Like I'm at Loretta's right now, parking cars like an idiot. Um, but my wife, she got a really good job. We got a like we had this sick ass wedding scheduled, guys. You know what I mean? This sweet ass venue. We're spending six figures to get married. Jesus. Everything scheduled. My honeymoon to France is scheduled, and then all of a sudden, we changed some SMX rounds. So MXON goes to the beginning of October. I got married last weekend. I moved my entire wedding. So I love Jay Coop, but I hate him. Man up, dog. I know he's rich. I know his wedding was more than mine. But what the. MXON. Like, what are you doing? I'm upset about it. I'm going to stay upset yeah. about it. All right. Fair enough. But um, is he even the best pick right now? Well, no. I, you have to go Hayden Deegan right now. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think, but. Dog, I, no? I ain't, ain't going to argue with you. I'm just mad that it isn't even an option. It's not even on the table. That's all yeah, I'm saying. I think is you take the. fan of America or not? Well, I mean, he represented the country twice. You know, he's won once. He's bun, done, done his job. And I guess he said he can't reschedule his wedding. I don't know anything about weddings. I got married with 24-hour notice on the beach, so I don't know how this stuff works. Uh, maybe there's no other date. So we're clear. You did it the right way. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but <laughs> like maybe you got lucky with moving your day because the venue was cool and his venue is not being cool. I don't know. Dog, what I'm saying is where there's a will, there's a way. That's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I don't know. I'm fine with it. I get it. He's ridden for America twice. I'm I'm okay with it. Uh, you don't get make any money at these, these nations. You spend money. Oh, I found out there actually is a purse Dude, for destinations. I know, but nobody I've talked to has ever gotten it. Yeah, because it's I heard it's so tiny. It's like a couple grand to win. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if it no, pays I think for it was a sixteen hundred. Somebody told me it was sixteen hundred. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Ooh, uh, I pay for a ticket. <laughs> so I don't. Okay, Sean, thoughts on Jacob not rescheduling his? Uh, Sam, where are you from? Michael, I've met you before. No, that's, buddies with a kid this named is, I've seen you at Red Butt. I'm from what, Pittsburgh. No, no, this Pittsburgh. is Sean. Talking. Hey, what's up, Sam? Sean. This is Sean Murdoch over at Decal Works. My bad, Sean. Okay. You're yeah. good. Hey, Sean, yeah. reason I ask you is Pittsburgh's not terribly far from Jersey or New York where Cooper's from, so I get kind of a hometown 
rooting, but I think marketing-wise, I would probably choose Hayden for America on this one. Well, I just think you choose the top place what in I'm America. Saying is I don't want to pigeon my whole, myself with anybody. I want every option on the table. Uh, we're lacking options this year, okay? I, I, I think you take the top-placing American 250 rider, whoever that is. And it could be Jacob, yeah. you know, if something happens, like whatever. Yeah. Like, we're, we're all coming off the high of Hayden riding great at uh, bias, Hugo, but I'm but all in. He had four <laughs> motos that were not so great. Four, four so. Yeah. You know, Jacob, Unadilla, very good there, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, All right, buddy, thank you for the call. Uh, your your objection Thanks, and your Love anger your is noted. So, <laughs> Appreciate you. Have a great night. Thank you, man. See ya. Uh, yeah. Listen, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't. Uh, can you? I feel like Jacob hasn't got any backlash. I think everybody kind of gets it. Yeah, if you say no, I you're already like, on the when chopping it first block. got announced, when it first came up, and it was a while ago, mm-hmm. I remember there was kind of a shitty thread, but more towards, sadly, his, his soon to be wife was more where the, the, the anger was pointed towards. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is what it is. What about Hampshire? Uh, Again, you know, the RJ. fastest is take the take yeah. the, whoever yeah. R, RJ wants to go. Actually, yeah. I asked RJ this weekend because he's been riding a 450 during the week. I noticed, mm. and I told him I'm like, man, I'm I'm kind of all like depending on if Chase can go, what's going on. Barsha, I said I'm pretty in on you on a 450 going, and he said he thinks he would be a better 450 choice than a 250 choice to go. He actually said he goes if there was an option and you gave me both, he goes I'm I'm asking to go on a 450, and they kind of went on the spiel with me. He's like, dude. I've been riding a 450 good during the week. You should see it. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he wants 450. I'm kind of all in what? We've got – I'd say we got five guys for U.S. that are in conversation. Yeah. Chase, RJ, Barsha, we're definitely waiting to see what he does when he comes back. Amy's waiting on that. Plessinger and Deegan. Right. Has Anderson dropped? Has he he said? can't, Cowie. He said oh. he said he wants – He. I asked him in an interview, and he gave a much more politically correct answer. Off, he's just like, yeah, they won't let me. I, I'd love to go. Yeah. I'd go fast, but I, I, he's like, I can't. I um, I think, I, I think. look, um, I don't think Chase goes. Uh, uh, he said he would go. Honda said he would support it. We just don't see too many guys changing teams and doing it, right? It just doesn't happen. They want to get the start early. They want to get going, all of that stuff. So I don't think Chase goes. And – and I don't blame him. I'm not upset about that. So assuming Chase doesn't go, I think you send AP. I think you send Barsha if he's anywhere near mm-hmm. what we think he's going to be, and he should. And then you take the top 250, top American 250 rider, whoever mm-hmm. that is in the points. Right? Yeah. It makes – yeah, logical. The, the other thing I like, at least with our options on 450, because the other weird thing is we're going to name our team, and usually at the end outdoors, even if we name Lay, it's like, okay, we have a break till destinations. Yeah. We are going to go race three SMX events. Anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah. RJ's also a great backup because yep. yep. Austrian help. He can go race a 450, a 250. Anything happens. We kind of have mm-hmm. that. I think yep. that's something to be slightly aware of Yeah, because we're also racing three new races that have a lot of money on the line. People might yep. send it. Stupid stuff might happen. Sure. Could happen. I'm fine with sending RJ, AP, Barsha, Dean, Mer- yeah. American 250 yeah. guy, like whatever. Like I think I it's not going to be the best team, but I think all of that's pretty fair. And I think Barsha, I've watched that guy – ride his balls off at destinations and so i'm totally fine with him going when was the last time that a winning destination the the defending champion destinations team did not send a single rider from the year before that is a great that question is. wow it's happened it has but i don't know the last time it's more recent than i thought i brought it up when me and lewis were talking about it and i was thinking it was like i, I was picturing a late 90s I maybe think france did team. that maybe france but also one of them that he immediately named was 09 america because yeah. 08 to 09, we were different. We had, yeah. what, Dunge, Tedesco, Canar- oh, there Weimer? was Weimer, yes. And the year before was Stu Ferry Villo, I think. Yeah. 
That was the one yeah. overseas, the one before? Well, 08 was overseas and 09, yeah, but 08, yeah, it was, was, oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was Buds. that yeah. year. 08 was Matterly. I'm looking. Or right. Donington. Either Matterly or Donington. I always get 06, 08 confused. Yeah. Okay. Did France? I know France had some pretty crazy teams. Like, one yeah. that doesn't get a lot of attention is Charlier winning ISDE yeah. and MX Destinations in the same year. Yeah. He does not get enough credit for that, especially not racing Moto that year and getting thrown on 250. That dude has a very unique item to his his credit. Yeah, we were making yeah, we were does. making jokes about them just throwing anybody on the team, right? Uh, Chris, okay. Christoph Charlie is that his name? Chris uh, Benoit. Uh, no, um, yeah, Christoph. Yep. Um, <laughs> DV could pronounce it. Sure, he could. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Uh, Sean, how's things at Decal Works? Doing good. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are crushing it right now. Crushing it. Red Bull KTM, Husqvarna off road. AP pulled two holies. Yeah. Decal works graphics more aerodynamic. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, get a, how's the pulp code doing? Is it all right? It's doing yeah, great. We're, yeah. We're, we're, we're getting some 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 sales there. Absolutely. Uh, they could hear uh, promo code pulpmx23 at decalworks.com. Uh, they'll design the graphics for you. You can design it yourself. They'll give you a mock-up, all of that stuff. Uh, they do things with Vital MX as well. Uh, Ron and everybody down there just, uh, yeah, doing God's work. Trying. Hey, I always say this with a brand that's really unique about Ron. We have... People that advertise on features and different stuff will hit us up every once. I'll just have a question about, you know, stuff. How are ads performing? How's mm -hmm. our logo? I get messages from Ron about interviews. Like he'll watch all the stuff that Decal sponsor. He's yeah. like, hey, what was that guy referring to? Or like he'll ask me questions about the content about yeah. what the writers are talking about. Yeah, dude's super into it. Um, oh yeah. How long did you know about the MX101 graphics? Uh, the uh, retro. Few weeks. Few weeks. Yeah. Okay. Sworn yeah. to secrecy. Yeah, it was, it was a secrecy thing. It was obviously orchestrated by Yamaha, yeah, and it was for the U.S. and Canadian markets. And so they kind of went back and forth, and I was just kind of sitting on the outside waiting to put in the order. They kind of got the proofs all approved and everything, and then I was the one that just kind of submitted it through. Yeah. And um, I, li I think the Canadian one is – I did a hot take on Twitter today. Did you? I think the Canadian one was nicer than Stars. Stars looked good. I'm not saying Star Racing one was shit. It looked fine. Uh, purple wheels, all of that. But I think the MX-101 guys were a little better because of that monster claw. That's I knew you were going to say the claw. That's right? been the dagger, yeah. Like, so. like, I don't know why monster wouldn't be like, hey, man, for this race, purple background, pink uh, M claw. Like, what, yeah. would, that, would, that, would, that, would that hurt anything? They're so heavy on the Does Red Bull color. change their logo? I, they're so strict about yeah. it. No, you know? I know. Corporate thing. Now, question. Question. But I agree. Bring the whole ensemble together. Where are we at still? Don't get me wrong. Love FXR gear. They had some cool retro stuff. You bring the whole ensemble oh, together. Oh, no, no. Star stuff. Yeah. You bring the Dude. gear into it. Yeah, the Thor the guys. Guy, the Thor. guys even they had glasses. All the mechanics, all the glasses, even the boots, the helmets, no, everything. I know. The Thor, I was the talking bikes only. They I'm look like Krusty Demon's number one out there with the bright pink and white gear. Yeah. I, I think the uh, – you're right on the get-up because the FXR stuff looked okay, but it wasn't – It was okay. Yeah. I think it was an existing hardware yeah. where Thor then, actually had to make custom. Like, I, saw a, off. I saw a photo yeah. of uh, Sewer, and it was like yeah, – it was okay. You Sewer, know, so like, uh, MXGP, to your point, nope, nothing. It's, I thought the MXGP one was the weakest because – the gear, they had to do the claw, but they weren't able to do the rims, and they didn't have – they had the, gear that sort of worked, but not work, really. Yeah. Um, I, hey, best best photo of all time, though, is Kevin Tyler with the cigarette. Sig, yeah. yeah. The Sig. Yeah, what was up with, with that? Sig. Just, dude, we're throwing just, it back. 90s. Yeah, you Little just puff, puff, NFG. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought the MX-101 stuff looked good. Now, who did that seat for them? Who does the seats? Oh, you did? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you did the seats too. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looked really good. I yeah. thought that, that setup looked really good. Check it out on uh, MX101 Instagram uh, I'm all, for their bikes. I'm almost disappointed. I get it. Like, I heard getting the rims purple is actually a pain in the ass. The star guys told me that was yeah, actually Yeah, W a did it? 
I think so, but yep. he said, like, it's just never. I almost would have rather seen, like, the... Because I get that was a pain in the ass. MX one hundred guys want one hundred one guys went silver. I would have yeah. liked at least seen the destination guys do that. Um, go the silver. Or sorry, blah, GP. GP guys. Sorry, we're oh, talking yeah. about so yeah. much Euro. They did black. They went black. They just stuck with yeah. their standard. So wheels. black looked a little weird. I haven't seen the. G- it was okay, yeah. but I, I yeah. mean, in ranking, yeah. I thought the silver fits the look better. The sure. purple was by far the most badass. Yeah. But yeah. the yeah. silver. I, was I think what's funny is that look of YZ. It's like a ninety three. They start. They yeah. went that way ninety three. I don't think that stands out to me as a particular great look of OIZs. You know what I mean? Like yeah. red and white looked great. When it went yeah. to blue in 96, that was really good. Magenta was okay for the time. Yeah. I wouldn't have picked the 93 purple slash pink as a favorite look of a Yamaha, but it looked good on those bikes. So. I, I will say, I think we talked about, I think that's going to be the limited edition color next year. Yeah. I think that'll play some on spike. I'm all in. Give me one. Give me two of the purple rims, the purple yeah. valve cover, the whole nine you're, yards. You're into it? I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, look good, man. They did a really good job. Everybody did uh, on that. And and then to have Hayden and Verandas whole shot. You right. Know? Yeah, they you got know? some TV time. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Hayden, one I want to throw at you. Would If I would have asked you, beginning of the 250 season, who would be the only 250 rider to have a 1-1 score, and I told you it was going to be Hayden D. Yeah. Would you have told me I was nuts? Yeah, yeah, I know. It just happened. I couldn't believe it. Um, I Yes, not my pick for for the first guy to have a 1-1 score. Absolutely not. You know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, Decal Works, please check it out. Uh, you can email Sean at Decal. Sean at DecalMX.com, spelled right. like Sean Connery. S-E-A-N. Okay. Shaken, not stirred. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you want a discount, email Sean. Tell him you saw him on Pulp. Uh, he'll dial you in with an order, uh, whatever you need. And uh, so we thank the folks at Decal Works for all that they do as well. Uh, Jason Thomas coming up here as well later in the show. Um, I did want to talk. Uh, I did my race tech rant. We got the expert guard to us. Hey, uh, Talent, yes, see if JT's ready to come on. I don't know his flight schedule right now. He's flying down to California. I guess he's meeting with some janky media company yeah, tomorrow. I don't know why he would. You know what that is or anything, anything about that? I don't know. I'm supposed to have lunch yep. with him, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Millville Ride fine. Day. Millville Ride Day coming up uh, October 14th and 15th at Millville. Track's going to be prepped. It's going to be great. We're going to go down. We're going to shred. Are you coming out with Dark? Or, yeah. yeah. If Dark does a good job this weekend, is he allowed in? Yeah, I just I, Dark's trying to add his buddies to the group, but I'm kind of like it's just me. I'm yeah. fine. Yeah, I don't need nobody to go with. Right, me. right. I Dark's just, trying I'm, to be like, hey man, I'm just great. I got five just, buddies I need to drive with. I'm just I'm grateful for. Well, he probably needs to split fuel money with them, honestly. <laughs> but no, I'm just grateful for the opportunity. Yeah. I'm yeah. good. Uh, ride day at PulpaMex.com if you want an entry into it. Saturday, it is a, uh, a limited 150 so 150 or so people day on Saturday in Millville. Uh, Sunday is an open ride day for anybody. You are gonna have to pay. To come in, I don't know what the price will be. We'll figure that out. But but it's not free. But uh, but you will get um, uh, an invite uh, if you're one of the lucky 150 people for Saturday. We're gonna do a pulp show on Saturday night too, as well. From down there, we're gonna do some podcasts and all of that. And Millville will be prepped and watered and and ready to go. That'll be mint. What, what combination of jump are we having on Mount Martin? Have we discussed that yet? Um, doesn't look like I told John I want to go all the way to the top. <sighs> And John was like, yeah, you know, it's really steep and uh, prepping it and grooming it and everything else. And I'm like, I'm going to go all the way top. So hey, for somebody, again, I always show like SoCal, Glen Helen. Everybody talks about the hills at Glen Helen. Middle First steep. time I went to Millville and walked all the way up Mount Martin shooting photos about halfway up. I'm like, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah. Now I turn around, went down the other side. So you side. think it's steeper than uh, Mount Oh, Hill? yeah, yeah. Really? Definitely. The upside 
it depends on which version you run. Yes, upside for sure. Downside, most places, yeah, it's steeper. Yeah, really. Steeper yeah. Mount Saint wow. It's more comparable to the Yamaha hill we used to have at Glen Helen in the corner. Oh yeah, that one was sketchy steep the one at the top. The, the, the where you went straight up it, right? Oh, straight, yeah, but yeah. it was like a ledge at the top. You almost yeah. would hop up the last ten feet. That yeah. thing was scary. But Barnes yeah. was. I was impressed how steep it was, but I was surprised yeah. when you turn. Each of those drop-offs, like, it gives you so much more respect for the guys trying to guide it and work down there. Yeah. What, what's the matter? See, your computer just distracted uh, you. Uh, a message from our friend, Jamie. The message just distracted. <laughs> you just got distracted. Sorry, a message from our friend, Darkside. What's wrong with him? I'm not going to. I'm not going there. Why? No, no, nothing. What did he say? Nothing, he, nothing. He insult me? I, I insulted him. Nothing. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, well, honestly, I don't think we go all the way up. it. I just don't think they'll, okay. they'll, they'll make it ready. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so we're going to go with the monster. Uh, the halfway. Halfway. After you do yeah. the first double. Yeah, and then you go left. I think that's what will end up happening. That's so. what I did on Sunday. I raced one of them after race Sundays, and oh, you just okay. hit that first double after, and then you just on turn Millville. At Millville. At Millville. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's steep. That first double, you don't think it, but when you're riding, you're like, I got to double up this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should be fun. So, everybody, is it ride day at publicmex.com? It is, right? Yes, it has been for a few months now. What? That's a little too much sass. <laughs> That's a little too much sass on that one. I'd, just uh, spitting facts over here. Uh, Fuck you, you're fired. Yeah, exactly. Kay. DV knows. Bye. Uh, okay, Austin's on one. Austin, what's up, man? Hey, Steve. Is it working? Yeah, you're on, bro. Oh, long-time listener, uh, first-time caller. All right, like thank you. Thanks. We're going to pump for destination this year. Might as well throw them all on two strokes, right? Be a sideshow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, God. So, Okay. I'm a mountain bike guy, moto guy. I race A-class off-road here in SoCal. I ride and race with a lot of, like, uh, local SoCal privateer guys. I'm not going to name drop or anything like that. Well, it's hot as shit outside, right? So I've yep. been taken to the roads a little bit. I noticed you have been, too. Uh, Michael Lindsay could probably relate to the SoCal road riding. Dude, it's a war out there. We had guys swerving over on us, driving by, calling us faggots. Butt darts. Uh, butt darts is what you get called if you're in Orange County. Is it really? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm just trying to think in like, you know, if you think of a motocross, supercross, motorsports fan, you have a picture of a dude in your mind. But these seem to be like the same kind of dudes that are fucked with us on the road. And you're like, well, if Cooper Webb comes out and he's not 100%, uh, these are the first guys on Vital saying, hey, he didn't ride the bike enough. But if he's on the side of the road, you're passing like, by him calling him a fag. Like, this uh, is, uh, is this a SoCal thing? Like, they don't like road cyclists? Like, I figure California's a very active state. Uh, no, active it state. depends. Like, like is pretty rough because we actually don't have very good bike lanes. Like, Orange County's got a lot of good areas, but then people, it's it's a combination. I ride, I used to road cycle a lot mm -hmm. and cycle a bunch of road guys. Straight up, first off, I think there's a general, you know, bad vibe to it from some people because some road cyclists I ride with buddies have been doing 20 years. They're jackasses. They ride in the middle lanes. They're, oh, I got their shit. Oh, I can really? do whatever okay, I want. Yeah, yeah, so I don't yeah. think it sets a great precedent. And yeah, people are jerks. Uh, I don't know why. I, I've had a, a couple very close calls. It doesn't terribly bother me. I just kind of accept it. But it's sketchy. It's, uh, it's pretty sketchy. Have you road biked out here, Sean? I don't, yeah. know if I don't know if you're a road biker at all. but No, yeah. Uh, I don't have a problem out here. I haven't had one problem. I don't road bike a ton. But I, I go Red Rock. I'll do the Red Rock loop, but I've never had an issue. And and then um, I'll do go by my house. I'll go up by Anthem and do all that. And it's been fine. I don't know. Vegas, maybe it's, you know, maybe they're just like they see this fat guy on a bicycle. How much do you ride? Like, like, do you ever ride directly out of the house or yeah. do you always go somewhere? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, absolutely. So, um, 
There's another uh, tangent on that, Steve. It's like, okay, so we hear it on Vital here and there. Hey, Dean Wilson taken out by a local guy at Glen Helen. Have we ever had like a, hey, Phil Nicoletti got run over by a dude in an F-150 training in North Carolina. Has there ever <laughs> been a situation that came up like that before? Um, well, a guy died in the late early 80s. Uh, um, uh, uh, what's his name? I don't know who you're talking about, actually. Yeah, Factory Rider. Factory Rider, Factory Rider. What the hell's his name? I, uh, Jody would be so embarrassed oh. uh, of me right now. Um, yeah, a Factory Rider died in the early 80s on a road bike. Mm. Um, and I goddamn forget the name. Someone on YouTube is going to tell me right now. Didn't um, Cianciarello yep. get hit or have some sort of story a few years ago in Florida? Well, uh, yes. And then, uh, of course, um, Nicky Hayden. He was killed on, on a bicycle in Italy or wherever that was. Yeah. So... Yeah, man, I don't think it, I don't think it happens too much, you know. But yeah, I don't I don't know, man. I I don't. That sucks that people swerve at you and all that. Like that's gnarly. Yeah, that's that's scary. It just seemed like a gnarly day this weekend, and I'm kind of new to the road thing for sure, right? Mm -hmm. And like if if these factory dudes are out on the roads in Florida five days a week for several hours at a time, you think that statistic of an incident yeah. happening I, would be yeah. brutal. If, if you're fresh to it, I'll tell you this, you figure out really quick where you can and can't ride them in SoCal, because there's plenty of places I can go and not have an issue, and then there's areas in town where you yeah. have issues. Yep. Um, I know it's hard at, at... I'm sorry, you said you're SoCal. Where, whereabouts are you? I'm in a oh. shitty desert town two hours east of San Diego called El Centro. But, oh, you're uh, not El Centro. You live, you live oh, you're Centro? out there. Oh, Ooh, that's God. hot. No I've, wonder you said it was a whole I've my been God, to El Centro. Hot. I've been to El Centro. Jesus. Dude, yeah, are one, you okay? I freaking have heat yeah. stroke out there riding a bicycle yeah. right now. Um, yeah, that's why we hit the coast. <laughs> by the way, uh, thanks to Nick, it's Galen Moiser that died, that passed away yeah. riding a bicycle back that's in the early 80s. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't a factory rider, but I think he was. Um. All right, man. Well, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah. No, thanks, guys. I figured you right. might have a little more uh, insight on this because yep. you're, you know, you do it too. Right. Uh, have a great night, guys. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thanks. I've never had I've never had issues with swerving or anything else. I've had, you know, people come close, but like to get yelled at, called names. Oh, it happens. Like, go, yeah. go. Seeing stuff, it happens so much. Almost. So our office for used to be honest, yeah. we would do lunch group rides. Yeah, once a day you get screamed at, swerved at, somebody try to throw something at you. For just riding on the bike lane? Like just well, like bike lane in the bike lane, I'll show you. Wow. Jesus. No, people are angry, man. Yeah. Uh, Steve, what's up, man? You got a destinations team? Yeah. I uh, I like this uh, talk of uh, RJ. Uh, I think RJ on a 450, put him in open. Uh huh. Let's get do it. AP, get AP in there on a 450. The, the people will go crazy. And then Hayden on the 250. Okay, sure. That's a good team. What would be the most do? Think of like okay, AP, red, wine, blue, Barsha, RJ, Hate. What combination of three is the most do or die? Will kill themselves, chop their leg off to be destination. I mean, I feel like those three would be pretty good. Yeah, and yeah. I will say like I would love for Barsha to go there because that dude shows up for that race, and I, I just love, I love him the, at that race. He does. I love the idea of him at Ernay as well. He really was working his yeah. ass off the last time and, we went there. And, yeah, uh, yeah, he, he knows the just track. be like getting a late start and AP will be a, a little warmed up, and you know he would be fired up. Mm -hmm. RJ would be solid on a 450. It's like he's kind of got nothing to lose. Like He hasn't really got many races on the 450. And then, you know, Hayden's going to send it. I think it could be good. I feel like those teams can cooperate. It would be a – I think mm -hmm. that would be our – our yeah. team. Star's been, like, Star's been great for the designations. They've been all in. They've been supporting it. They've been helping everybody out. Like, yeah, they're they're really good. Yeah, and like Justin Cooper, like I, I would I would say Justin Cooper on a four fifty 
instead of RJ, but he's getting married and yep. Can't go. and uh, like you know, I think that's great. Congratulations to him. Like he, you know, he yep. should he should do that for uh, sure. Cool man. And uh, right. another one, like I know Anderson. I would love to see him get another opportunity because um, he had that moto where he got landed on, and that was a badass race. I would love to see him get redemption, but I feel like he's kind of no, he, on his way out. He wants but, to go, but it's a no-go on the Cowie side. Anderson wants yeah, to Yeah, I know. I just That's kind of like more of a, like, uh, you know, one to make up, mm-hmm. I suppose. All right. Well, thanks for the call, man. Thanks, Appreciate guys. it. Yep. Um, listen, I don't think AP, RJ, and Deegan would be favored for the win. But they'd make it exciting. Oh, they'd yeah. Make it fun. <laughs> they'd make it fun, uh, for sure. Um, we got Alex on three. Alex, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, guys. I'm great. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Um, so I have a two-part question. This is about sitting in the press box for Supercross. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what you have in front of you. So are you looking at, like, live timing on an iPad or something like that? Do you look at the broadcast? And then how do you pick what to analyze on the track whether it's the leaders or someone in, like, 18th place, how can you pick where you're watching as the race is going on in front of you? Yeah, you got live timing open with the segment times and the the live timing. Sometimes you'll have the broadcast, depending on the Wi-Fi connection. I'll have an iPad with the broadcast next to me, like on an iPad stand. Uh, But that doesn't always work because the Wi-Fi sucks in the press box. Um, And then uh, I will watch, you know, I kind of, like, you can't watch everything all at once. That's why you can watch the TV show the next day. But I will... uh, you know, find the battles, right? I'll find great battles. So if it's fifth and sixth and the and the leader's gone, let me watch fifth and sixth for a few laps, you know, and then kind of circle around. Or like if you if there's a if there's a section and Michael jump in here if you want. Uh, if there's a section where you know it's really easy and no one's gonna pass, then say I'm watching uh, Barsha and Sexton go at it, and they're coming up to the section where nothing's gonna happen. Take a minute to glance around. I, then I look yeah. at the whoops. And see what's going on in the whoops because I know that that's a, a a passing spot, right? And then I'll pick the Barsha Sexton thing back up as they go through the easy rhythm and pick it back up. So is that kind of how you watch it? Uh, kind of. It also for me depends on storyline. I also think ahead a little bit on who I kind of know I want to interview that night based on how their whole night's gone. As yep. as the main starts to come down, um, there's guys I watch based on I know this is the person I'm going to talk to afterwards. Yeah. Um, so little things I can pick up on. I like to ask for me, at least like, for instance, Tomac this year, Tomac seems to respond well to being asked about sections on the track. Mm-hmm. So even if he's been out front and killing yeah. it or something, I watch their stuff towards the end. I'll watch Eli like really solid for a couple laps and watch how he's doing stuff. So I can like yeah. go actually ask him about, Hey, in this, I saw you doing this really unique or stuff. And he yeah. seems to respond well. You're right about that. In Oakland, he was doubling in instead of tripling in on a rhythm. Yep. I brought that and up. I, I asked him too. And he loved to talk about how they did the, the, the dart fish and it was faster. And yeah, yeah he, mm-hmm. like I said, he seems to the normal questions. He kind of peers off on, but if you make him think he really responds well. So yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Thank you. That's very helpful. Um, are there like certain sections that you bookmark and you're like, you know what? I think if someone can put a good lap, like a good segment time. Oh, here, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can, well, you know, dragon's backs. Yeah. Dragon, ba- <laughs> dragon backs and whoops or some rhythm where you're like, I think they can go four in. Like a lot of times in practice, first practice hits the track in one of our group texts. Someone will be like, hey, you think they're going to go four in? And it's like, no, yes, no. And we then you start watching, right? And then you start seeing what's going on, yeah. 
to kind of add off that, something I always find really funny, I, I've learned it more while I was doing the team and track walking with riders and listening to more. It's really funny on track walk how even some of the best riders in the world will look at a rhythm section coming in. You'll hear somebody in the group go, okay, I guess we're going two, three. And the first guy will go, no, we're going three in here. And like three guys a week, no, we're, we're not tripling in, <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> I think it was uh, the year that uh, Reed was at JGR. Same thing, like Falcomer, who was on the team on the little bikes and stuff, they were all looking at this rhythm lane like, can you three in and go hear this? No. And Reed just like calmly walks up and goes, ah, Stu would go three, four, three on and out. No problem. Like third lap. And then just walks and yeah. everybody was like, what? Yeah. 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 I know. It's kind of, kind of interesting that way, Alex. But yeah, you, I mean, look, uh, we go to the races a long time, right? We have a lot of experience watching this stuff. So yeah. Um, great. Great. Thank you for your insight. I appreciate it. No worries, man. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Sean Murdoch from Decal Works here. Michael Lindsay as well from uh, Vital MX. Uh, how? Speaking of dark, mm-hmm. one year you said dark. Uh, yeah, I think it, it's one year. It was either one year last Thursday or this Thursday, okay. somewhere right so around. One there. year of dark at Vital. Full time. Yep. Job. We Decal. got him. We helped him. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we gave yeah. him the confidence <laughs> to go out there. Yeah. How's it going with dark? Great. Honestly, like he's pretty much done exactly what i was hoping um to give a little backstory he's learned a lot i think yeah he's learned a lot to give a little backstory we had had i knew i was trying to hire like lewis and sean from europe at the time that was taking a while to get done um we were down to at one point pretty much just me on staff i need to hire another guy we put out an open job listing i probably went through 300 applications trimmed it down to maybe 20 started interviewing some kids i was not happy with a couple people i called an interview i was just like oh yeah bunch of kids didn't know anything wanted mm-hmm. a lot of money they didn't like i tell them kind of what was expected workload wise and i was like and i think i was on a group text with you and weege and i started bitching about these kids and what they expect and i think we both all started on a rants of our first jobs mine yeah. being a bit later in yours i was like oh i started it right. i remember doing bike shoots for a year for free and starting for this much full time. And then you guys like, we said we made a racer exit first and like yeah. being PA and you were talking about your mechanic stuff. And I, I actually think it was Weege. I could be wrong. I'd have to look at text. I think it was Weege that suggested, have you looked at dark? Mm-hmm. Have you thought about it? And I was like, well, what do you two honestly think? Cause you guys have, have worked with him longer and he was turning in a little bit of stuff at the time for yeah, us as he was well. Doing some racer X stuff. Think, he right? was doing yeah. racer X and he started contributing a little bit to us as well. Yeah. He had been for maybe about six weeks and a comment back tied was, Look, I only told him to do a couple things a month, and he's turned in three times the amount of work for the same way that I yeah. thought he would. Like, and we all agreed, yeah. like, hey, give yeah. him a shot. And, yeah. you know, it, he basically, exactly, like, I think he had the work ethic. I think he had the relationships, which you can't teach work ethic and you can't teach relationships. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I could teach him to write a better sense, take a better photo. That That's all things that are easier to teach. And, yeah, as he, like, if you think of somebody young, how quickly they could maybe pick up on technology things. I mean, we do yeah. run a, web, a, a digital platform. <laughs> Yeah, he struggles at times with some of the digital platform stuff, just repetitiveness, getting into the groove of how little things work and some of the technical details. But he gets up every day. He tries. He if first I get him deadlines, first he says troll train. Got a troll train these days. But yeah. mm. I think he's well rounded. Again, I think I think he's open to learning. I think he tries. Yeah, he has to try sometimes, a few times over and over. But I, I'm more yeah. than happy. I'm and I'm really Dark. stoked on because again. I think he appreciates the opportunity very much. Like sent him to Italy this week. It was last minute. Get him to go. We we give him crap for that, but at the same time, he appreciates it. I know he'll yeah. try hard. And and now he's and dark he's does Italy. Dark does Italy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wow. I th- I thought you hired him after the season. I didn't know he was like 
nationals near the end. Yeah, of it was late yeah. late summer. Okay, like said, it was pretty much right after we all, all right. had that text group. I hit him up. Yeah, and I and he jokes about this. I think he thought we were all joking at first. I was like, hey, I talked yeah. to the guy, and like, you know what? Would you consider a full time job? Like, yeah. And at first, you know, I and I get it. He had kind of been doing the same thing, had a routine, digging and ditches. Yeah, it was very much like I, I don't Texas, know, man. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's come a long ways. And I remember how it was even when I was learning at first. It was sometimes like the smallest, just work on the most basics at first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, and I, and actually I should almost get more credit. There were some races. I'll be honest earlier this year. Like there were some races when the Brits had to go back. I was like, crap, I got to go here because they're not around. I should have trusted him earlier to do some races. Mm-hmm. He's done a great job on yeah. the interviews. When I send the races to get stuff done, he does a good job. Yep. Um, yeah. Very happy. Dark. He genuinely seems like, and I don't know him, but he yeah. genuinely has passion. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard. That's something you can't teach, mm-hmm. the love for the sport. Yeah. You know, the tactics you can teach him, but yeah. the heart, you know. Well, and I think, I think like, uh, I think a lot of people look at what we do and it's like, oh, that's easy. These guys go to the races and they shit talk each other and they watch the races. Well, dude, it's, it's a long day. It's a lot of work, especially, you know, these guys, they do video stuff at the end of the day. I don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. But, like. You got to do these videos, lay, overlay the graphics, render it. You're in a hotel room. I've been with, I used to do these Saturday Night Live reports of Racer X. So a detailed night of how a detailed uh, word doc of how the night went and who won what, and that that takes an hour, hour and a half. You're hungry. You haven't uh, uh, you know you've been up on your you've been up since eight o'clock in the morning, um, seven o'clock in the morning. It's a long fucking day. It's a lot of work, and I don't think people realize that. And I think Dark at first was like, oh shit, like because you know the Pony Pod days, he would just fucking do some video gopros and put it up the next day and hang out right yeah but i think he was like this is a shock but then you know he you got to dig deep and get the work done so he does it right like yeah yeah. like it's not all um apple pie and ice cream as they say now did you get started with dark side i remember when he started doing his pony pod but how how did you get linked up with him were you the first one to kind of get him blowing up well as usual i got everybody started in this industry you know whether it's clinton fowler whether it's uh, alex ray whether it's dark uh you know they they go through the pulp minor leagues yeah. <laughs> and then they graduate you know what i mean uh, jt right jt started with us um but yeah uh he was a caller to the show i think he was just a uh, like a fan caller you know i met him on some races he had the greasy ponytail and the greasy headband and I met him a few times at the races, and then yeah, he started calling in a little bit. I got him to do the wrap up show, you know, the sh- yes, the Pulp yeah. wrap up show, and then it went from there. That's so, what it was the wrap yeah. up. Well, I think the one, yes, he started as a super fan, but genuinely, him at the races, like he has good relationships with riders, mechanics, whatever. Like yeah. people enjoy talking to him. He's yeah. a good dude. Actually, I laugh like I tell him this all the time. I'm like, you got a better relationship with most of the people in the pits than I do. I'm always yeah. in trouble for something. Well, unless there's a monster <laughs> girl around, or you know, then then he's fine. Then he's a little bit distracted <laughs> if there's wives and girlfriends around. But, yeah. no, uh, yeah, he does. He's got, come a long way. So it's been a one year, basically, since Dark got into the industry. Mm-hmm. What time? Chris Betts give you that? or Yeah. Yeah, yeah sometimes Betts. he gets in this weird movie, starts swinging around. Yeah, yeah kind of yeah, weird. Swinging around at the decal works, guys, usually. Uh, but, yeah. Fuck so, my ass. So, uh, yeah, good, good for Dark. With a uh, bat? In the industry. <laughs> Jesus. Um, let's do the motorsport.com tweet at Talon segment. Let's, let's do that, shall we? Sounds like a good time. No, that's my mom. It's the motorsport.com tweets at talent segment. No. Motorsport.com. Go through the banner on popamex.com to help us out. Uh, great prices. Uh, OEM and aftermarket parts from street bikes to mountain bikes to dirt bikes. They've got it all. Carson Brown in their new gear this weekend as well. Uh, absolutely did a good job. Carson did in their, in their, in their gear. 
uh, and motorsport.com. Uh, again, go through the banner to help us out. Free shipping on everything over 79 bucks. A dedicated team of gearheads there. They don't do great with return policies. Some of them take a long time for return. return policy is actually great. It's great, but then some of the gearheads don't always get on their returns. Not some of them, just me. And okay. it's just yours. Everyone else is fine. It's <laughs> okay. just you. So I'm having a little problem hey, look, with some motorsport.com. What, what I'm, what I'm hearing here yeah. is motorsport.com cares about the general customer, and you, Steve, who probably just is a time suck, they push you aside to make sure that the real okay. paying customer gets taken care of. I've seen his ceiling, so we don't need to worry about the $15 in random bolts. Today. It's not $15, what, what sir. It's quite I a bit more. I just feel bad for you, customer service. You have to deal with guys like this that order parts three times in a row because they can't write down what they ordered or didn't order. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's well, a, let's let's that's remind a, that that's little That's a fair part. point. That's a fair point. Uh, all right. These questions are submitted at pulpamexshow.com on Twitter, and uh, Talon takes the best ones. And... Uh, yeah, ask us. All right, let's do this, Lone Wolf. Uh, first one from Dirt Shart. A lot of co- a lot of complaints about Washugal. What would you do to make it better? Uh, it's fine. Like I don't get it. Like it's slippery and it's hard pack and it's choppy and it's not red bud. Uh, it's fine. I don't know. Like the shadows. I guess some of the guys say the shadows are sketchy. I was going too slow to really notice it, but um. I tried send, I tried sending the shadow section one time. It got so squirrely. Yeah, like you know, it is it is dark back there for sure. I changed. I I had a tinted lens on. I had made sure I put a clear one in. I, I happen to have clear lenses, thank God. Yeah. I, and when at first lap I went in there, I'm like, oh, thank goodness, I forgot about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it's fine. Like, yeah. yeah, it's it's is it the best track on the circuit? No, it's not. Is it the worst one? No. Paula has that distinction. Um, I, I thought about starting a poll one time, like, oh, what national track would you care, like, wouldn't care if it was off the scheduling? Uh, oh, yeah, right, yeah, no, yeah, one's no, going to win that. 90, Too easy. <laughs> yeah, low, low-hanging fruit. Yeah. 95% would be Paula. 100%. So, all right. From Zach48Johnson for ML, does Steve riding Chase's bike lean in his favor in the captain battle? Mm. Mm, I don't know. Like I said, I asked Chase – if he was going to put any weight into Steve's opinion. And again, he said that if Steve said his bike was better than the Jets, he would even be more confused yeah, but what than about, he was. What about the captain part of it? You're not answering the captain part. Well, I also did ask uh, Chase on press day uh, about Lewis not being around because I think it was right. a streak of he's only one when Lewis is around. And then he said something along the lines of, yeah, I wonder where he is. It's kind of hard to captain the ship from the other side of the world. Yeah, yeah, see, there we go. Yep. And then, uh, and then Lewis sent me a, a picture of him walking up to the Alpine Star 10 and gently caressing a picture of Jesus. <laughs> I told him to send it to Chase, see what happens. Wow. <laughs> All right. From Austin Racer 999, which national has the longest hill climb and which has the steepest? Any notables well, outside just, of Mount St. Helens, Mount Martin? It's got to be Mount. Hill. I feel like, yeah. uh, again, going up and down Glen Helm, I feel like I think Mar- Mount Martin. Yeah. Horsepower. I've never horse. gone up Mount Martin. I've never walked over there, so I don't know. Longest and steepest? Long? That's tough. I'm trying to think. Steepest is Mount Martin. I don't know what the longest I is. I think it's longer than Washugal and Glen Helen. Yeah. I'm don't just you? trying to think. Shugal's like more of this gradual. Yeah. Yeah, Shugal's definitely not as tall, but it feels long because it's more of a gradual. Yeah. You are hauling butt, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be curious. I, I want to say Mount Martin is... I know it's steeper. It might be taller than Mount Sands. All right. From the Sports General, with Tomac likely coming back next season, percentage pie between Jet, Chase, and Eli. 
for the 24 championship oh, Supercross. I, I, I can't. 33, not, 33, yeah, 33. Yeah, I'm, I'm not ready to to talk 24 Supercross. That's, hey, you know how we always say that this is going to be the greatest season yeah. ever. Stamp it. This is going to be the greatest season ever. I, I love the people, though, like preseason Kenny Instagram Supercross clips. I had people in my group text who are smart people and, and people that I respect breaking down Kenny on Instagram mm-hmm. and great, slow, took corner speed. Come on, dude. It's an Instagram clip. First hey. of all, you know it's a bitchin' one if the rider's putting it up, right? Yep. You know it's amazing. It's their best. It's their best. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just – I'm not in the business of breaking down Instagram clips and, and being like, oh, God, hey, look at this. Two, everybody's always flying at the test track. Always flying. There are so many guys I've seen at the test track where they say, I'm like, this dude's going to kill it yep. coming to the first round. Oh, man, they're 10th. That's because everybody else is killing it. Yeah. Uh, from Ryan Hargrave, 431, is a guy like Jerry or someone on his level actually making money? Is everything paid for, he's living, or is debt just growing? No, they're making money. Like, Moran's is making money, and Starling is making money. Uh, yeah, they're making, like, general living. Yeah, Some I mean, A-Ray, if A-Ray hadn't quit, he probably would have made 50K, you know? Yeah. Uh, not not crushing it, like, not Sean from Decal Works money. Fuck my I, I think know? it's surprising, but, like, even Dillis Jerry, like, he's a little better this year because he has just a couple. I think a lot of people look like, I don't know if they're getting bikes. All it takes for them to make okay money is, okay, if you're – if you get lucky and you or you have somebody that wants to back you and buy your bikes, and if you can get your travel paid for and your mechanic, if you look at what they make between purse contingency and if they have like a gear, mm-hmm. every, a guy who's making the main event actually does pretty can do okay. Yeah. If you can find a way with other sponsors to get the mm-hmm. everything paid for and pretty much everything you make every week as pocket money, you're yep. actually pretty decent. Yep. All right. Uh, McNoche one thirty four. Steve, whose fake broken ribs are more broke, Kiefer's or Hunter's? Well, it's not fake broken ribs, but broken ribs is not what these guys are doing. It's bugged me for years. I got broke ribs. No, you don't. If you actually had broke ribs, you would be bedridden. Uh, but what you do is you hurt a cartilage in between the ribs, or you crack a rib, or you you know you, you displace a rib. People just say broken ribs. It, there's there's many things that can happen. So it's not broken ribs. Just stop using that. Just say displace rib, crack rib, cartilage. Whatever. That's all the stuff they do. Crack broken ribs, you're not getting out of bed. From 350 Church for Michael, what's the latest 2024 rumor mill info you've heard? We know of some big team changes, but what can we expect to see with the gear brands? Well, I put up our full sheet for 2024 Silly Season on the site the other day. I feel like everything's kind it's of... It's kind of set, right? It's kind of set. The only thing we're all waiting on, what Ferrandis the deal is, I think we can yep. all agree there's nothing really solid there. Uh, I would say the biggest one we've been talking about all show is we're pretty sure the Eli News is coming Wednesday. Um, everything else has been said. Uh, the one we talked about, I think also... I, don't, I think we said it earlier on the show. If you're talking... I think he said something about gear brands. Um, Alpine Stars doing more goggle guys, even though they're not planning on selling it. And I feel like I'm missing a decent gear one. Uh, maybe not. The Chase right. Chase had a Fox offer, but I imagine Alpine Stars is going to beat it. Yeah. But Fox went after him earlier in the year. From Voice of the Drunken People, you guys aren't shy to share your opinions. What's one bridge you've burned in the, in, in the industry that you re- regret? Nothing. Not, nothing for me that I thought my head anyways. Um, because... Generally speaking, if two people have a disagreement over something and you're halfway intelligent, two reasonable people can discuss it. 
and sort of come to an agreement of like, hey, man, like, we'll just agree to disagree or like, hey, I'm sorry or whatever. And then you, 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 you keep that relationship. The people that you that are so mad that you can't talk to anymore are generally not really worth talking to anyways. I would agree with that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it seems like like Michael Young, when he was manager of Mortal Concepts, he got really mad at me. We got into it. He was just being a fucking idiot. And I was done with him. And that was it. We never talked since, right? Um, Bevo, Kuzo, just idiots that I don't talk to. Like, they're not worth it to me. Um, oh, you and Bevo? I didn't realize you yeah, and Bevo Yeah, yeah. Bevo got on me when I was the X-Brand guy. He was just an mm-hmm. asshole to me. I thought we were cool. I started doing X-Brand stuff, and all of a sudden, he, he treated me like an asshole. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, fuck you, bro. Like, you know, like, what does it matter that I'm doing X-Brand goggle service? How does that matter? I'm just trying to get to the races, buddy. You know, like... Anyways, so yeah, for things like that, like those bridges are burned, like they're they're they're, they're not worth it to me. I don't care, it doesn't matter. So, I don't know. Uh, I've had some team owners really mad at me, and then we've like reasonable human beings gave our sides and and agreed to disagree or apologized one way or another or whatever, and we moved on. So, you got any? Uh, not really. That's right. Because I mean, like I joke with the pivots, like there's some certain team people that are kind of PO'd with me at times. It all so far, I haven't had one that's been unfixable. Like in a way, like I said, you I, and pipes, I, you and pipes. Do you think you can well, fix that? Well, that one's downhill from the beginning. So you give it about another I, year. I don't, I don't get that one because pipes is I cool. Know, I don't, I don't okay. get it, man. I don't understand. I'll talk to pipes. I don't get that. I'll one. talk to pipes. I'll figure yeah. it out. Try for me, please. Okay. He's a good dude. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I pat. There's two. If you would ever ask me, I couldn't patch up. I thought it would have been husky, mm-hmm. but I'm good with scuba and sea uh, now. At one yeah. point, I didn't think that one was salvageable. Yeah. That one's good. And, uh, yeah, I thought at one point I was dead at Star, but we're good. I get along with Coke and Brad pretty good now. Right. Uh, from LL Cool James 425, Steve, am I daydreaming, or did I see a video of you and Jace from Gypsy Tales in a car together? Was that a kidnapping? <laughs> well, you can uh, talk to Michael Lindsay about that one. <laughs> That's my fault. I, I asked him, because uh, Jace was at the Alpine Star ride day, and he, was, he said something about Nina uh, ride to the airport. I don't know if he was supposed to ride with Gober. Somebody didn't have a ride. So I texted Steve and I didn't say yet. Yeah I said, do you want to give a gypsy a ride to the airport? And I didn't know he meant Jace. I thought he meant a real gypsy. So I said, sure. <laughs> like, you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, and we ended up with like, gypsy I mean, tales. Yeah. Like yeah, I was like, yeah, like a real gypsy, like an old lady. You how know, how like, was uh, the vibe? Was it cool? No, was it listen, it, I, I'm kidding. Obviously I'm joking. Yeah, I knew it was fun. gypsy tales and it was yeah. Jace. Totally fine. You need a ride to the airport, man. Like, that would suck to be yeah. stranded at the track. I don't yeah. hate the we, guy. We had a I fun got, conversation about music. We yeah. drove to the airport. It was all good. The, was what all Jace fun. did is he's like, I got a funny joke. So he's in the back seat and he's got his phone. And he brings it to the front with Steve. He's like, wow, these AI deep fakes are getting so real. Yeah. <laughs> he showed Steve. <laughs> yeah. No, so like, yeah. Uh, Mark, did you see that? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, good, um, good for you. I, I, I yeah, kind like, of partially like, did because the guy needed a ride and I knew it would also be kind listen, of funny to have uh, him in the same car. I'm, That's good. I'm the type of guy like I, I just... I may say things that uh, piss people off, but I don't hate people. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, yeah. Hey, we, Ricky comes on this show now, and him and Jace row in a car together. Anything can happen in yeah. this world. Yeah, really? Jason Anderson calling in right now, I think. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> whoa, whoa, world's ending. <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah, no, listen, I, again, like I said, like, uh, uh, to me, being stuck on the track with no ride to the airport and trying to figure it out, yeah. that sucks. So I, I, don't, I don't dislike the guy at all. And so if he, somebody needs a ride, like, yeah, no problem. I was kidding about the real gypsy thing. I want that to get out of hand. <laughs> so, Jason's on hold. Hopefully we have time to get to him later. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
uh, from Jimmy G. How fast would Carson Brown be on a 450? Wow, he would have definitely went 10 to 15, if not better. Would he have cooked himself well, worse? Yeah, if he doesn't eat or drink, then it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. That's what he told me. He forgot to eat or drink. Yeah, I think wow. he's – as of last night, he was still in the hospital. Yeah. I hope he got out really? today. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. cooked himself. They told me, he like, passed out after the finish. Bunch of fans mm-hmm. gave him water. They kind of got him going again. They got him on the stage. He yeah. said a few words and then blacked why, out and hit the ground. Why again. would they put him on the stage? <laughs> for the two-stroke trophy. Dude, again, like, oh, you're killing the dude to stand on stage for a two-stroke trophy. Yeah. All right. Fans got what they want, I guess. Wow. From Moto Aftermath, what kind of money are X Games athletes like Barrowman, Parsons, and Axel bringing in? I have no idea. I don't uh, know. I think there's quite a range there. I mean, well, good enough. You got guys like all of them kind of have. Well, Barrowman doesn't, but um, Raha now has his own compound. Axel's got his they pay for. They all kind of have mechanics. They do have, they rent the compounds out to people to ride? Like, is that what they do? Um, I think Nordic? Axel's just kind of more Bodhi. He has people he likes come ride with him. Okay. Um, same with Raha. His is up in the Dez. Uh, Behrman's got a, a shop full-time when a mechanic takes care of stuff. Like, they're doing okay. I don't know if it's, like, insane, like, Nate Adams, Twitch, Ch- Pastrana heyday money. Um, but they do what, all right. What's Nate Adams doing now? Is he just Def Gloves? Is that what he does? Def Gloves. I believe he lives in Arizona, too, oh, okay. as far as I'm aware. I haven't seen him in a long he time. He probably made good money, Nate, and socked it away. You he know? probably he did at one point. Then. I feel like I think he did. the big thing, like, listen to those guys, I... I could be wrong because I've kind of heard what Twitch a couple guys get for deals. I still think the money is good when you think of it like their social presence is almost better than it's ever been, but the lack of competition. Some of those guys had really good bonuses for X Games and stuff because they had so much TV presence at the time. Now there's so little competition side. I don't think for them it's as performance-driven. It's more vlogs and content-driven, which is probably peak money earning may not be as big, but I bet it's more – I would – venture to say it's maybe more consistent right uh by the way uh kobe raha uh gold medalist at x yep. games wusa did his wheels mm-hmm. so you know if they're pretty good for a freestyle guy they're good for you for a dude launching at 56 feet vertically into the air is that what it was Jeez. huge uh thank his, you to the folks at w by the way his quote was uh was able to get it done found the old turn the brain off switch and sent it oh geez yeah <laughs> respect that's, that's nuts i need to watch that that sounds like something i would want to watch uh w also did of course the uh, star yamaha purple rims as well hell yeah so would they have had that purple, do you think, or would they have? No, they had to have those sent it? out. Yeah. It's it's funny. I was gonna say with you saying that uh, MX one hundred one, like there was a couple weeks heads up. I asked Jensen about them for Star, and he's like, "Dude, we've been working on this for well over two months." Yeah, like there's stuff to get. I think because there was more hard parts involved for Star. Like they, <laughs> yeah. they're like and a bigger team. I think they had to do. I don't know if all the assets are out. They had to do more of a full photo shoot, I guess. Well, so there's they we, said that theirs took a while to get together. Uh, remember our Yamahas for Unadilla that were for fortieth anniversary or fiftieth anniversary of. Yamaha or something? Do you remember? The yellow mm-hmm. ones? Yeah, yeah, the yellow ones. That was a fucking pain in the ass, dude. Like, yeah. for us mechanics, we had to powder coat our frames black, yep. right? Yellow plastics, yellow tanks, everything else. Uh, team uniforms, everything had to be switched over on the bikes. And then I did the whole all the work. And Timmy, on Thursday before the, we had to leave, Timmy's like, hey, man, I hurt my wrist. I'm out. <sighs> His bike. I got a photo of it leaning against the wall at Yamaha. Never raced. Well, so you and, you and yeah. Jelly. Jelly built the, the Tomac one just to sit. Oh, that's true, right? Yeah, it was and done Charlie up. Yeah. Yeah. The other one I'll give them props. It's one thing, I mean, Star's a big team. Not only did they have race wheel, I noticed on the cart they had spare wheels for everybody built in the yeah. same color. Like, they, they went all out. Yep. Very ready. Yeah, actually, I need to hit you and uh, Nick up this next week. I'm doing a, a white and red YZ450. I got a different valve cover to shoot and a bunch of stuff. So we're I'm doing a retro one, but that style. Awesome. Okay. All right, next question. 
from Alex Reinhardt 18 so many people have done so much to help A-Ray along the way but when Colt 45 needs to borrow a van he charges him $500 rent <laughs> bad luck do better A-Ray fuck my what, ass what is what is A-Ray old, old Colt like if I had asked to borrow the van and A-Ray said 500 bucks I'd be like fuck you A-Ray but Colt Nichols I mean they're friends but like I don't know like, I, I'm fine you guys so Colt drove from California to Washougal and paid Alex yeah. to use his van yeah. for the weekend or Is that whatever. A problem? Yeah, yeah he knocked his it, dick no. loose. Pretty- hey, <laughs> Michael, where are you at on that? Like, fuck A-Ray or no? Yeah. Oh. Oh, you're on the fence. No, it's fine. I mean, A-Ray's making a car payment on it. I mean, I get, like, the bottom A-Ray's end of it. A-Ray's broke his shit, too. Yeah, he probably yeah. really needed the money. Right. What's wrong with your eye? You I, I don't know. I got okay. sent in my eye and it burns. Okay. Sorry. I'm not perfect. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Not like you, Steve. Sorry. Wow. You're, are you crying over the A-Ray van? <laughs> it, really oh, got me, God. it really got me upset. I just, I don't like hearing you all argue. 500 bucks. Poor A-Ray. All right, next question. Uh, I probably know what your answer is going to be, Marks, and you just took your headphones off. Uh, on, on the fantasy app, when your team oh. is full and you want to make a change, why not select the new rider and have a pop-up box of your existing four riders with the option to replace an ad? I'm sorry that you're too lazy to just like unclick a writer. Beat it. Wow, that's customer service for you. I do have a bone to pick. I picked. I unless oh, I yeah. lose Mark, it my mind. Marks, this, listen to this I, guy. I what? picked Derek, to this my guy. 450 team. I know I picked Derek Drake as my fourth rider, which he blew it. It was sucked anyway. So I'm not really complaining about score. But I go back and look at my score, and I'm like, how do I only have three guys in the 450 main? It said I picked Brock Poppy. I am not that stupid. <laughs> I either fat thumbed it like a mother. Yeah, the system is randomly selecting guys for you. For sure. <laughs> How I got I can't, I can't do this. I, I, I can't do this. I get Brock Poppy. <laughs> we have the logs. Yeah, we got the logs. God damn it. We have logs. I was so confused. I'm like, how did I get Brock Poppy? Help? I almost texted Mark Sellers and be like, is somebody fucking with me? I feel like you got a, somebody's pulling a prank on me. <laughs> No, that's we do Austin Root when we were messing. Yeah. With oh, that was that was was that the one that had JT about to kill Paul yeah. and end the yeah. friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, that's can such you, a good can one. Can you pull the logs or no? Is it too hard to do? Uh, yeah, I, I can. Don't Give me a few minutes. Yeah, let, let's well, see what exactly funny. what ML did see. here. We'll circle back. We'll circle because we have the logs. I want to see because I was dying. I was like, why does it say Brock Poppy? Right. I, to the other guy, like I, I don't know, dude. I just haven't thought of it. <laughs> like, what what do you want me to do? Come on. Yeah, he's working on the pulp app. He's busy. Mm-hmm. So no water. There is not any water okay. in there. All right, thanks. thanks you guys. can have a twisted tea. Thanks, guys. It's twisted nice tea? No. Or red Brock, Brock Poppy at 0.1%. I'm the 0.1% right, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next question. Oh, From so Adam's Elbow. If you were managing a factory 250 team and had one spot open, are you signing Volan, Mumphy, or Swole? What do you think, Sean? Volan, Mumphy, or Swole? Voland. Yeah, I'm going Volan. Swole. Okay. I'm on Swole. Are you going to teach Swole how to ride whoops better? Uh, that's a little tough. Okay. Oof. But on the flip side, can you teach Volan how to make mains? <laughs> <laughs> so there is that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Volan was fifth overall outdoors last year. He's right up around there now. Um, the Supercross main event thing is not good, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, tough. Yep. From Cal724. Michael, when will we see the 2024 YZ250F? Uh, I think uh, now. Uh, well, I think us riding it. Uh, I think not till like October. Uh, I think. I don't think we're riding uh, until pretty late in the year. 
Um, the like press the main event, (laughs) the press announcement stuff, like the the info to the public, at least like photos and technical info. I think we're T minus a month ish, or less. I think it's sometime next month. I know where the intro is going to be. I know where it is too. But yeah, I think I think in the the two new bikes this year are that and the Kawasaki KX450, and I think both of them are fairly later this year. The Cowie announcement already came out so we know what it looks like and everything the yamaha one i think is coming in the next few weeks for the announcement same updates as the 450 i'm assuming just a year late for yamaha oh uh, yeah, yes so. and no i mean chassis bioworks i've heard a few things the yamaha 450 actually had a lot done to the engine i think certain things about the 250 engine will change that didn't change in the 450 and i think certain things that changed in the 450 engine won't change in the 250 talking about like Roller bearings on cranks, possible different born stroke. The, the engine for the 250 updates will be kind of unique. All right. Uh, Levi Radford, 46. He just wants you to film the Millville Ride Day and do a video like the Vol- Gold Creek Lodge video. Okay. All right. Working on that. Um, from Moto Great Aftermath, stuff. what modern racer would you equate Brian Deegan to in terms of speed and results? Brian or Hayden? Brian. Brian. Oh, what modern racer? Got it. Okay. Um, Brian was like a top ten guy a lot. Uh, so Mumphy. Mm, I could agree with that. Eight to twelve ish. That was Brian. I mean, he won a race, but generally speaking. Mm. I'm trying to think if there's anybody that fits his personality as oh, well. But well, that one tougher. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to think of one like really match, but I, I kind of have a perfect match in my head. All right, uh, last one for you, Michael. Um, has anyone helped Jerry Robbins' career more than you? Can you identify what he's missing that prevents him from being more consistent? He seems to have the speed. I don't know if I'd say help. It seems like most of what I get involved with him goes south, so I can't say. I've been there for him. That's I, I've tried to be there for him. Um, Jerry, honestly, like, you hear this about CERN riders. Like, I've seen Jerry on a Supercross track on a certain day where, like, I legitimately believe if you could somehow get the puzzle pieces together – I think Jerry could top five on a 250. I legitimately, truly believe that. However, I don't know what those puzzle pieces are, and we are still very it's, lost with this. It's too late now, but yeah, yeah Jerry's talented. Jerry's At one talented. point, yeah. like if the cards would have aligned and maybe better, I think guidance, really, just guidance at a younger age maybe sure. would, would be the big one. Um, right opportunities, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, so you really, really didn't ask Cade Clayson's question. We let me go back and find it. We talked about it. He was didn't it get deleted okay. or something. He okay. Cade Clayson. Did you did anyone have issues with the water truck lane line guys started using in the second 250 moto exiting the switchbacks? Deegan was first on TV, then others followed. Mm-hmm. He even used it to make passes. It was yeah, clearly Levi, faster. Levi talked about that. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it a little bit. Like we joked that I actually legitimately saw a 450 guy or two use the actual wire it's weird when you come over i could see why they use it when you come over that little table like you can actually end up on the side of it really easy and it flows into the table it's i accident i almost did it accidentally like one of my first laps it's it was kind of gray area-esque in my opinion well um i forgot what i was gonna say okay uh michael Lindsay, you picked brock poppy as your second 450 rider and you never took him off so 
I have had to fat thumb that Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to. You got to. It's so, like I tell so, everybody: like you have to double check your team before you're done. Like who was his first? Back. Was it like a P name? Or? It was Ferrandis. So not anywhere close to. No. So I must have been scrolling and accidentally mashed it or something I mean, on maybe. my way by. Jesus. Might accidentally tried to hit Plessinger. <sighs> oh yeah. Yeah, I was trying to go, and I mean, my team didn't go do good anyways. I was trying to go. I do like though. Please, props to you for saying I would have picked Drake. Oh, had a terrible day, and not being like, "Hey, man, I would have picked, uh, uh, you know, Grant Harlan." That's why I laughed when I went back yeah. and looked at. It. I'm like, oh, "I wouldn't have done me any better, anyways." Right. But but with the emails we get, the emails <laughs> oh, yeah. we get are like, "Hey, man, I really made a mistake, and um, you know, I uh, I meant to pick the guy who scored a hundred. Probably meant to pick Max Miller." Yeah, bet, yeah, yeah. Hey, we you were know, talking about that earlier. Like one of those ones where it's like, "Oh, Miller should have been such an obvious choice because it was his home race." Miller's had a pretty terrible season before yeah. this. So on one hand, I remember seeing him go, man, I should pick him. It's his home race. And the air part hit me and go, no, just because it's home race, he has done terrible the rest of the year. Yeah. This is not an automatic no, no, win. No, someone someone pointed out, did you mean to click PAPE? I bet you tried oh, to click Oh, I did. And you clicked Poppy. I did. I did because mm-hmm. I thought hard pack in his practice was good. I'm like, because he had a really good handicap because yeah. he's kind of yeah. sucked on East yeah. Coast. Yeah. I did. I think I did try to hit him at one point. Yeah, John on YouTube pointed out. You probably tried yep. to click That Pape. dude is on it. Jo- thanks, That's John. literally John. it. Good job, John. How did Pape? Oh, he would have been. Can I have Pape 72 points? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the rest of the team. Again, I had Jed Bean. We're doing great over here. Um yeah. 250s was pretty rough. Uh, I had Derek Kelly, like many of us. Oof. Oh, boy. Oof. Ow. Derek Kelly and a Forkner really did me Oof. in good. Forkner beaten and Kelly really sunk me pretty good. So. Ow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, we're waiting for JT. What's what's the story? Uh, like 10 minutes ago, he said he's never he's on a never-ending shuttle bus, and he'll need a little bit. <laughs> never ending so I think we I think we might have missed our window. I wonder if he flew into LAX. Hey, who's your uh, for the Millville Ride Day? Who's mm-hmm. like your your number one star guest you're bringing? Like, who are you stoked Dude, that's coming? Who to am run? I not bringing? Who's my not my number one guest? Yeah, so I'm mean, like, who who do we got here? I mean, Osborne wants to come out. He said oh, yeah. Starling wants to come out. Um, uh, Phil says he's coming. Oh, Phil for sure. Troll Train, J Mart will be hanging out, not riding, of course. Uh, we got. Uh, um, did I say Zacho? Yeah. Yeah, Zacho. Um, Wilbur? Dunge? Wilbur? Yeah, Wilbur Wilbur going to ride? Yeah, Wilbur's going to ride. Heck yeah. Uh, You can ride Trolls Gas Gas. Um, Yeah, we getting the Dunge for the hometown event? Dunge has moved. Dunge is out. Where's Dunge at now? Dunge moved to Tennessee. What? Yeah, he's out. Wow. I cannot keep track of him. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. I don't know. Yeah, Dunge is in Tennessee. Good for him. So um, maybe he'll come back. I don't think he'll come back just for me and my ride day. But that, wow. I, I would be truly uh, that honored. That would be sweet. I would be truly Wait, honored. Carmichael? He's not coming up for the ride day. Come bring a triumph? That'd be, that'd be, that'd be awesome. <laughs> World uh, debuted at yeah, Steve's uh, ride Steve's day. Steve's ride day. Could you yeah. imagine the headlines? Yeah. Headlines. Yeah. Hey, everybody's been wondering where the triumph has been this whole time. That's been the masterful PR yeah. plan they've been yeah. working on. Yeah. I feel like the st- there's two types of definitions of, of dropping a bike. There's uh, By the way, that was motorsport.com. Tweet at talent segment. Motorsport.com. Thank you. <laughs> That's horrible. Um there's Stark, which did a preview for a year and a half before a bike got dropped. And then there's Triumph, who's doing no previews and then just coming out with a bike. So, Can we get uh, Benny Bloss to bring the Beta? Yeah. Beta? Yeah. Bring How Bita far is to Missouri right to Millville? I don't even know. Uh, it's a fine. decent drive. Yeah. Bita. Sean, you've been mountain biking it all out here or riding? No, I was going to uh, ask you. We got to go soon because I've been getting back in shape. I'm ready. Okay, because it was... 
a little rough first time. Yeah, sucked big time. Right, I'll own it. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, La Big wants to go too, so uh, we got we got e bikes for everyone. Awesome. Um, yeah, let's do it. Have you been dirt biking at all? I've been riding besides the past couple of weeks with the heat, but yeah, yeah, I've been staying in. Where'd you go? Where have you been riding? At? I've been going out to Gene. There's like a little past the dry lake. There's like a little desert moto track you can kind of break in, so it's quick to go right from our side. You know side what? Of town. You know what this is? That's probably where we go, Steve. That's not Gene. Past, yeah, past the seven hills rocks, yeah. color rocks. Yeah, oh, and yeah. you turn on that paved road. Yep. Oh, yeah. that's where I went to prep for this Honda to ride day. Yeah, you look like you look good. Uh, I would be easy on that. But, hey, look kit. Uh, the kit. The kit was good. The blue boots, the blue A-star boots. Um, oh, yeah. So, okay. So, that's where we go. Yeah. Uh, drive down there and park there, and there's some moto tracks that are beat to shit. Just beat to shit, but good for 15, 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. Okay. Oh. I thought uh. you had discovered some new track. Do you know the guys at Sandy Valley? I don't know the owners, no. Oh. Can we get them to like open up on a Wednesday or something? Like a midweek? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how many people. I don't know. Even it's just private ride day for me and you. Can we just do Steve's that? used to just getting the special treatment for just himself. Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome, but I don't know them that well. I don't actually don't even know who does, they are. Does, does Talon know them at all? Um, Talon. I don't know. I used to know Kit. And oh. Have you been out to the sand in Boulder City? Yeah. How's that? was that? my field of dreams when I went for the World Vet Prep. Was it? I think it's all, like, they've got those solar panels now, I think. I think a bunch of it's gone, huh, Talon? It's out by the airport. The Boulder stuff. Uh, Most of the sand tracks are still there. Still there? Okay. You have to take a... I don't know. That, they put the highway in right in the middle, so it kind of took a lot of them out. But yeah. you can still get to okay to a lot of good oh, tracks. Oh, we got we got Kenny Taco Bell. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, Kenny Taco Bell. What's up, big dog? How are you, man? Uh, I'm pretty good. Just uh, trying to do a little pregame here with A Ray. We're on the uh, margaritas a little bit. Yeah. Okay. You know, Fair. Enjoying the uh, you know big retired guy now. Yeah. Yeah. Big. Like getting on with the rest of his life. Yeah, have you have you taken a look at the last uh, three weeks of his life? Seems pretty glamorous. I, I mean, I'm jealous as fuck. I'll tell you that much. When's he going to start work? He says. So this is the whole thing. This is why he said last week. I was I was in. Uh, I went to Australia for two weeks. Do a couple shows. Uh huh. I'm in Australia. He goes. When are you coming home? I said I'll be home on Monday. He goes. Perfect. I leave Tuesday. I go. Well, where are you going? What do you got? Because, you know, you're retired. Mm -hmm. He goes, well, since I'm, you know, starting work in August, um, me and the wife are going to take a vacation. I was like, mm. well, right when you get back, don't we go on your bachelor party? And he's like, we get, yeah, but, you you know, I mean, for her. Yeah. Yeah. What a <laughs> so, life. What a, what, what do you, oh, so when's the bachelor party? So we leave on, uh, we leave Wednesday morning. Is anybody going to die? Do you think anybody's going to die in this bachelor party? I mean, if there's one guy, there's possibility. I would, I would say it would be A Ray. Yeah. Where are you guys going? Have a few. Oh boy. We got like a. Dude, we Davey? got. <laughs> so, Davey's like up the road, I guess. So Hartrath is the best man. He lined it all up. Okay. He got us. He he's got us a mansion. Like we're we're balling it out. Like we got a big old mansion. Uh huh. But uh what I was thinking, so we're going up there and like you see everybody does all these things, they're like buy the bride a drink. I'm like, why don't we do a thing where we do buy A Ray a drink and get a bunch of money together and really try to like really try to kill him? 
I didn't know that. I didn't. I don't even know what this is. Buy the bride a drink. I don't. Yeah, know Yeah, they about put it on this. like the Have back of their cars that they're driving up to Vegas. Like oh. from SoCal, you'll be driving. There'll be a okay. car like buy the bride a drink. Buy, like it'll so have you... a Venmo on it. Oh, be able to send money. Oh, oh, does it work? Yeah, I know a couple of friends that have done dude, it. And they'll be like, dude, we'll have like a couple, like twelve hundred bucks by the time we got to Vegas to buy drinks. Oh, shit. Yeah, people are dropping tens and fives like okay, crazy. Okay, well, Taco Bell, yeah, give us a Venmo. Well, because that's what I'm saying. Because otherwise, like, let's be honest, it's going to all come out of me and Heartrath's bank account. Well, Heartrath doesn't, you know, I mean, he just he's just trying to live. Yeah. Yeah, come on, Pulp Nation. Let's a, kill a I'm just a struggling. I'm just a struggling announcer. Don't give me that shit. You're a freestyle <laughs> icon, Kenny. <laughs> hey, look, not everybody was in Geneva that weekend and saw me, you know, right. smoking a cigarette I, and then go flip his dirt bike. I was there. Well, what's the Venmo? Hey, let's let's put it out there. I don't For, know. That's what I mean. Like, we got to make one. Like, well, I don't do you, know. You, you don't have a Venmo? No. Well, I mean, like, I do have one, but, like. Well, what's the worst know, thing happen? People are going to start Venmo requesting. we make a. Do we make one for this thing? I don't know how it works. I don't know what to do. Well, you like, called in with the plan. You got to know how it works. I don't know how happen. it works. We're on the air. Let's make this happen. Make a Venmo well, call one. us back. Make a Venmo call us back. All right. I will. I will. Okay. All right. See you. Let's, let's kill A-Ray. All right. Let's Fuck that guy drinks a okay. lot. <laughs> call us back. Bye. See you. All right, everybody. We're going to get a Venmo. I don't have Venmo. Is it... um? Is it a, an email address or what is it? It's um, uh, it's got its own account login. It's just an extension, basically, of like a PayPal. Yeah, but like, what do you put in it? Why why doesn't Kenny want to give out his own personal Venmo? I don't know. I most people I think would be fine. Well, you can request money from people. Maybe people maybe people start going, hey, give me like send me ten dollars. I would oh. hit them with a million requests. Like screw right. them. Well, we're working on that. Uh, this hour brought to you by Off Road Warehouse. This is the ORW uh, on the butt patch of Phil Nicoletti and Garrett Marchbanks. ORW once sponsored a team called Team Chaparral uh, way back in the day mm-hmm. with uh, Mumford and Shock. Good times. Remember that? Great times. Oh, good times. Still digging yourself out. We're almost there. ORW is a place to go for all your truck and off-road accessory needs. They have stores throughout the West Coast, including Temecula, San Diego, Corona, Vegas, Atlanta, Phoenix. Stop in to check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products from the industry's leading brands. The code is Pulpamex to save. Uh, I just gave this out to a listener the other day, and he uh, bought something. He told me and sent me an email to say thank you. So get your bike to the track with style and performance from Off-Road Warehouse. Pulpamex is the code to save. They are staffed by a knowledgeable, experienced team. Plus, they install everything they sell, from suspension kits, tires and wheels, to steps, bad accessories, and more. Thank you to those guys. And Motorcycle Industry Jobs, Job of the Week. Speaking of Alpine Star... Dealer developer, Southeastern United States, full-time job. Sean, you would be great for this, but you love Decal Works in Vegas. But they are seeking enthusiastic, that's you. Energetic, that's you. Sports-minded people, that's you. Winning. Clone of me, that's your job. To fill a dealer development position in motorcycle division, uh, and this is in the Southeast Regional, preferably based in Florida or Georgia. And, uh, yeah, check it out. Alpine Stars, great company um, and great company. Gabrielle was there, the owner. Uh, he's yeah. really super friendly. This weekend, it's nice to see him. Very passionate, man. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, so strong communication skills, self-motivation, and detail orientation is needed. And uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, job of the week. Check it out. Upload your resume for free today. If you're a company in the industry looking to hire people, then please check out MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com for all of that information on there as well. And um, okay. TrollTraining.com as well. What? I got a question yeah. for you. I've been getting a lot of crap on this from Chad and some emails and DMs. Is saying Shugel instead of Wash Shugel that bad? No, I say Shugel. Okay, thank you. I'm not the only one. Who who gives you shit? Oh, I've been getting DMs from people from up there that 
call me a kook, you're needed. There's been a couple in the chat and stuff. I've been getting my, I've had messages by Lewis and Jamie sent to me that people have complained about me saying shugle. When do you say shugle? I don't know. I guess I say it a lot. And I actually do. When I reference Washugal, I say shugle quite often. I just, I'm trying to see if I'm the only one out here doing this or if. if. No, I say shugle. Okay, thank okay, you. Okay, so we have. We have the. Uh, Do we have JT? Uh, no. Oh. We don't have. We have te- Kenny Taco Bell, better than JT. Oh. Uh, Kenny Bell, we have the, we have the Venmo. Uh, there we go. We're in. If you want to buy A Ray a drink, kill A Ray. notice there's a, there's a picture of Johnny on there. Yeah, so Johnny. Real. Johnny's on there. His, do- his dog's on there. It's at A Ray314. So let's, let's tweet that out. At A Ray314. Venmo that. Buy A Ray a drink for his bachelor party. And yeah, maybe maybe he'll die. Is that and I the, mean, maybe maybe it'll be a, maybe it'll be a girl that'll tell him he's pretty. Who knows? Yeah. Like there's the the opportunities are endless, and I can tell you, I'm gonna hundred and sixty nine percent put my best foot forward of trying to kill A Ray. That's great. That's good to hear. Can we get some video as well to accompany this? Well, so no, that's the whole thing. You can get some videos. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like, yeah. but but we. I've I've made a big thing. I'm like, everybody, put your fucking phones in a basket. Let's not throw anyone under the bus. Yeah. But like, I can guarantee you, the first time I see you, I will show you everything. Yeah. Good idea. Good. 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 Uh, good call on yeah, that. We're so. not trying to ruin anybody's lives. At a ray three one four Venmo. Let's go. Love let's, you. Let's do it. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. See you, buddy. All right. That's uh, Kenny Taco Bell, and that's a ray's Venmo for his bachelor party this weekend. So uh, if he doesn't make it, that means I could save some money on the wedding present in November. He's going to die. <laughs> you know? Are, uh, are you going to the wedding? I didn't get an invite, no. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah, I didn't expect one. Okay. Um, yeah, it's in November, I think. So. Uh, Fuck my ass. Only, only person. Wow, what was the last? I went to a- Antic Naps wedding. That's the only wedding I've been to in probably oh. 10 years. I went there, too. Remember the infamous uh. Fixins bar? The Fixins Bar. I also oof, there's other things I remember. Oh really? Yeah. Like what? Like Pookie? <laughs> Being hammered. I remember you yeah. with fire coming out of your eyes and your ears. Fucking <laughs> hammered. <laughs> I remember. I remember me and Kiefer uh, trying to head you off at the pass at one point. Oh really? Oh, I don't yeah. remember that. Uh, I remember things. Yeah. Oh, she was. Uh, or if you're a little bitch. What? I remember one of my. Disaster. I remember one of my favorite things is Chris kept saying, "The Ridgey leaves at nine, whether you're in it or not." To Heather. Yeah, yeah. And at one point, I came across Heather, and she was like, she could see Chris coming, and she was dancing, and she started like heading behind people. And she's yeah. she's over dancing with her ex at the time, and she's like, at one point, she stops and she looks and goes, "What time is it?" I'm like, "Oh, it's like nine fifteen. And she's like, "Ah, oh, he won't leave me." She goes back to dancing and comes her. She's like, "Do you think he'd leave me?" Nah, he won't leave yeah, me. Yeah. Back dancing. <laughs> yeah, you like that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Um, any word on JT? I really want to get get him on the line, but we have the ex Bengal Gutierrez. Uh, let me reach out again. One minute. Okay. It couldn't be any worse than mm-hmm. than Weege. Weege's phone service. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Um, anyways, uh, carry on, Michael. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, I'm carrying the show now. This is bad. Yep. <laughs> uh, na, 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 you want to talk about you want to talk about Deacon's podium speeches or, or I think two, we I think we already did strokes that. I think or, we already did that. Or you know anything else? I think we already did that. I think um, we already did that. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm say something super weird. Are you going to Loretta's? I believe so. I need to figure out next go? week, but I really want to go see, of course, how how Chris does, yeah. how Aiden does. Really, yeah. really crossed my fingers for Aiden this year. 
Uh, maybe there's other people I want to watch, but I really want to go see and support those two. Okay. So. Are uh, you going to go? I am not going to go. Oh, screw I, you. You're a terrible friend. I am. I need to go. Have you been? No. You haven't been? No. Yeah. Um, I, we, let's go together. Let's, let's, let's do a road <laughs> trip. That would be fun. I would love to. Um, I don't know. I, I, I travel so much, just like you do. I, I don't want to get on a plane. and, But right. it does sound like a good time. It sounds like fun. You know, like Who's the top prospect of amateurs right now? Um, well, A class, I mean, you're, it's basically going to probably be Juju versus Daxton. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's some good Orange Brigade kids, some of Daniel's mm -hmm. kids are in that that are, are going to be pretty good. I think like Phineas, I think is racing. Uh, I'm pretty bad with A class right now. B class, you have like Drew Adams, um, mm -hmm. uh, Pawnee. There's some decent ones. But Juju and Bennett are in the A. Yeah, I'd say they're the favorites. Like I said, Phineas will be pretty good too, but I, I think, you know, it's it's Dax and Juju are the two that kind of have the factory rides lined up. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people that saw Juju and Supercross will lean that direction. But, but he's, he's not as good of an outdoor outdoors. guy, right? He's getting better. Yeah. Um, but I think Dax is more rounded. Um, I, I lean towards Dax as the favorite. Yep. And then um, uh, Brownie's going to win of that class? He'll win 40. He won't win 25. I don't think he has in a couple no, years. 25 will be between Jacob Hayes and Heath Harrison. Okay. Mm. Uh, there's one or two other heavy hitters in 25. I, remember. Those are just I thought Jacob hurt his knee. It was done in by his knee. He effed up right. his knee at vet last year, but he's re he's ran through rehab. He's riding right now. I did see him this week because he's been riding a lot in SoCal. Like as, as Loretta area qualifier, he beat, I think he beat both Ryder D and Reynolds at his qualifier. So he's riding good. Goes back to Florida this last week to ride with the boys at the Dog Pound. I saw him this weekend. I'm like, I, he's an East Coast guy. I thought I'd come yeah. back. He's, I said, how's it going? He goes, terrible. Completely terrible. Like, thought I should just quit, not show up at the race. I can't ride a rut anymore. Like, awful. Completely oh, awful. Yeah, yeah, like, shoot yeah. me. I'm Lost done. Lost all his East Coast skills. Oh, done, right. done. Like, it was full negative panic button, smashing the panic button when I saw him at the race. Damn. He's, he's very concerned. Uh, all right, let's do the X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment just with Michael Lindsay and I, shall we? Uh, EKSBrand.com. Check it out. Alpine Star Goggle, Factory Ride Goggle. Looks a lot like an X-Brand Lucid, everybody. Uh, EKSBrand.com EKS for more information. Pulp Show 23 is the code to save. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Great goggles, great guys. Uh, we got Thanks to Rich for the shirts that we got for Talon and Marks as well. And uh, I got some 24 goggles that I did not get in time to wear for the HRC test. But yeah. uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Are you familiar with him? Huh? Yeah. Actually, you know what? Why don't we get Sean to answer JT's questions? I was just going to say that. There we go. That's perfect. That'll <laughs> hey, be that'll be perfect. Hey. And uh, uh, again, submitted by Corey Bozer. 30 seconds on the clock. Here we go. Steven. Yep. What is the trickiest looking part on Sexton's bike? Shock. Shock. Um, Sean. JT. Moto is constantly pushing the limits on helmet technology and safety. Why don't we see the NFL or other stick and ball sports doing the same? Oh, they just don't have the same amount of impact that us Moto guys have. They got to catch up. Uh -huh. Good, Good job, JT. Good, Good job, JT. Good job, JT. Very informative. ML, what's been the raddest bike you've gotten to test ride? Um. I haven't done that many factor bikes like Chris had talked about. Like I did Sealy's uh, efficient 16. That was actually cool because I was KYB on the HRC bike, Workshock, like Air Fork, um, his factory bike. 
everything that's all bikes I've built. Um, I mean, my own team's bike was pretty cool. Our, our final 250 engine package, that bike was pretty trick. I mean, that was a $47,000, almost $50,000 250. So those yep. are the two. All right. 29 seconds. Great work. Steve. Kind of close. Mm -hmm. You've ridden with Tomac Shock and now Sexton's. Which one was a closer setup <laughs> for your speed and riding ability? Mm. Wow. You, you rode with Tomac Shock? Did you officially? Shock yeah. Spring. Shock Spring. Okay. Yeah. Not as valving. It's a little misunderstood. Uh, uh, that that uh, 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 PSF stuff was good. I really like that. I wish I could, I wish I could have kept that. That was great. Too bad they took it away. JT, the Star Yamaha 250s are the fast, fastest bike in the class. Which brand do you think is second fastest? Pro Circuit. JT's on it tonight. Quick. Yeah. Yeah, I like this new JT. Yeah, he's, usually he's he waffles. Quick to the yeah. point. Michael, is there any part you miss about running a race team? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was trying to think about this the other day. Um, I don't know. Uh, honestly, I think the bike development side. I think, like, literally getting to work with trick bars, like, trying to get the bike better um, and trying things like we normally – yeah, we, if I want to go testing, I can try a bunch of cool stuff, but trying stuff that you're actually having to have made for the bike versus what's publicly completely available off the shelf, just stuff that you're trying to hunt down, that was pretty cool. Um, really odd-sounding one, I actually really enjoy driving the semi a bit during the summer. Wow. Oddly enough. I, peace I, of mind or something? Right. It's actually a much cooler job than I thought it'd be. I don't know why. I, I mean, it was kind of a rush to get a CD on stuff, and I didn't hit anything in a semi driving across the country, so I was pretty proud of myself. Okay. Steve, after riding Washougal, where would you rate it on the list of best national tracks? I've ridden it before, so it wasn't my first time. I've raced it there a couple times, uh, local races. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, honestly, Lakewood, I've not ridden Lakewood. It looks fun. Lakewood's better. Millville's better. Redbud's better. Is Dilla better? Dilla's probably better. Dilla, I, like I for like a local like like not like the race day rough right yeah uh, it's tough I've, rid, I've I, ridden I buds you. I've ridden buds um, buds was terrible the day I rode it I wanted it? to off myself I think Shugel's in the middle yeah it's, it's in the middle of the tracks yeah hey I forgot actually on bikes I rode I rode a mm. Phil Nicoletti's uh, JJR RMZ 215 oh, and it broke the first lap I rode it right. typical Phil bike yeah. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> Sean, who does Fly utilize the most to provide testing on new gear and how to improve on the existing product line? Wild guess, I'm going to say Trey Kennard. There we go. Very nice. I know they use Zacco for this Formula S thing, uh, the new helmet. I know they're Zacco. Why, because they thought you'd get lost in the woods? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Michael, last one. Which track has the best good trucks? What? Wait, what? I just read the questions. <laughs> Which track has the best good trucks? Good trucks. Yep. What do you think he meant by it? <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I'm not, it's not working. Don't, I don't know. Okay. Good job, Moses. Do you have another question? That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> like, normally we can decipher kind of what he's trying to say. This yeah. one. Which uh, track? See. Where do you see the coolest trucks? He needs to go to HR department. <laughs> what is the best truck? I, I, I'm trying. It's not coming to me. I got nothing, dude. Oh, wow. I think maybe best good truck parking. 
If he meant sem- or, what track is the best for the what the track semis? is best for oh, that maybe. makes sense what best about, parking and what about or, or, food what's trucks. the best food trucks food trucks <laughs> vendor row <laughs> That's the only thing I like sometimes food if truck. I autocorrect food it'll go to good Okay yeah So maybe food uh, how, if, it, if it's parking Indiana super easy to get how, into How would Michael but, know about food oh, trucks Oh yeah people so. on YouTube are saying food trucks It's got to be food are there, are there food trucks? I've never had a food truck in a national. Yeah, there's food trucks at Washougal. Oh, I eat at semis. Like, yeah, I know. I don't. Uh, yeah, best uh, food uh, truck. Well, what team has the best lunch food? Oh, right is now? that what he's talking about? I don't. No, know. no. I, I'm saying between me and you. Um, I don't. I usually do the free media lunch, so I don't mm. go to the trucks for lunch. Uh, a lot of chicken and pasta outdoors because that's what the yeah. guy, the riders want, you know. So. Yeah, you. You have an, I don't know. A couple of if anybody's doing burgers, I'll usually. Uh, Actually, it's funny enough, even though we say the Dustin Pipes thing, uh, the Larry's pretty cool and feeds me a burger or a hot dog here and there. Right. Go by Hep. Hep's big on hot dogs. Hep's yeah. got the hot dogs going. Hey, hot dogs are easy to grab on the roll, man. Yeah, they are. Easy, easy. Is there uh, any cook specific, or is any driver known as, like, the best cook in the paddock? Or? Not that I know of, no. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know who's good or bad or whatever, but but chicken and pasta is everywhere in outdoors because that's what they want for, what they for energy, right, for carbs. So, um all right, uh, that's been the X-Men Goggle Terra. So, somebody commented, Redbud had a medical dispensary booth at the race. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, as, we, as we saw uh, this past weekend, Fly Racing Riders looking very sharp out there in the new 2024 uh, gear as well. It all dropped at your local dealer at Fly Racing USA on social to learn more about it. Don't go to Dark Social. Nothing about Fly on his there social. There is now, yeah. Oh, there is now? Yeah. Not on the launch day and not the day after. So, uh, all right, uh, to talk about that and more, uh, it's time. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? You got to be nicer to Dark. I like Dark. I, I'm trying to help him. I'm trying. You're not, though. You are so ruthless. I'm man. not ruthless. I'm trying to help Dark. him be a better media guy, you know? I don't know. It doesn't feel that way at all. Oh, no, it absolutely is. Be real is. honest with you. Um, Hey, welcome to the show. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we're not going to keep you t- too long. Fly racing, yeah. though, the, the big news, the Formula S helmet is here. Uh, it is something you guys have been working on for a long time. Uh, it is a uh, trackable sensor. It's a smart helmet. It helps you uh, uh, learn how hard you've crashed. It helps you uh, alert people if you're not moving. It helps you get medical assistance. Uh, all of this uh, connected to your phone, of course. And um, you've got to have your phone on you or be relatively close to it. And this is a game game changer. This is really really cool. Good job and congrats on the Formula S, man. Yeah, thanks. It's uh, it's been a long time coming. This project is um, yeah. Any anything like this takes a lot of time, and you have to work through lots of scenarios. And we have partners uh, at Quinn that you know their technology that we integrated to the Formula. Um, but yes, thank you. We're super excited. Um, I'm still learning as we go. I, I'm not an engineer, right? So. Um, I'm still kind of figuring these things out, and um, I've had to go through a ton of training on my end, so then I can go and teach other people as well. But it's been uh, it's been an awesome learning experience, and, I, and I'm excited for where this project continues to go to because this is this is just kind of step one of mm-hmm. what this technology is capable of. Uh, yeah, so basically, it's it's a sensor in the back of your helmet. It, every time you pick up your helmet or tap it, it awakens, and now it connects to your phone via Bluetooth. And yeah, you can look at how hard you crashed. You can look at your time of riding. You can track your riding. All of this stuff. You can put emergency contacts in there. So if you crash and you ain't moving for a little while, it's going to alert the medical authorities and it's going to alert your a significant other, or I guess not significant other, just emergency contact. 
And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really neat, man. I, you know, these guys go out riding by themselves in the middle of the woods, and uh, you know, if we have some patrol gear, you got a pocket to tuck your phone in, and it's definitely an, a little bit of, a bit more of a safety feature to help people. So that's cool. Yeah, it it um yeah, you pretty much nailed it. There's a there's a lot to it. Um, you know, there the the safety aspects of it are what we're really trying to drive home. Mm-hmm. Um, there are ride analytics and all sorts of things that. Uh, with the paid function, you can get a ton of information about your ride. Uh, and then uh, if you have the paid version, it will also call emergency services and alert them where you are and what your status is and, and all of your blood type. Uh, yeah, all of, yeah, yeah, all of your bio info is, is shared with them so they can give you immediate service on hand. Um, but, yes, there are a ton of other aspects to it, like ride analytics and all those that will continue to be upgraded over the years. Um, that is just an, kind of an ongoing process that we're working through. But... We had kind of a decision to make uh, to be just full transparency. We, we could have held it and continued to develop the, the app technology and further the analytics because there are a lot of things coming in there at Arena. But we just we felt like we could add a lot on the, on the safety side, and we didn't want to hold it. So um, there will be upgrades that come along the way, and the great part of that is that, you know, like an app, just like your iPhone, it just will upgrade, right? It'll get upgrades uh, pushed through it. And, uh, yeah, you'll just have your helmet, and all of a sudden it'll be more capable than it was the day before. So um, it's going to be an ongoing thing, and and, and we're kind of just scratching the surface of what's capable with it. Yeah, it's uh, it seems pretty cool. So I saw Calvin in the airport, a uh, NorCal rep, right? Um, yep, yep. And I said to him, so it's $100 more than the regular Fly Formula. So it's it's pricey. It it's uh, $7.99. $6.99? Yeah, it is. It is, um, but it's not even the most expensive helmet on the market. Right. So. So we took that into consideration, um, but I, I think it's a lot of value. You're getting, you're, you know, the, the formula is already six ninety nine, and this upgraded formula with all of this technology and safety benefit is seven ninety nine. So for me, an extra hundred dollars yeah. for what you're getting is it's a no brainer. So I asked Calvin. I said, "What's what's been the dealer reception to the helmet?" And he said. It's been good. It's been really good. Nobody's talking about the price. It's a hundred dollars more. You get the you can see the hundred dollars in value in this system, and yeah, he said the dealers have been excited about it. So that's good, you know. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's um, it's not for everybody, right? There, you know, they're. I think the premium helmet market is just not for everybody, right? It doesn't matter what helmet it is. It can be any of our competitors in that price point. Um, there's going to be pushback, and and some people are going to lean towards the less expensive items, and that's just that's just the nature of the business mm-hmm. and that's okay um but for us to continue to push the envelope to make you know to have these premium offerings that you know just like we've done in other capacities eventually all of this stuff trickles down right and uh one day maybe it lands in a price point that you are able to uh, to act upon mm-hmm. but um for us it was just really important to stay on the cutting edge and we felt like if we had something that could truly make a difference like this could really make a difference in someone's life um, when you talk to the, the engineers at Quinn because they have this technology in uh, another helmet so they have a lot of testing and data mm-hmm. not an off-road helmet but they have this in existence already so they've seen real life scenarios of how fast emergency services can get to you with this technology versus without so for us it was like man we can't yeah. hold this thing like forever yeah. because this can truly make a difference for somebody uh, so, Michael, this may not come as a, this may not come as a surprise to you, but it is for the upgraded service. It is seven bucks a month, yep. and uh, I asked Wygant if he will be purchasing the seven hundred dollars seven dollars a month, and he said he chooses death. 
<laughs> Shocking. So, yeah, yeah. The, the, we, we, Wygant, Wygant is not going to use it's, the upgraded system. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if Wygant is actually a member of our forum because I had somebody say something really fucked up and similar. Well, I'm not surprised. Um, Although, but yeah, this is, a, this is a really cool deal. Big, big game changer. You've got new designs, JT, and some of these some of these look really good, man. I know you sort of overhauled and got a couple new people doing some designs in there. And uh, yeah, they did a good job. Looks really good. The Evo stuff is sharp. Yeah, we uh, we really wanted, you know, this is the 25th anniversary year, so we really wanted to make sure that it, we nailed it. And um, it's, it's hard to continue to reinvent yourself, but I really felt like we were getting to a place where things were getting a little bit stale. Like, the company had, had come so far so fast, and we were all very proud of that, but you can get lulled to sleep a little bit by your own success. And that opens the door to, yeah, monotony, and we just wanted to continue to, to mm-hmm. keep pushing forward. And that's a difficult thing, right? We've, there, anytime you grow, there are other people that want to, you know, take your market share and, and beat you as a brand, and, and so be it. I've been in that spot, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been the one that's been like, man, if we could ever just get to this size and this level of quality and these things. Um, but that's a never-ending quest. If you get a little bit lazy – uh, you will pay the price for that. So I, I really felt like we did a good job for 24, not only with the look. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went back to the zipper on the white line, uh, this whole new Formula S helmet. Like, there's a lot of innovation in the 2024 line. Like, that's a lot of people won't know about, right? We have yeah. a, a brand-new Zone Elite goggle that has a, uh injected lens in it now. Um, so there, there's a lot there under the surface that I'm, I'm you know, I have to do my job and tell people about it. Yeah. But it was a huge step forward for us in 2024 across the whole platform. You guys took a chance. You took the zipper off the light stuff, put a boa in the front, but hard to pee. Just hard to pee. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I understand that, that it wasn't, you know, such a huge deal for me, but I do understand. Like, yeah. it's, it's different. Um, and I had my reservations about it, too. But yeah. if you don't take chances... Yeah. You're never, you know what I mean? Like you have to take some risks sometimes. So, yeah. And what was okay. the uh, and what was the idea behind moving the boa to the left side? Was there something is there any like what 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 was the idea of that? I did, I didn't find uh, it where it was, but what? Yeah, it's a little bit easier to grab. Oh, okay. Right? So yep. it's, it's not in the middle. Um and then some people would would worry about it being uh, right in the middle like if you landed on your butt or anything like oh, that. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, so it just takes yeah. that pressure point away. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess so. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah we'll say Boas are fun to walk up to your buddy wearing one and then just grab it and turn it. And just start twisting it. Oh, I've done it to a couple of buddies. Yeah. So much fun. Hey, I will say, you know, in when I was talking to JT, we was talking about the gear line. And anytime we talk to gear brands, how brands out here, yeah. somebody go, I really, you know, feel like this is the best looking line we've we've made. And no offense to Jay, I've, I've heard that a lot. I'm yeah. always, I kind of roll my eyes. I'm like, okay, we'll see. JT said it and it is the most honest answer I've seen this year. Like the stuff I saw in the Husky guys was <laughs> yeah. amazing this weekend. Uh, the stuff you were wearing, a bunch of yeah. stuff I catalog. I, I think I can confidently say JT was uh, dead on when he said it's the best. To, to be fair, stuff my stuff made. was my stuff was a twenty twenty three and a half can uh, twenty three and a half release. Jose Butron. Yes, Jose Butron. Okay, yeah, Jose Butron. Um, but no, uh, I, the Husky I, stuff's I agree good. With you. I I. I've had to say that at times, and I, I try to be really careful about saying it's the best ever because I don't. I want my word to mean something. Um, but I, you know, at times you have to kind of fake it. You know, maybe I, I'm not as excited about a line as as I would like to be. That's just the nature of it. But this year, I knew we knocked it out of the park. Um, mm-hmm. We worked with one of the you know most renowned uh, designers in in the industry for 2024, and he he will be retained for 2025. Ooh, that was a huge step move. for us. 
Yeah, so um, I kind of knew once we signed the dotted line with him, we were going to take a kind of a jump on a fast track forward. And, yeah, that didn't disappoint. So I just felt like it was really important for us to work with the very best. If we want to be the best, then we need to be working with the very best. Yeah. And I think you're already seeing that the, the fruits of that bear out. I wish people who wore other brands – and, look, I have FXR deal. I have Elliott deal. So it's not like I'm totally fly biased. Like, I, I take money from other gear companies. Uh, we were we went to the Alpine but Star you Ride But you don't wear other brands like our boy Dark. I don't because I don't review stuff like Dark. I, I don't, I'm not in gear. But oh, oh, at least you admit it. You said at first he didn't wear anything else. He didn't. He has been. Oh, okay. Anyways, back to my point. <laughs> so my point is, is I wish somehow – People want other gear brands. The number one thing Fly has is this is this Formula helmet. I not only mean the S helmet. I just mean the formula. And I wish people in yep. other gear brands could get over it and buy a Fly if they don't happy with their helmet. Like I know the whole crossing over gear lines is not acceptable to people. Uh, I don't know how to get around that, but. You should try this formula, people. It's it's. So I love good. it. Like uh, I think Kevin Moran's is a good example, right? He wears it. Yeah. Um. You know, he, I, I know that they don't make a helmet, but I think that example where that that's really what we've tried to aim for. Like we've always had a black option. The first helmet that ever came out was very very plain, because long term we believe we're going to offer people reasons to just want to wear a fly helmet regardless of the gear that yeah. you choose. Put, um, put a sticker so, over yeah, it. Yeah, I, I agree. Buy, buy the helmet, people, I mean, and put your Fox sticker over I, it. I, I don't know what to say. The I helmet's feel amazing. Like, honestly, the S model dips in that. Not that the, the standard formula didn't yeah. have great technology, but it moved into a space where rotational energy and some of the, the kind, some of that energy management was a conversation with other brands. Yeah. So unless somebody maybe really did their deep dive, like, okay, there's, there's other helmets on the market that are high-end. Fly's doing that. That's cool. But yeah. let's say they're with another brand. They keep that association. That's really unique for Fly now mm -hmm. with the S models. They truly have something that nobody else has. So hopefully that will also help right. people that aren't are experiencing Fly, I guess, experience the brand. Because yeah. I think legitimately the technology in the S is a big reason for people to try it out. Yeah. I, I, again, I was talking to some, some guys on our forum and stuff. I... Because for the uh, the emergency servicing that JT mentioned, you do have to have your phone on you. Yep. Maybe not for a moto. That's going to be a little that's more common. 20 but meters, trail, though. It's, it's, but, it's not. You, you can have it. Yeah. Yeah. Trail riding, I mean, you're pretty much everybody carries their phone in their pack or something. Yeah. To me, it's such a no-brainer. Such a no-brainer point. I I, yep. I told Steve uh, earlier, JT, I felt a lot more comfortable at Washougal in case he flew off a cliff mm -hmm. into the tree somewhere. I yeah. saw he was wearing the helmet. I knew he'd be <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it was great. Uh, go. We got we got Randy on one. Uh, Randy, welcome to the show. Uh, what's uh, what's going on, man? What do you want to tell us? Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, I've just well, two things. One thing I'm in here. I'm just in the workshop drilling out a uh, fork lug bolt because my kid doesn't like fork lug protectors. Mm -hmm. And he crashed okay. this weekend and broke a bolt, so I'm drilling that out. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell Keith. The main thing, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Fork lug protectors, yeah, they're good. Yeah, suck it, Keith. Anyways, so I just wanted to say, uh, my son, who we ride a lot of enduro stuff. We're in the Pacific Northwest. He's been suffering from youth migraines for his most of his life, right? He's 15 now. We had a situation where he got one. And what happens is he gets dizzy and basically loses consciousness and collapses. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we had one where we were actually riding up in the mountains, in the trails and such. Fortunately, I was with him. Mm -hmm. I had an app that tracks where we're at, and I was able to call 911 and all that kind of stuff. But I absolutely applaud Fly 
with going with this type of technology because I could see it going that next level where he would be able to ride by himself. Right now he can't because mm-hmm. if something happens, you know, someone has to be there to help him and all that kind of stuff. I mean, this is amazing. I mean, we literally just bought him a formula helmet like two months ago, but I'm literally seriously considering, you know, well, we'll oh. just move on and buy this next helmet for situations like that. I mean, this is fantastic. I, I can't, as a parent, that's huge for us. That, yeah. that means a lot as far as safety. So congratulations. I really appreciate it. He's all, I've talked to you once before. He will only wear fly everything. He wants an enduro boot, but, you know, but. He, he's got to sit with the, with the Tech 7 enduro. So. Uh, good. No, yeah. I, I, uh, I agree with you, man. It's, it, it, we've been so excited about this project for so long, but we've had to like, keep it under wraps, right, because we – it doesn't do us a lot of good to tell everybody about it a year ahead of time. Um, but yeah, I think there, there's so many aspects to this. Like think about a, it, it, obviously you're a father, but if your child crashed and you didn't really know, or, you know, how many times does a kid crash? You didn't see it. And you're like, how bad was it? And they're like, I don't know. Well, that white on the back of the helmet, if it was a significant impact, it's going to be red, right? Instead of the, the standard flashing mm-hmm. blue, it will now go red and tell you that you did have a crash. So then you would want to go to your phone, look at the app, and it would give you the crash analytics of what happened, right? So it's going to unlock all of that data and tell you, like, was it a bad crash? How significant was it? How many Gs did I sustain, right? That data has never been available before. Like, you've never been able to quantify anything like that. Now, we can't tell you you should buy a new helmet, you had a concussion or didn't. That, that's not, we're not, you know, I'm not a doctor, nor do we want to try to be. But we're just going to try to give you some sort of information about the impact that your helmet sustained. That's, that's the biggest end-all, be-all goal is like, yeah, this, this looks like it was a significant impact. I should get a new helmet or I should go get checked out or do something. Because before, it was such a guessing game. You're like, yeah, that didn't feel so good. You know, my EPS is compressed. There, it was all so... Um, just Neanderthal-like, you know, analysis going on, and, and we're trying to kind of modernize a lot of that. Thanks, Randy. Yeah, thanks yeah, for the call. Yeah, my yeah my my favorite thing about it is like, someone crashes and it's big. You're like, you good? Someone says yes. Okay, yeah, go ahead. You know. Right. So, yeah. 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 Right. Thanks, guys. Yep. Thanks, Randy. Yeah, Appreciate thank you, it. GT. Keep it up, guys. Thank yeah, you, man. man. Appreciate thank it. You. Yeah, so people can get the app. It's on the App Store now, so you can get, get a yep. load of that and download it and look at it. And, you, of course, go to Fly Racing USA and read about the Formula S and everything else. So, um, yeah, looks looks uh, looks really good. Looks really impressive, man. Um, now, you can go to uh, – one other thing I wanted to oh. share, too. You can go to flyracing.com slash formula hyphen S. And there's a, there's, it's got his own website. Oh, so okay. all the information you would want, questions, frequently asked questions, all the analytics, like everything you would want. And I'm sure that you're going to have more questions. I get it. But that, there is a plethora of mm-hmm. information on that website. So it's flyracing.com slash formula hyphen S. And it's live right now. All right. Cool. Awesome. Any more questions for JT? Sean? Michael? No? No, I think that's it. Okay. Uh, thanks, man. I appreciate you calling in. Thanks for the late, late call in. But at least you got it done. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, boys. Okay, thanks, yeah. man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, that's Jason Thomas, everybody. Fly Racing USA. Formula S helmet. Really cool. Great stuff. Great stuff. Um, Again, I felt safer for you. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate that. No, I it, I say it as a joke, but honestly, yeah. 
for the and I'll be excited to see it as it probably comes down farther in the line. But for the simple hundred dollars yeah. more, and this may seem exaggerating, like this literally could be the difference of life or death. Somebody out. The developers right told us uh, look for an update soon. I don't know what soon means to connect to your smartwatch, so you don't need your phone on you. you can That's cool. Your smartwatch. Yeah. You know, so yep. uh, that'll be good too. Um, yeah, really good stuff. Check it out. Um, and thanks to the Fly Racing guys for doing that. And uh, yeah, I got the new gear. I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to roll. Uh, all right, um, Levi Kitchen, Paul Kitchen, Colt Nichols. Yeah, we snuck another guest in there. I didn't Lars expect. and Chris Kiefer, best interview tonight. Mm, Lars, because I like listening to give you guys shit. Yeah, he really took some shots at me, saying I'm not a supercross rider, but I'm also not a motocross rider. But it gave you props on your testing, but yeah. took some shots. It was very well balanced. Ba- yeah, balanced. Very well balanced. Right. Not, a little, right. not too much, not too little. Kiefer well was balanced. really upset when they were like telling him how good I was at my feedback <laughs> on the bikes. <laughs> He's so. probably just like, I don't think it's any bigger than it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, absolutely uh, good stuff. Uh, thanks to all those guests. Uh, appreciate this. And uh, also, Sean, thank you for coming in, man. DecalMX.com. PulpMX23 is the code to save. Don't use the vital code. Use the, use the pulp code. You can try a vital code occasion. No, don't use a vital code. Okay. Just use a pop code, right? Yeah. I didn't know the vital was still active. Is it still active? Ouch. No, no no disrespect. Ouch. I didn't know it. Oh, boy. Wow. Yep, yep. Pulp of X code, everybody. Uh, and so, yeah, basically, people can design their graphics. They can contact you. Uh, you gave me, give you an idea what they want. Logos, sponsors, you know, within reason, because you can't do the energy drink stuff and all that. We all know that. Right. And then you design it, and then they proof it and send it back and back and forth. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you've done two vintage bikes for me, graphics. Yes. And this stuff is perfect. It's perfect. You guys got, you've nailed down those old fonts and the old uh, The vintage look. stuff's always scary. Yeah. Because they're more meticulate. Yeah. They want that prestige. Yeah. New CRF 450 or KTM Yamaha. It's like. Right. Yeah. No, you done, do a good job on that, man. Thank uh, you. So keep it up. Really appreciate the support of Decal Works and across our across our range so i got a funny one here yeah. somebody was asking about the data coming from the helmet if it's shared with anybody somebody goes yes the helmet detects if you're thinking about other gear brands other than fly and transmits that data directly to them <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> the, the, get a fly that yeah for sure little fly ads are popping up yeah. in your goggles how uh, do they know uh thanks Google everybody ads for takes on all new meaning <laughs> everybody for marks thank you appreciate it happy birthday marks. For coming in. happy birthday marks uh, happy you. birthday thank you uh, regard me. Yes. Uh, yeah. Happy birthday, Mark. Thank Thanks you. for all your work. Happy Appreciate birthday so we're to off you for two and weeks? Brock Poppy. We're off for two weeks. We are off for two weeks. Yes. What the fuck? Yeah, you, you don't kids, make, they don't want to work. You well, don't make it was decisions. his birthday, and he's you. about to be the hey, Brock Poppy. Hey, Poppy. Hey, hey Poppy. Poppy. Uh, Lone Wolf. Yeah. Good luck in this uh, this kid thing. Thank you. Yeah. Coming up. Work on my return though first. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Before sure. the before yeah. the kid would, thing. Would you trust Would you trust Steve to be like an uncle, like a guardian? If Pookie was here, yes. I already get shit because my buddy's kid, who's now 30 years old, when he was whatever age he was, he wanted to go to the movies, one of the Toy Stories. So I took him to the movies. Uncle Steve took him to the movies. But it was a long-ass line of concessions. So we go to the movie theater. We sit down in the seats. And then I'm like, hey. So I kind of wait for the movie to begin. And then I'm like, I'm going to go get food. Concessions, you know, popcorn. Stay here. And I guess that was a big no-no. Just leave the kid? I mean, I said, don't move, Connor. Like, hey, <laughs> like, stay right here. And he's like, okay. Like, get the movies on. So I, and I went, and I, then I told the mom, and she was not happy, and it still to this day gets brought up about how Uncle Steve just left the kid in the movie theater. <laughs> Watch her get kidnapped. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I don't know, man. Uh, Bl- bless your heart. Yeah, I was just trying to avoid the line of the concession. <laughs> but uh, thanks, uh, Talon. 
And thank you, Marks. Yes. Uh, thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Moser, of course, Roto as well. Michael Lindsay from Vital MX. Thanks, man. Appreciate thank you. it. You flew in straight from Washougal. So, Great time. Um, yeah, thank you as always. Um, uh, appreciate the, 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 the time. Uh, good job on Vital MX. Good job with that Mr. Side. Not so good with Lewis. And then what? I don't know the other guy's name still. Uh, he, Sean. He doesn't talk. But, no, yeah, he doesn't. He guy. just does great work. Right, right. Uh, so absolutely. Thanks for coming in, man. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you, people, for listening. Thanks for uh, uh, watching on YouTube. Thanks for, uh, thanks for like, um, you know, taking us in and laughing and, and having some good time with it. It's just motocross. It's just some opinions. Don't take everything so seriously, right? Like your opinion on two strokes. Yeah. Ah, great. Oh, I heard about that. I was doing an order with a customer earlier, and he's like, well, when you see Steve, he was shitting on two strokes earlier. See, I'm oh, not shitting was, on him. There was <laughs> a whole thread on Vital about his other opinion see, I had to shit can already. I'm not shitting on two strokes. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, I don't care. There's a difference between saying two strokes suck. If I said two strokes suck, that's shitting on them. My opinion is I don't care. I don't get excited. Right. doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. I don't care about watching a bunch of two strokes around the track. I watched well, that for, I don't want for, shit my man, for 25 so. years. Yeah. That's the difference. See, you if you disagree with somebody, it's not a, you're shit talking them. Yeah. That's where we are in 2023. It's like, can I just not care? Nope. You have to be either all for it right. or you're fucking all against it. I hate that. So, what's that for? That's the dinner oh, bell. Price is right. Ding, oh, ding. Right, we bell. gotta We got to go on that note. <laughs> I'm not shitting on two strokes. I'm not shitting on two strokes. I just don't give a shit. So whatever that means, it's all shit talk. For sure. Not shitting on them, but I don't give a shit. There we go. Quit being a dick. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Sean Murdoch from Decal Works. Michael Lindsay from Vital MX. I'm Steve Mathis. See you in a couple weeks. Don't eat that dick. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.